Hey, everybody, it's Ben Kwam, co-host of hopefully your favorite podcast, Libations for Everyone. Today's episode is sponsored by Foundry Nation. Foundry Nation loves THC. Born in Minnesota, they partner with farms throughout the Midwest to supply high-quality seed-to-table THC products. Uh, I've tried their sodas such as Orange Tangy, Strawberry Fields, and Granddaddy Purple. They're incredible. I love them. They're fantastic. Great CBD treats for dogs. They have all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. As our partner, they're offering all of our listeners an exclusive 20% off with the code LIBATIONS20, capital L-I-B-A-T-I-O-N-S-2-0. The future is dope. Thank you so much. Now, let's get on with the show. There is a former there is a former radio DJ fuck. of uh, of the metro area here who uh, who hosted a best ass contest on the sixteen plus night. Looking oh. back on it, Ooh. that is the grossest <laughs> fucking thing. Back on it <laughs> because they were yeah they were definitely like encouraging people to take clothes off. Oh, and at the time you're sixteen, you're like this is amazing. Yeah, looking and then everyone back else on is that, like this is illegal. <laughs> Absolutely. He was in his like mid thirties and he's literally convincing like high school girls to take their clothes off and people are cheering. That's yeah. a, I, every time I feel like we haven't made progress, I'm like, Oh, actually no, we have a, a little bit. A yeah. Little. A modicum yes, of, of progress. Yes. Yeah. Just a, a, a dash. A, a baby step. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, kind of glad it wasn't cool. Let's hit <laughs> on a couple things. Yeah. Uh, last night Hell we yeah. had a real fun party in we the did. same space that we're recording in currently a uh, souvenir whiskey Canadian whiskey brand, uh, their mm. their label that we have on the table right here um, presently. Actually, it's a 10-year Canadian whiskey. It's got really cool characteristics of like butterscotch, vanillins, mm. uh, a little bit of cherry. It's not really what you'd come to traditionally expect from a Canadian whiskey, but they had a really fucking cool party. They had a three-piece hot jazz band down here in the... Guitar, um, stand-up, bass, and clarinet. It was hell amazing. Yeah, yeah down here oh, in the, uh, yeah. the the chambers at Club Caraway. And they had flappers and a cocktail list. I, I helped them engineer one of their cocktails, which was really fun. Uh, they had food. It was it was a lot of fucking fun. I just wanted to call out that, that we enjoyed that party together. It was a good time. Well, and we do That's have the bottle gorgeous. here. So, MJ, if you do feel yeah. like having some whiskey, I wouldn't mind popping that. Because I agree with you, Charles. Mm-hmm. I was... My... My idea of what I thought a 10-year Canadian whiskey would taste mm. like was wildly different than what this was. I was expecting a high-rye, spicy big boy. Thin. And what this ended up being to me was like a lot of the rich notes that I love out of a bourbon. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Coming through. And I kind of raised an eyebrow about um, the name. Like calling it Souvenir, my, my brain was like, oh, that's what you buy at like a gift shop for like, you know, a couple bucks or whatever. But it it... Um, references a uh, hundred years ago during prohibition yes. that was the code word that people would use if, if you went up to canada oh like bring me back a souvenir oh and it yeah. was bring back some whiskey because we can't buy it here and now it's weed right well, and at least it used to be not for <laughs> long motherfucker yeah yeah <laughs> so it our way <laughs> but uh but yeah so there was a whole bourbon trail um you know in addition to the stuff that was coming across the great lakes and coming up from chicago and milwaukee there was also a huge route of bootlegging coming down from canada down the north shore and then oh, through wild. duluth and through the port in duluth Oh hell yeah! So this is referencing the all the souvenirs that the lovely Canadian folk were, were <laughs> yeah. sending our our brethren hundred years that. ago. 
It's a great story. Well, I'll, I'm happy to try it later, but guys, I am not a corporate stooge, okay? I'm going to be ruthless. <laughs> they're I'm gonna not taste a sponsor, it. so oh, they're you not. have to be nice. Oh, so shit, they my bad. One. <laughs> Wait, so someone's just giving us free booze. What I no, like yeah, to say is, just, guys, I nice. can't wait to hit the notes of cherry that you just mentioned. <laughs> I cannot. Ooh, yeah, I can, I can, my soft palate's excited. <laughs> the what other do, thing what we, we need to uh, touch upon Yeah, man, vacation mode. We're, uh, we've been oh, really, really steady with the release of our episodes, but we have a spring break week next week. Take Fucking off to Europe. Uh, only yep. if you're over 18. Only if you're over 18. <laughs> Take your top <laughs> Please. Off. Fuck off, Eric James. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, am, I am currently on vacation mode right now. You are. This is the last thing that I have to do uh, before, that I have to do, yeah. before I board a plane with my incredible wife and her mother and my mother. Wow. And we are, are they together? Them. They are not. Oh, okay. Uh, but we are taking them to Norway, <laughs> and it will be, it's, it's kind of a, a cool dynamic because my yeah. mother-in-law uh, has, I believe, only been to Mexico. She has never crossed the sea. And she has a lot of lineage from yeah, Norway. Yeah, it's intense. And my wow. mom has traveled all around the world, but has never made it to the homeland. She no went way. To, she went to Sweden, where part of our family is from. She went to Sweden five or six years ago for like three days. So she got to see a little bit of it. But uh, I'm really excited. I've talked about it a lot on the show that I used to live there. And uh, as I, I, this was supposed to happen in 2020. So three years later to actually have this happen. What took so long? What happened? Uh, people got bored. Like a lot of people were like, eh, I don't want to go outside anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I remember the boredom. Yeah, yeah, you know, like breath killed people. So that was <laughs> not good. Oh, yeah. that old thing. So yeah. we, we kept dentine. moving in. Yeah. Well, and we all know like how. Aiming for the dentine sponsor. <laughs> oh, it's all I could come up with. Yeah, aim higher, buddy. I promise you. <laughs> oh, that would be great because fake cinnamon makes my mouth go numb. So that yeah. would just be really heavy. You know, like the, yeah. the, the, the big numbers of capitalism out here. Disney Plus, Coca-Cola, dentine. Dentine. Oh, yeah. Ice, especially. <laughs> Do you guys still have that 1987 money? Can we have some of that? Yeah, could we Just please? Bigger. Yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah, excited. I get when, to, when do you leave? Uh, like tomorrow Literally. afternoon. Yeah. Wow, tomorrow. Yeah. So, so uh, as this episode airs, I will be overseas. Yeah, you might even be like king by then, right? I hope so. Because I'm assuming they, they do it by height. Uh, well, that's the problem is if that's the case, I'm going to lose. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I was going to say. You're, yeah. <laughs> I'm average. Sorry, yeah. Which is great. That is wild. And then they just see how wide I am. They go, oh, he's American. I'm definitely <laughs> going to cut out the, that audio clip. I'm average. Yeah, I'm average. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, he just said that into the mic. Should we get into it? Yeah, what are, we, what are we sipping yeah. on here? Woo! Yeah, we're starting out. Uh, mm. We had Jeff Rogers from Dashfire on the program a few months back, pr- just prior to them opening their Elusive by Dashfire cocktail room here in uh, Minneapolis. Which is stunning! Yeah, I I'm went there for a um, surprise birthday party a couple weeks ago, and uh, Jeff sent me home with a bottle of one of the Amaros that he brought that we shared together that is now commercially packaged. This is the Rhubarbo. Rhubarbo is Barbo. not uh, the name of a, uh, an old um, uh, samurai or... Or, <laughs> <laughs> or a vaudeville act. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the old Rhubarbo. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a spirit that contains a, a cardamom, orange peel, rhubarb root, Sugar, it's really fucking good. Yeah. And I thought maybe this would be a nice way for us to start off sipping. Cool, Wait, buddy. <clears throat> when you said that you brought the Rebarbo, I, I said something about that sounds like a cool old Italian guy's name. I just figured out <laughs> what my brain was referencing. Do you guys remember the movie Carlito's Way with Al yeah. Pacino? Oh, yeah. And uh, Sean Penn, right? Yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris Penn? Sean Penn? <clears throat> um, was it? Penn and I Teller? Thought- 
I think it might have been Penn and Teller. Yeah, yes. that's who it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That little guy He's talked way too much in that. Yeah, it was, but there's it was a, there's a breakout a, role for him. There's a scene where the, there's a uh, an older rotund man who owns the nightclub, and and Al Pacino's yelling at him, and he says, "You got to wake up in a trunk. Only you won't wake up." And then he goes, "People will walk by and say, what's that smell?'" He goes, "Oh, that's Sasso. Used to be Ron." And I just want to put <laughs> Rubarbo in there, like. What's that smell? Oh, that's rhubarbo. Used to be Ron. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think you're really, you're really helping the brand here. Keeping yeah. the streak alive of terrible impressions. <laughs> that was a decent Pacino impression. It's just the fact that Not you bad. chose a movie that almost no one else watched except for someone who was like, man, everyone's got a Scarface poster. Fuck that. I'm there's, getting the Carlitos <laughs> Way poster. Like, there's one dude out there who's like, Benny Blanco from the Bronx, and I'm with you, man. John Leguizamo. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, do love me some John Leguizamo, too. Johnny L, that's my guy. <laughs> Big time. Seriously, love that guy. Let's, uh, let's uh, cheers. Cheers, friends. Cheers, fellas. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Mm. Mm. God damn, that shit's good. Wow. Mm. That's dangerous. So good. Who starts it off? Do you? That's you, Quam. I turned my phone off. Hold on. <laughs> this, uh, is the, this is the beautiful part of it. I was just so... I'll go first. So excited <laughs> for your karaoke discussion. Oh, exciting. Uh, all right. Well, we do uh, we do live in an area of the world that gets all four seasons turned to eleven. Yes, and uh, it got really warm, and then it got really cold. And today we had a beautiful day of sun, and the temperature is creeping back up. Hopefully, slowly but surely, for good. I get really excited because my entire world <clears throat> changes around when it's beautiful out. And as we yeah. have a summer approaching, MJ, I was wondering, mm. what are you the most excited to eat or drink this coming summer? And it could be something you prepare yourself. It could oh, be man. something that you get excited to go get and sit outside and experience the weather. That's a great question. Um, yeah, I gosh. Thought of it. Yeah, well, that's why. <laughs> I'm average. I'm just going to play that after every time you say something relatively. I'm average. <clears throat> yeah, well, I thought of this question, so I'm average. Um, gosh, I think one of my favorite things to make, I made a couple years ago, is a uh, watermelon quinoa feta salad. Get it. With yes. uh, fresh mint. Yes. And uh, it's simple, but God damn, is it amazing. And and it really does come down to the watermelon. Because if you get like, you know, it's too, um, you know, clear and watery or just rough. If you get a damn good watermelon, not too ripe. By right, because it can't be gotta, mealy. Yeah, you got to keep it consistent. Got to have that crunch. Um, but yeah, preparing that with um, some fresh mint and then the feta cheese and then, you know, a big batch of quinoa. Just like a light bit of salt. I use a lot of black truffle sea salt. Big Ooh, fan of that. Hell yeah. Can't stop myself. It's addictive. Mm. I would uh, tell people about it, which I, I guess I am now. If, in case you haven't had it, <laughs> um, go get it and then uh, I'm sorry. You'll just keep getting it over and over again. <laughs> I can't go back to regular salt. It's yeah. black truffle salt only. <laughs> yeah, and everything. It's just, it's insane. I, I, I tried a little bit of my uh, a roommate I had back in the day and he um, he's like, yeah, try this, man. I've had it for a couple of years. Just you know, sprinkle on a little bit and a month later, it was gone, and I was like, "I'm so sorry." He's like, "He's like, I've had that for two years." <laughs> so you're um, like, "Lucky for you, I'm a comedian, so we can have all the truffles, salt, weed." Yeah, want. don't you worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As soon as I get my uh, the other half of my cell phone bill, bill paid <laughs> with this gig I'm doing, the sprinkle um, truffle salt everywhere. You, yeah, exactly. It's like the most expensive thing about me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like even the shirt I'm wearing right now, I've had since like high school. But that like, is that is a boss post. flex that like the salt that you use to garnish. Yeah, yeah, yeah the most expensive shit. Well, they the they fucked me up because they do 
popcorn prices. Of course. And you go online, like, I was just like, oh, let me replace that for you. I'm so sorry. And it was like, yeah, the container's like 12 bucks. I'm like, 12 bucks for something? What the fuck? Then it's like, well, I mean, double the size, only 16. I was like, well, I guess, <laughs> well, he's got to he's eat. I got to eat. And then I was like, well, actually, hang on. It's only thirty for a pound. I mean, I'm basically making money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now I, I I I sell it too. I'm a, I'm a bit of a dealer. Yeah, it's cool. I roll it up. I break it down to grams for everybody. And uh, the last thing that's not legal in Minnesota. Yeah, no just, kidding, man. It's just around. cruising around with the, the little tuner yeah. baggies of trouble. Yeah. If you ever go to the Armory and uh, you're you're seeing an, you know, an EDM show and you're rolling hard and some dude just you know gives you a little capsule and, and it's just pure salt and black truffle. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, it's 20 bucks well spent. you hear someone coughing uncontrollably like <laughs> yeah. 30 feet away, they snorted some truffle salt. I do like the idea of somebody just, just rubbing granular salt into their gums as like a little gummer, just like, ow, yeah. oh God, it hurts the more it rubs. Yeah, That's hilarious. I've great. never done that. I've never yeah. done that with truffle salt. Never done it yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got Seven. a lot of time tonight, man. I'm on yeah, vacation buddy. mode. Yeah, I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be it. I would say that's the thing that I like get most excited about creating and making and sharing with people. Because it is, a, when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it sounds good, but what is that? But the savoriness of that and the feta, the way it kind of breaks down and makes the quinoa a little creamy when it sits in the fridge for a day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you, do you do anything to the quinoa when you cook it, or is it just straight up water? Just positive affirmation. <laughs> Mm. Nah, I'm like, you're, you're, a good oh, you're, you're doing great, buddy. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't, I start out that way. I go like, who's a little, but then I, I try to make it, you know, more of an adult voice. Like, like hey, talk look to at kids. everybody working like, together. Yeah. Look at you. You're kind of stewing. Hey, you know, bring your, bring your friends, you know, bring them close. You know, hey, it takes a while to affirm each grain one at a time. <laughs> it does. You know, yeah. But you don't you want know, to be unfair. Yeah. But I, I, like I said, I spent all the money on the uh, <laughs> sea salt. So <laughs> I need to, you know, really beef really up my quinoa. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just with a you know, positivity, um, yeah. but no, really, honestly, that's what I put the sea salt in there. Sometimes I will use chicken stock to mm. cook the quinoa in. Attaboy. I always use stock. Just yeah, it's quinoa, you know. Same man, but uh, there are. I love. Friends. I love quinoa, but you can make it. Yeah. you can make it taste really good because it's oh. a blank palate. I could literally just yeah eat it as is uh, sometimes, but I realize there's certain people too who also again are against eating animals for some reason. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish I didn't like certain animals. But, yeah, yeah, it would like, be a lot easier. Well, I think I, because I don't like certain animals so much, I do eat them. I'm like I just think there's too many. Yeah, um, that's our yeah. I, <laughs> I that clip. There's too many animals. I have a friend who still to this day will tell the story that he eats chicken as revenge because he got attacked by a chicken once. And so literally every time he gets chicken wings, like, fuck. That's man. amazing. Okay, this okay, this is something probably that's like a revelation to me, but it's not to anybody else. But I was thinking about this recently. We don't, we disassociate with meat in, mm-hmm. in this country, especially. Yeah. Like, we eat beef, which is cow. Yeah. And even with that, there's a spectrum. You get steak. And then even in steaks, there's ribeye. There's, you know, uh, there's filet mignon. There's like, we're, you, you separate the idea of the animal from the, the, the purchase or the, even the, the, the eating or the whatever. And it gives us a little bit of like mental break. We're like, oh, gross. I'm not going to eat the belly. I'm not going to eat tripe, but I will eat, uh, you know, a delicious, uh, you know, flank steak mm-hmm. and it's not overcooked. But we're talking about the same animal. And same thing with pig, you know, mm-hmm. pork chops, bacon. Um, like we have all these different words for this. But with chicken, we're like, nah, fuck that. Keep it racist. Chicken. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we separate it out by color. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Oh, no like, shit. Never thought about that. <laughs> we, wow. have some, we have some racial reckoning to do with how we talk about chicken. I've, wow. <laughs> Never thought about that. We also call fish what they are. We call, That's like, true. all seafood, we call what they are. But for some yeah. reason, yeah. pork, beef. Pork, beef. And then, but then chicken, right. you're like, you're just describing areas too. It's just, 
breast, thighs, leg, you know, beak even, you know, like, but with everything else, it's like, oh, well, ribs technically gets a little close, but do you want pre premium, like, you know, back ribs or do you want like the St. Louis style ribs? Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'll eat a place. You know, like you don't, <laughs> you don't think about the reality that this is that animal. I know when people say baby's back, I get really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat some of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only the only term that gets like a funky different See, thing is the Pope's hat. <laughs> Pope's nose. Or Pope's nose, yeah. Pope's hat. Yeah. Pope's hat. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. So you get excited when you hear babies back. So you you were at those same sixteen and up clubs. Dude, I was <laughs> like, right when I said that, I was like, this isn't gonna come out the way I intended. <laughs> no, that might wasn't. make it funnier, but now you've explained it and it makes it weird. <laughs> this so, is so, so Freudian. I wanna give this like a I look at I looked at this topic as a time and place proposition, not necessarily what you're consuming. So where are you consuming this? Like, are you with Ooh. the homies in your yard for a barbecue? Are you taking it somewhere? Are you yeah, on the beach? Yeah. I love sharing. Like sharing is my favorite thing to do. I like. I cook. I still cook. Like uh, it's a group of folder sisters. So I I still cook. Like there's like too many hands in this yeah, dish already. Sure. Uh, or I've like lived with roommates or partners or whatever, and like uh, I, I dated somebody who, who does not eat leftovers like at all, um, <laughs> at, at all. And I was and I knew this about them, and I was mm. like, oh, I know. But I would still make courses of like four to eight. So um, I still my favorite thing to do when I cook, cook like is a Lebanese share mom. It. What's that? You cook like a Lebanese mom. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, uh, who are the other 40 guests coming tonight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, wash your hands, everybody. And it's like just two people. Yeah. I honestly, uh, I, th- I think, yeah, sharing it, bringing it to a function, mm-hmm. letting it that be the, a part of it um, is my favorite thing to do. Uh, I would say backyard, a mm. little fire or something like that. That's a great place, especially on a day that's a little hot. You get that that cool watermelon quinoa salad. Yeah. With feta. The feta. It's important. Dude, that's the key. It's what ties it together. A little tartness True. in there, a little funk. Mm. Yeah. Man, now I mm. want that. I know. Right. Well, <laughs> I'll come back on in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Charles? What you what yeah. you looking up? I Oh. What? No, like for the summer. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, I'm really desperately craving just being on a boat and drinking alcohols. <laughs> I didn't yeah. do enough of it last summer. You know, every fall or winter, you get through the season. And I'm the kind of person that I pack in, in most people's regard, too many activities. But even then, I'm like the type of person that also regrets the things I didn't do or didn't do uh, enough of. Yeah, I got on a boat, I think, twice last spring and summer. I just didn't do it nearly as much as I would prefer to. So my brain went directly there. Like, I want to get on a boat and yeah. drink booze and probably smoke cigars. But I want to, <laughs> like, right now I'm, like, really hot on Gruners and, and Rieslings. But so, like, drinking Gruner on a hot, sunny yes, day with yes, shades yes, on, yes. Oh, hell a cigar yeah. lit, some tunes playing, maybe some shark coots are on the boat <laughs> as gotta well. Get the you know, you hear the waves, the fucking dog's trying to jump in the water, and I got to grab him by his collar. That's a that's, person, by the way. What's that? That's a that's a person. I just want to let you guys know. We call that, him the uh, dog, Charles. Yeah, yeah. Charles is a good buddy. Called the dog. He sniffs a lot of butts. It's fine. He's short. Yeah. Right. That's how he says hello. Eighteen yeah. plus butts only. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, Gruner. He's got scruples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to. Yeah, I want to drink. I want to drink Gruner on a boat. Hell yeah, man, dude. I want to be on that boat. Let's I'll bring the, I'll bring this out. Okay. Yeah, it fits yeah. right in. Let's go. Exactly. We're building a scene here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah, we're all uh, putting a picture. But what about <laughs> you, buddy? Uh, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm really excited because we didn't get a full summer with with THC beverages last year. Yeah. Uh, by the time things got to market, yeah. the weather it started to turn, and I am really excited uh, to be able to also chill on a boat, chill on a beach. 
have my feet in the water and and just get like lightly high for an afternoon or evening. That's and I'm heavenly. really excited about that because if you look at um, you know looking at our sponsors, uh, the way that their their portfolio goes from really light seltzery things to like full flavored uh, drinks from yeah. Balanced and Foundry Nation to the company that I work for, uh, Plift. We just put out a grapefruit. It actually drops Monday. Uh, that Mind is I, that's my please do I crack it. That's I'm my boat. That's my boat here drink. We go, here we go. I'm really excited about that. I think, oh, that's good. You know what's uh, crisper than Coca-Cola? Plift <laughs> <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> so it's fun for me. Like, I like the idea of that. Yeah. Where, mm. like, MJ, I feel like you can see where I'm coming from on that. Like, that tastes like summer in a can. That is fucking delicious. Yeah. Wow. I'm not so, even a fan of grapefruit, by the way. You handed me this, and I almost scoffed. But <laughs> now... I'm gonna I'm gonna drink it all. There we go. No, all it's right, really take, really mm. tasty. So that's like that's part of it for me. And then Charles, you actually mm. hit the the food item is I want to then do more active like going out places. And charcuterie is such an easy thing to bring with. You know, like you can kind of get everything pre bundled out. Yeah. You yep. know, if you put it on a board, you can just wrap it in saran wrap, or you can have it all set in like little Tupperwares. Yeah. And then go out and spread that out. That way, like What's I don't. What's the tackle box called? I forget the name. The... Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh, that's right. Shark tackle, charcuterie tackle. Well, yeah, something like well, that. People See? apparently do like the tackle boxes with all the charcuterie in it, which yeah. I think is very clever. Someone on the podcast brought that up, and I was like, oh, shit. That's yeah, I've seen those. I think yeah. I'm more like, again, I spend all my money on my sea salt with black truffles. <laughs> yeah, so uh, right. I do the bindle. Oh, yeah. I just put a bunch of dried meats and cheeses and <laughs> stuff in there, kind of wrap it up. just like Wrap it up know, in a handkerchief. Yeah, vagrant yeah. style. <laughs> you know, just very, very much. I'm very much Charlie Chaplin and the, the <laughs> tramp. When I walked down a lake of the Isles, just like, boop, 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 like all going pigeon further, further back with our movie references. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in the I silent film to, that I watched. Yeah, I can't wait to drop a people on a train reference. Yeah. You, know? like, <laughs> you guys seen moving pictures? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But one, yeah. of my, one of my favorite talkies is, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, but it kind of ties like what we were talking about kind of ties all together in that I love light, lighter things. I like lighter fare. You know, sure. I want things that are, are bright and easy to drink, uh, for beers. I'm, we're finally seeing loggers turning the turn that, of actually being popular again. Yeah. So everybody that I really love in the beer industry is putting out a pretty good lager of some type. So we got yeah, more, too, yeah, yeah. more, more pilsners, more Kolsch out there. And then, yeah, like a, a beautiful fruit salad, uh, you know, mixing in some charcuts, all that kind of stuff. I just love all of that stuff. Cause then you can kind of graze as you go. Yeah. You never get full. You're just enjoying being outside. Like yeah. I love that feel. Hell yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm just, I'm Googling charcuterie tackle box and I'm waiting how many scrolls I have to go before porn hits. <laughs> Shakuri yeah. Tackle Box sounds like an improv group. For sure. <laughs> 100%. The, the hey Snackle Box. Snackle the box. Snackle Box. That might have been Jeff Rogers, too, was, actually. I think you're correct. Yeah, and we're drinking his fucking booze right There's now. There's so it's... many dumb ideas that I love and I hear and I get actually mad. I'm like, I, that could have been me. Yep. I could have uh, said it out loud one time. And the answer to the question is four thumb scrolls before we get to porn. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I am not going to click on that link because I don't want to know what their version of oh, I'll do it. Box Give is. me your phone. I'll no, do we're it good. You. We're good. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> It'll save you. Sounds like some German porn. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. well, Snack is not spelled how you think. Yeah. <laughs> it also has a different meaning. Mm-hmm. Well, I drank Box of three axes. I drank my uh, yeah, rhubarbo. Same. Used, same. Used to be Ron. What do we want to drink next? Uh, All of it. Well, you know what, MJ? It's up to you. Do you yeah. want to dip into the whiskey or do you want to dip into the tequila? Um, 
I've spent the last um, five years dipping into the tequila, ah. um, but before that, it was all whiskey. So let's go whiskey. All right, we're going to go whiskey. Let's do some whiskey. So we're going to bust out that, uh, that souvenir, that 10-year uh, Canadian. Yeah. Who, again, not know. paying us for this. Right. They're just very nice and cool. That's why we're not going to characterize it oh, twice. That, <laughs> right. That thunk, when you uh, pull the cork from a bottle. It's a wonderful sound. That same, uh, that same best friend who um, contemplated life and death for the chicken. Um, that is one of our favorite sounds. We're both bartenders, and we both love a good old, you know, thunk. Yeah. And there'd be times where uh, we were roommates for a while, and, you know, one of us would have a harder day than the other or something. And on the other side of our door, you would just hear the thunk, you know, uh, <laughs> and you'd just hear uproarious laughter from the other side, and then automatic, like, give me some. There, there was a, uh, <laughs> years and years and years ago, there was a nightclub that I ran the music for, and we did DJs and live music sort of back and forth. Cool. And uh, we would get cover bands to come in, and you know, so they would basically <laughs> play only, like, the smashes. Of course. And then, so they do, like, a half an hour, and the DJ would do a half an hour, go back and forth like that. And um, end of the night would roll around on a Saturday, and usually we'd give the guys an option. They could leave right away on Sunday, or they could stay till Monday. Sure. Uh, and so as we got to know the guys more that we were booking, cause they were all from out of town. Uh, it was like, Oh, let's have Sunday to actually hang out. So yeah. a Saturday night turned into everybody stays at the bar till like 4am. Uh-huh. And then, you know, as bartenders and servers are a creative adjacent field, there were a lot of people that had musical talent. Yeah. So people would get up and, and, and play and all that shit. And we had a, a very nice bottle of whiskey was given to us by our, our rep uh, back in the day. And let's just say I worked at a kind of place that didn't have a lot of corks in things. <laughs> and this was a corked bottle of whiskey. And so I came out and my microphone was still on. And so I pulled that no cork way. out. And the guys immediately went into I Feel the Pain by Dinosaur Jr., which actually starts with pulling the cork out of a bottle. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, you go that. back and listen to that. That's how it starts. And they all looked at each other yeah. and just went right into it. One that's of those perfect fucking awesome. Moments. Yeah, that's an unmistakable sound. So there's a social component to Club Caraway where we are uh, presently and where we record all of our episodes uh, present day. And we just onboarded a new member who just joined the social club. Uh, I was remarking to him how um, we work here, like a lot of us work here. I work here bringing the laptop. I can smoke cigars and drink, yeah. and you can use it as a, a work away from your office space or your home office space. And I was telling him uh, when we're working together on Fridays, and there's you know, between four and, I don't know, ten people down here smoking cigars on their laptops, that the first person, no matter what time it is, usually it's like sometime after 3 p.m. Sure. So it could be 3.15, it could be 3.47. The first person who's brave enough to go over to the liquor cart and Dude. everyone in the room, regardless of the other sounds in the room, hears that thunk. Yep. And you hear all the clamshells <laughs> of the laptops. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> everyone gets up, grabs a glass. It's, it's pretty much like uh, Pavlov's dog. Like, in- instantly, there's that Pavlovian response. Like, yeah. Oh, it's okay. The work week's over? It's time. All right. All the go. computers <laughs> just do a slow clap real quick. Clap. Yeah, clap. Seriously, <laughs> that's what it's like. I mean, I, I identified it one day, having heard it before, but I wanted to see if it was going to happen. And... Uh, Former multiple-time guest of the program, Nathan Beck, uh, walked over to the cart, and I knew it was about to happen, so I looked around the room, and 
thunk, and I saw uh, three clamshells go. <laughs> and I was like, it does work every time. It's every, like a yeah, magic dude. trick. Yeah. I bet someone was like, oh, shit, I didn't save that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I can't help myself. Call the wilds if you Don't will. Don't worry about it on Monday. <laughs> Come on, autosave. Come on, autosave. <laughs> oh, shit, we just wrote a commercial for our newest sponsor. There it That's is. right. Hey, when you got to close your clam. That's probably not. Done. Pull wait, the cord, okay. close the clamp. So we got oh, wait, two we sponsors. <laughs> two and one. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Cheers. All right, the souvenir. The two and one thing can also be taken the wrong way after that. <laughs> that is smooth, oh, right? Me. Holy shit! Yeah, isn't it good? That's ten years aged. Yeah, yeah and really the, the MSRP, like they said, they've been seeing that around like sixty bucks. I think that's an incredible deal. For a wow. ten year aged whiskey to be that in, in this market. As a good sipper. Like that's what with a, the price of gas and all. Yeah, you can use this to fill your car. <laughs> As evidenced by the party, that you can make a nice cocktail with it. But yeah. uh, I yeah. found myself, you know, I sipped on um, one of the cocktails, the one that I helped uh, Jillian come up with, and then I kind of just want to revert back to having it on a rock or having it neat, which is how my experience was with it prior. And I was just like I don't really want anything else. I just want this. I just want to sip on this. Yeah. Was, the, was the cocktail it's that you fantastic. made the one with uh, Luxardo in it? Yeah. Yeah, that was delightful. Yep. That yeah, was yeah. the only cocktail that I had. I just was like, I. Same. If I we're talking about glasses. this whiskey, I just want to drink the whiskey. Those like yeah. saucer coupes, the super wide ones, they were really hard to walk down the stairs with, but they just looked beautiful. It was like this smoky gray glass. They were they were really nice. It was the, the, the biggest diameter I think I've ever seen on like, yeah. a, a martini or a coupe. It was just massive. So everybody's like- A couple people fell in. It looked like the, um, the was it back channel brewing that does the bowl of IPA that's just like the massive like surface area? Yes. That's kind of yes. what it looked like. <laughs> All right. MJ. Yeah, so we, me, we haven't ado- We haven't done a version of this for some time, but we've had similar topics in the past. Name some stuff that you hate that everyone else likes. <laughs> <laughs> ben Quam. Done. Next. We said that yeah. everyone else likes. Oh, Just you're to right. be a con- <laughs> uh, contrarian. What do you like that everyone else hates? That's what I mean. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was starting the top of the list when I was younger, at least. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Uh, man, um, that everyone likes. You think? Hold on. While you're thinking about that, I just have to say that was the weirdest. So I had a, when I, when I moved home from Norway, I'm thinking about this because I'm obviously going, that was one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around is when I had left, Blink-182 was like a fun punk band that me and some of my friends knew about and Mm -hmm. like went and saw at a not sold out small theater. Yeah. And boy bands were like a thing that kids listened to. And that was it. Go to Norway and- Internet radio hadn't really happened yet, so none of the things that were breaking in the U.S. were breaking in in Europe, really, with the exception of, like, Dr. Dre, Chronic 2001. Most, I I was completely out of the loop. So I get home, and I'm in the car with my buddy, because, of course, my buddies are waiting for me, and they're like, we're going out partying. So we're in the car, I'm like, what did I miss? And my friend, without missing a beat, goes... Backstreet Boys are the biggest band on earth, and Blink-182 is doing stadium tours. And I was like, what? How? What? And then they put on I Want It That Way. They're like, this is the biggest song ever. How have you not heard it? I'm like, I, I don't know. I had a really tough time, like, navigating that. Yeah. Like, and they're like, yeah, literally everyone on earth listens to Blink-182 now. I'm like, what? Wait, you know what? The, the expression of the frog in boiling water? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, you, got, you got tossed in a pot of boiling exactly. water. I was like, what the fuck? This water's The rest of us just slow cooked ourselves, essentially. <laughs> no, I, um, gosh, I... 
I guess can I ask you do uh, qualifiers? Do you mean like um like like cultural or anything. media media anything? Yeah. Things that people like. I don't. Oh, spicy food. Uh, I like. Okay, that's that's. I shouldn't say that. I we just lost <laughs> listeners. What I mean is, I enjoy the experience. I just heard of a lot of clam shells spicy. Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In so many ways, my friend. In so many ways. Uh, I, I I got a little soapboxy the night with that same friend. Uh, we still hang out, and um, uh, she loves spicy food. And many people who do are like, <laughs> pussy. Whenever I'm whenever I, whenever I'm just like, oh no, I can't really. My body doesn't. I can't handle it or whatever. I just never had any training growing up, and I like the spiciest thing I had was like Velveeta when I had like little <laughs> some chili peppers <laughs> in it. You know, like it was oh, bullshit. Pimento um, flakes. Yeah, exactly. Literally pimento flakes, and I was like, oh, these are ew, these are hot. Um, like I enjoy the experience in my mouth. I like the the full head sweat that I get as a beautiful bald man. You know, I mean, Charles, you understand, right? I mean, Ben, sometimes yeah. when you want to, yeah. you shave it. Uh, but no, like there's something great about that, right? And the moment it passes my throat, it's all problems. Uh, and if you want to isolate that sound clip, so do you wine, do you wine judge Thai food? You just spit it into a. I do. Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I go so like on the, uh, level one through five. I go six. I'm brave. I'm doing this for the gram. Do you have a Do you have a bucket? A spit bucket that I can yeah, use? Yeah, exactly. No, I literally go zero or one, uh, and then okay. I, I make a face like don't don't hurt me, and they're like, okay, uh, we yeah. won't. But it, it, it's this weird thing that I run into where it's not just a preference on food anymore. It is you are a fucking. Poop. Like everyone I talk to like spicy food does it in like a masochistic sort of way almost that they're like, oh, dude, nothing is too hot for me. That's so rude. I just did it in my brain. I didn't say I, it. It's okay, buddy. I know. It's okay. I mean, I, I appreciate you holding your reserve. <laughs> I felt the, 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 the I can I can be vulnerable here in the space. I appreciate that. But um, it's it's literally like the moment I swallow, uh, this, again, isolate this clips. Um, the moment I swallow, it's a problem. Uh, my, I get heartburn like right away, right? Really? Yeah. Uh, like almost right away, right? And then my stomach's all like, what is this? We don't know how to handle this uh, yeah. at all. And then uh, the rest of my system. You're a Pepto Just as bad. Big time, dude. The next yeah. morning, I'm literally shitting fire. It's absolutely terrible. You're a walking terrible. Pepto commercial. Yeah. And, I, and I, I wish, I wish I had more of an affinity for it. I really do wish that. And I know it does come down to like training kind of or like um, tolerance. Mm-hmm. But I never had. I've just like out the race, the gun went off and I'm still in the stable. You know, like everyone's up there eating like fucking like extreme brand new peppers that they're creating now to yeah. like be in the Scoville level that you can't even comprehend and I'm still yeah. sitting here like ooh one day Sriracha and I are going to be good I swear you know like there's also though like it literally could be a chemical thing in your body where it's just not going to yeah. work the same way that Thank some you. people can't tolerate it does like you know wheat or whatever it may be yeah but do you, do you feel the urge to say you little bitch at the end no, of that right now because no, no, that's what I usually experience like hey man it could be just a chemical thing you little bitch and uh, I uh, no I uh, A more spicy for me okay uh, hell yeah B uh, I I I don't think, like, I grew up with a very, very mild palate. Like, I did not, spicy food was not a thing for me until I was at least in college. Sure. Uh, And, like, I remember the first time I ever had Thai food. I was 19, I think. And it it took a while for me to get there. But the only thing that I had, the only hurdle I had to cross was how my mouth felt. Like everything sure. else, we were good. Sure. So it was just that that took some training. Right. Was to and get that's my palate different to that point, right? Yeah. Because there's they say that it's almost like a binary proposition where um, the actual like flavor component and the consumption of it and the enjoyment of it, never mind the biological response, that the human brain can go one of two ways: exhilaration, oh. like this is dangerous and fun, 
or danger. This is oh, no. Oh, this yeah. hurts me. But you're having a biological response. I have friends who used to love spicy food yeah. that can no longer eat it, and they're miserable because they used to eat it all the time. Oh, yeah, that'd be more And now they're like, I just can't. I wish I could, but yeah. I basically have to eat it on the toilet, and then I'm going to yeah. have to stay in there for 12 hours. And honestly, to me... I know it's weird, but they sound like pussies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah, funny part is actually, I, I hope they're listening. I yeah, think yeah, it was. Yeah, you get them, buddy. MJ, legit, I think last week was when it happened. A dude got ratioed to fucking Saturn on Twitter because he, he said, be real. All you assholes who are like, I love spicy food. You're just doing it to show off. You don't actually like it. No one actually likes it. Why would anybody You're a fucking that? idiot. Yeah. And it was hilarious reading the responses from people because some of them were the knuckle draggy, like, fuck off. Bleh. Yeah. And, but a lot of people were like, Oh no, you just, your body processes it differently. Yeah. I, I do. Like I feel, and I get the same up from capsaicin, from wasabi, from anything. My Ooh. brain releases endorphins. Like when, sure. when the minute I start right. sweating, I get a little bit high because of how good it feels <laughs> in my system. And I love that feeling. Amen. And I will continue to, to challenge my system in that way. And there are times where I'm like, nope, I went too far. I don't taste anything anymore. This sucks. And yeah. then I'm sad. Because yeah. it's not about the spice, it's about the flavor. It, that's a little component of the entire thing. I want the bite to be perfect. And if I yeah. go too far, then, it's, then it also ruins it for me. That's something that I always, like, to me, like, automatically, like, put, my friend put a bunch of fucking Tabasco in, like, a mac and cheese, the craft mac, it was, like, 39 cents, and he, like, put, like, a half bottle of Tabasco in it, and I thought he was just fucking with me, and like, no, that's, like, genuinely how he enjoys it. Yeah. He loves that shit. But it blows me away how much culturally that has become this sort of staple of, like, Psh, yeah, <laughs> you can't handle this, you know, and, and really, genuinely, no, I cannot. But that's also anything that, that becomes trendy, because yeah. I remember when IPAs first took off, Oh the, God! Yeah. All the bros that got into it were like, "Whatever, you're just too much of a pussy. You can't fucking." You can handle a triple. This hop. is real beer, and you're yeah. like, "Well, no, it's just up to what people like." Yeah. Sure. Well, my friends recently, um, uh, she was like, "Yeah, well, my roommate and his friends and his girlfriend, uh, they got like the hot ones challenge. They got from you know like the, all the hot sauces. They're yeah. gonna eat them." And I was like, right. "In my mind, immediately, my first thought was like, why? They're not important." <laughs> they don't, they're not dropping an album. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I think there's value in every human, but I'm like, the point of that uh -huh. torture is to see like how uh, Jeff Goldblum is going to do yeah, yeah. being wacky when it's too hot. You know, like it's like you yes, watch people yes, go through yes, the breaking yes, yes, point. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's, I love that. I watch that all the time. I love it. It's right. great. Great interview questions. Great stuff happening there. But I'm like, what are they going to ask each other? Like, Hey, like, well, did you like, your Chevy Cavalier when you had it? Like, what is the, what, what's going to happen in this conversation? When I asked you what you wanted to have dinner last night and you said you don't care, is it because you don't care about us? Yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing about hot food is that it's not something like the, okay, it's not something someone does to show other people how cool they are, but they right. may judge other people if they don't also do it. Yeah. But no one's doing it in spite of themselves. Some people do it because of pressure. Mm -hmm. Like, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, sure, I'll have some of those wings. And they're like, yeah. I got to go home and shit my brain. I'm not out. a baby. But no one eats <laughs> hot food and like tells people, look, Watch I'm eating eat. the hot food yeah. because <laughs> it this makes me who I am. This characterizes me. Yeah. I I'm don't that have person. A, yeah. I only have a couple hot takes on Star Wars and this. That's, a, that's my whole personality. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's I, level. There are some people probably who do that. I, just, <laughs> definitely I don't people. think that a I lot of people I immediately thought do of three other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people do it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. But I think, yeah, I guess that's that's for me the thing. I, and I, again, you said hate, and that's a weird way. I don't, I don't hate it, but my body does. Like If I'm eating something and it's way too spicy, I'm like, well, that's kind of ruined for me now like i genuinely like can't go further i think that's real yeah, yeah i'm just being a sassy bitch anyways because oh, we're, I love a, it. we're a big don't 
uh, yuck my yum yeah, kind man. of family here. Same, same buddy. And so, you know, even if we're talking shit on stuff, we're not saying, like, you should not enjoy that thing. Of course. Of course. Because everybody likes something different. Whatever you're putting in your mouth, as long as you're excited about that going in your mouth, we're good. It's, it's your mouth. There's it's your so mouth. many clips from this episode I that I already automatically <laughs> love. We're going to chop it up very different. I'm wondering now, and uh, don't spoil it for me, and also don't feel like you have to add it, but do you, I wonder if one of the next questions is going to be, what's something that you love that everyone hates? Um, no, we try no? not to double up yeah, on we try like not the to double same up. topic. Yeah, right, fine, next time. We'll, we'll save that one, yeah, another in 30 case, episodes. We'll I, have I'll just slide mine in. I would say the thing I love that everyone else is. Yeah, Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> All the original programming. You got the Marvel stuff. <laughs> the Marvel stuff? This is why they're not coming to you. Yeah, of course. The yeah. Marvel stuff. The Marvel Cinematic Universe at your fingertips? Yeah. That's how you do it, Ben. Yeah. yeah. Marvel stuff. Because <laughs> everyone uses their fingertips so Marvel much. Stuff. <laughs> Marvel stuff. Uh, uh, what do I What do Yeah, I what do you hate that everyone loves? Uh, you know, I... <sighs> frosting, man. Ooh. I don't fucking Ooh. get it. I, I, there, there are certain things, okay, like a, a really well done buttercream frosting on like mm. a cupcake from a bakery. Mm. I'm like, okay, I get it. But that's because bakeries usually get, if you go to a nice bakery, they get the ratio of, of starch to sugar pretty decently. Cakes at birthday parties, I, uh, I don't understand. Like, the actual happy birthday song, I don't know if anyone actually likes it, but I fucking hate that song so much. And wow. I, the whole, the whole thing. And then like, if I, like, I literally will cut all the frosting off the cake and just eat the cake. Wow. Same. And that's it. I, I don't care for it. I don't get it. I don't understand. Like when people are like, Oh, give me the end piece. I want all that. Like that to me, that's way too yeah. much. That's diabetes. That. Yeah. People, you want the corner slice? I'm like, no, I want to live another t- extra five years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, trust me, I'm already redlining in a lot of other categories. Same, so buddy. I want to try and fucking squeeze a little something in. But I, Every time I watch people like fight over those corner pieces and yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. Like I, again, whatever makes you happy, cool. But yeah. I don't, if, if I could have no cake ever again for the rest of my life, I wouldn't bat a fucking eye. Yes. I hate and if cake. I never it's, heard that yeah, song same. one more time, I, I absolutely the same way. hate cake. It's, it's because of the frosting, but I don't want the other part. The other part's nothing to me. Yeah. You so don't I like just, the spongy the sugar? Cake. No, <laughs> miss me with that. Well, I'd see, then the, the spongy sugar, that goes back into years, literally ago, uh, we had um, the crew from Opera Plot Happy Hour on yeah. the show, and uh, Tina, one of the hosts, uh, we bonded over the fact that we both love foods that slowly disappear while they're in your mouth, like Cheetos, Ooh. and cake falls under that category, where if you chew cake like three or four times, it's just a slurry. So true. And I'm all about that. I like food that doubles up when it's in your mouth, you know, that... Uh, <laughs> It just gets bigger and bigger, yeah. and it gets more. Like, I eat a lot of like those little dino guys. Like, Dude, they're so yeah. good, right? Mm. Especially if you throw a little truffle salt on there. Oh man, yeah. please, please. You ever Dude, have a assume that everything I use has? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how we make our dirty martinis here. It's just a bunch of sea monkeys. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need, dude. Charles, what oh, do you hate? Yeah, man. What do you that everyone loves? The see, fact that they 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 run away from your house as you make jokes. Nigiri. <laughs> I ate a lot of shit. Yeah. I hate a lot of shit. Uh, how about top five um, things you hate? That oh, you wants. want top five? Most of them I already talked about. Short wearing shorts, water sports, uh, dancing. Oh, even more specific. Water, yeah, water sports. Both versions of water sports. All of them. All right. but, yeah. You know, take your pick. Um, so you prefer to have your shorts off, uh, dry, 
<laughs> here's, okay, here, here's one that I'll touch on that I probably haven't talked about. But no, maybe I have. I don't know. I don't like when people put shit in coffee because uh, I'm a coffee purist. I like okay, how coffee yeah. tastes. So can I taste the coffee, please? I I understand that it's almost like, you know, we're drinking the souvenir whiskey neat, and I would rather have it neat because I like how it tastes. Sure. But there are whiskeys that you want to make a cocktail with. I understand that. But I don't want to drink the coffees that, to me, are of a quality that you're, you have to put a bunch of stuff in them to yeah. be able to consume it. I also don't like sugar, and I don't like drinking milk. So Fair. I don't like when uh, you, t- especially, I mean, let's let's deduce it to this. If you took a really great coffee, mm-hmm. uh, natural, natural process Ethiopian, and uh, say I had that at my house, and I brewed it up in my Chemex, and I had a friend over for coffee, and they're like, yeah, great. Could you dump a bunch of sugar and dairy into it? I'd be like, no, I can't. I'm going to give you a cup of chocolate milk on the side. You drink this <laughs> yeah. and enjoy right. it. Yeah. And I mean, I have done that. You know, sure. I have made coffee for someone and they ask for stuff in it. And I but never again. have really nice coffee. Yeah. Then it's <laughs> like, okay, this wasn't the coffee to use for this particular oh, scenario. God. But I really love coffee and I, it's more... It, it, it's not like, I hate that people do that. It's sure. I hate it for me. And I think a lot of people might discover that there's a great deal of nuance in an entire universe of flavor that can be found in really well-produced, well-grown and well-roasted coffees. Totally, yeah. That would make yeah. you kind of like cock your head and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's it, just so know, many the, notes as certain wines. Yeah, so I, I think maybe, um, I guess the, the negative aspect, I would say, for people who exclusively do the sugar cream uh, uh, treatment for their coffee is give a good coffee a shot and see if you can derive anything from it that you enjoy without the additives. If you still say, fuck this, you know, hey, more power to you because actually your coffee is a lot cheaper than mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't use the great stuff. Use the, yeah. you know, use the okay stuff. And you don't need dump all that stuff in there. It's kind of like when I when mix cocktails with somebody, they're like, you know, like I want to do a margarita. And I'm like, okay, you have a preference on the tequila? And, and and they're like, yes, I want this one. And I'm like, that's a $12, you know, shot. There's like, what's the point? You're yeah. about to mix it with like sour and simple syrup. Everything like, that's going to kill all like, the, the nuanced flavors yeah, in that. Yeah, and I'm like, I know that you like brand loyalty or maybe you just know it's a, you know, premium quality, whatever it might be. But I look at them, I'm like, dude, just fucking like, you don't have to go for Jose, but you can go for like Alhimador or something in the middle. Like you don't have to spend the $12 on this. Or it's, it's Carl Malone. Yeah, <laughs> I always loved in the nightclub days the people that would get when when Red Bull exploded everywhere. The people that would get like a super fine spirit and then they would just pour a can of Red Bull in it. Oh my god, yeah. They're like, well, no, I really want the quality. I'm like, can you tell me eight of the chemicals that are in the Red Bull you're pouring in there? Because <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to go ahead and say you don't know any of the quality in there. I also just love that taurine, which is essentially a synthetic bull semen uh, yep. that is used primarily in Spain and Spanish culture as well with the matadors. Though, like the matador gets to eat the balls. That's why it's in. called. Taurine. Right, Taurine, Taurus, Taurine. And, and there's so many just these, you know, just investment baker bros and like getting all, like, yeah, book a Red Bull, bro. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, babe, you drinking jizz, man. Let's like, go. just call it what it is. Enjoy that. Like, it's a synthetic bull semen, essentially. It's virility and it's great. Uh, and <laughs> that's why it's a thing. It got created because they're like, man, there's not enough balls going around. We need that's to make yeah, our own. Clearly the problem. And uh, I wish they had more than two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I don't want to have to kill a whole bull for this. So, it's just if interesting to me it, that people come. get that. <laughs> they, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, because then they will come because it's synthetic now, so the bulls have their <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm out of here. Oh, Slowly yeah. backs oh, out wait, of here. Wait, wait, Charles is leaving. <laughs> uh, by the way, I know we did it full nude last time. But Charles, remember, got, you got fully naked from what I remember listening to oh, yeah. uh, oh, <laughs> last yeah. time. So. You can't say, I just have my dick out right now, so it's fine. I know. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, for those of you listening at home. <laughs> well, the fact that you had to out. state that you knew. <laughs> yeah, oh. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I just want to, I, I want to support you, buddy. What's one thing I hate that everyone loves? Ben's dick. Uh, <laughs> With the back of your hand or the front? <laughs> I do love the idea that, from given the angle, it would just, like, periscope up if I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey! Wait, compared to what? <laughs> what does it normally <laughs> do? <laughs> it just looks down at the ground sad. Yeah, my dick's like a divining rod. I, uh, <laughs> it's just kind of leaves it to find water and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remember not to dig with it. Um, oh, yeah. again? That's what the doctor says. <laughs> Juan, what do you uh, fucking hate? Yeah. And want no one to ever do again? I, I thought it was frosting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The frosting Which is image. funny because the I thing that I hate. I this topic oh, so much. Okay. It's, the thing that, it's the thing that I hate and the thing that you hate. Like, it's yeah. just frosting in coffee. It's hate, basically hate, the same hate, thing. Hate, hate, hate. Sugar, yeah, is. sugar and spice yeah. and everything nice. So, uh, wait, hang on. I have a, I have a side question. <gasps> what about those cakes that have, like, a picture on them, like, of somebody, right? Delicious. It's like them as a little bit. Now, now or like a design or whatever. And I've been like a little superstitious when like someone like a, my birthday cake or whatever. Birthday and it's got cake. my name on it. I'm like, yeah. I kind of want to eat my name. Yeah, that's fair. Or the number that I, I am that year or whatever. Or or when I had a friend and they, they put like a picture of him as a kid and it was fucking hilarious. He just I would love to cut hilarious. the cake. Right. In that yeah, scenario. Just have him in the fucking <laughs> face. But and look okay. right at them while you do it. Yeah. Well, I, I was insistent upon getting my friend's eye. The weird part is I just though, wanted to eat his so eye. What's the question? So. If we like eating that? I guess it's... If you're looking at a cake, yeah. if there's a picture of somebody on it, what part are you eating? Okay. <laughs> you going for the head? You I just like remembered the something. Ear? I, just, I, I don't eat the cake. I'd rather punch the cake, especially right in the person's face. It would be yep. beautiful. But I was watching, I don't remember what it was, some reality show on Netflix or something. Like, sure. This is like a month ago. And there was a party where they had the face cake. And yeah. I don't know how, if this is like a tradition or like a weird thing that people do, but... The people ate everything except the face. <laughs> just, it was like you, it was yeah, like you should not eat yeah. the face. I think that's is just it, like human um, Is that a thing? Maybe, dude. That's why and I love like going weirdly right into shaped the head eye. like a Nintendo me. I, you know, like. <laughs> uh, MG, I was not kidding. Uh, I will tell you, this is this is a very this was a faux pas that I Uh-oh. I honestly kind of felt a little bit weird about. Uh, I went to a friend of mine's birthday, and you know, it's like all of the friends are standing around, and we're all in our forties. And then um, his parents were Should there, be and some family, friends. Yeah, exactly. No, it's good to stand up a little bit. You Get know. the blood flowing. Yeah, I got to uh, use it or lose it. That's what my trainer go. Got a good couple of the... Uh, 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 yeah. Somebody drops something, and we all look at each other for, like, who's feeling spry? Who's going <laughs> to yeah. pick that pen up? And then, thunk, everyone gets up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, had, they had... It was the, the picture of him as... I think it was, like, his third grade school picture, and it was, like... It was, he had clearly figured out that he had, he had bought his first tape and like, this is what I'm going to dress like now. It was like a jean jacket with like the sprayed side spike. Oh, hell you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you watch Beetlejuice. Somebody, somebody, somebody was like, oh, we should cut the cake. And I looked over at my buddy and I was like, oh, I'm on it. And so we sort of walked over there and I grabbed the knife and I just very slowly pushed it in. I just went, shh, it'll all be over soon. Shh. And I did not realize that directly to my left, his mother was just standing there, and she's in her mid-70s, and did not find any humor in that Look, at She all. wanted to do that herself. I think so. <laughs> she's like, that's my job. Yeah, she, no, we just put brandy in the bottle. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, like, we thought it was hilarious, and then there was just deafening silence happening right next to me, and she just stared at me the rest of the time I was there. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go. Yeah. <laughs> was You're, it when you said, quiet little boy, I'm going to take the pain yeah, away? Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> it won't take long. <laughs> the, the theme from Lost Boys start playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, 
there's plenty of other shit that I, I hate. I hate short people that choose to stand behind me at a show and then they complain about me being tall. That Shout out to Abe Popovich. Yeah. No, he's actually pretty good about it, but there's yeah. always some fucking Well, he's shit. usually on your shoulders. Yeah. 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 Do they remark that the detergent using your jeans smells nice? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah all, all that, like, all, that's all the dumb thing that people do like all that shit drives me crazy people that uh, at, at, at a left turn and then the the light goes yellow and then they don't go like hold on that's something uh, that people love though no, you're right. gonna say you just of, shit you hate all now. of society's digging a left yeah. turn am i right hey <laughs> fucking yeah let's get into it all right cheers <laughs> <laughs> let's get into oh, I'm it i'm actually oh. finished i'm gonna do oh, yeah, I'm gonna a little more Some it's actually whiskey. really i'm gonna say this to the uh, the non-believers out there it's actually yeah, very 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 smooth thank you uh, and the notes of cherry are real. All right, so MJ, mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah, buddy. I'm gonna introduce you to a new thing that that I have I have stolen, and I have been Money? given permission to steal. Oh, okay. Um, Whole world stealing there. I was reading. Um, I was reading a thread. Uh, Everything's a remix, man. Somebody had put out on, I believe it was on Reddit, uh, had put out what's something that you grew up believing was true, that you found out later as an adult was not a thing, and it was pretty normal shit going through like. People were like uh, Easter Bunny and fucking Santa Claus sure. and all this shit. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> as as I got, I, like, I finally just got kind of bored through it, and I'm just scrolling. And then this line came past, and I don't know if you guys have this. If you're scrolling fast, my eyes will sometimes catch something. I'm like, I have to go find. Oh yeah, we. See oh yeah, humans, we've become really adept at that. Yeah. I rabbit hole constantly. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. down Wikipedia hole, uh, constantly. So I went back and found it, and all this dude said was Big Sandwich Day, and left it at that. Big sandwich day? Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And there's like 78 comments below it. And so this guy, after a bunch of people asked. Wait, is it, so this is where you saw it? This is where I saw it. Because this was all over Instagram that people were taking screenshots of someone uh, posting the story about yeah, their father. So I found this in okay. the wild. That's yeah. where it started for me. Mm. And I screenshotted that and I sent that to my homies. And then it popped up back around. And that was when I sent it to you. Yeah. Um, so this originally got sent to the barbecue guys as like, we should do this. Cause we, yeah. we used to do a, a Festivus for the rest of us around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it just got, to, when people started having kids, it got way too hard to try and figure out how Ruined to Ruined everything. Right? Did you hear that? People who have kids? Uh, Here's something else that I hate that yeah. everyone else loves. My friend's breeding. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but Here's what I don't like about you people. Yeah. You're not here to hear about it, but. <laughs> so we like. Yeah, play this podcast for your kids. See if they like it. Yeah. Exactly. There it is. So we were trying to figure out like, what's a fun holiday that we could pick that isn't, smashed in around a bunch of other shit. Sure. And I, we'd all been kicking around different ideas. This pops up. So I'm reading this guy's story, and it turns out that his dad, nobody wanted to eat Thanksgiving leftovers, so he created Big Sandwich Day for the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, fuck. Where the, dad would, would be blessed. Right? So he would go out and get, like, the longest baguette, and then they would make this sandwich together with all the Thanksgiving things. Wow. And go with it, right? So I told the guys... Wait, when I what I read was that it wasn't... The Thanksgiving food. It was just the day after Thanksgiving. They'd make like giant sandwiches with whatever they wanted. That's where it went eventually. So he was, he started it as a way to get through Thanksgiving leftovers. And then it kept growing as the kids got older. So then like there, he ended up putting a picture <laughs> up where like it was a bunch of baguettes together and everybody could make their own okay, sandwich. See, there's my doom then, scroll mentality. I read what I wanted and I scrolled yeah. along. So fair. <laughs> I told the boys we're doing this. We can sure. pick, pick whatever day, like, I don't know, March or April, where there's not a whole lot of other shit happening. We yeah. have Big Sandwich Day. We, we actually make a big thing of bread, and then we make a sandwich together. And what I want to know, MJ, mm. is if we're celebrating Big Sandwich Day together, and you're the one who's 
kind of organizing it. What is on your big sandwich day holiday sandwich? Black trouble sea salt. Start, um, <laughs> automatic. Put that down and then yeah. put the bread on top of it. Yep. And then another sprinkled layer. Um, I literally spend thousands a year. Yeah. But uh, this was my budget. <laughs> I love that I literally this whole time, and I, I was listening, um, this whole time, <laughs> I have been preparing myself to answer this existential question of what did I believe in once that I found out That's wasn't real. That's why I real. phrased it that way. I, I love you for that. Toes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, what's on your sandwich? Shake that improv guy. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, yeah, I, I could have done it with less words. Yes, um, and It's called Economy of Words, Benjamin. Um, actually, Never I heard say, of it. Yeah, Clearly. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Oh, man. The economy's booming over here, motherfucker. Amen, brother. Wait, so we're talking like what's the big, like the big, big sandwich? What's your sandwich, yeah. What's my sandwich or like what are we like? Like we're getting together. Let's get wild. You're You're, you're inviting Charles and I over to your house. Okay. For a gigantic sandwich sandwich. day. And you say, hey, boys, you don't even need to stop at the store. I got all the shit. We're all just going to eat a big sandwich together. It doesn't have to be 30 feet long. It could be be two and a half feet long. Let's just say whatever. Yeah. Don't I mean, worry about that part. But what is the ideal so sandwich? So size isn't important. Nah, just the big sandwich. Good, good. good. I just want to kick, create more sound clips. I'm <laughs> average. Yeah. The, the title of today's episode is Size isn't, Doesn't Matter. <laughs> I'm average. I'm average. You have to follow it up with that immediately. <laughs> yeah. Size doesn't matter. Also, I'm average. Also, I'm very average. It doesn't matter at all. I'm a little above average. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, honestly, if we're doing like a flat, we're going to fucking go. Uh, pork belly. Ooh, okay. Like, if we're going to eat, yeah. like, I'm going to do a nice, like, like a nice hard charred outside pork belly, so you get a Ooh, crunch, yep. but the inside is still nice and hot and fatty. Um, some type of aioli mayo, you know, like, aioli is just, I found out, uh, it just mayo. It's just mayo with um, uh, it. more to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just mayo that went to a better school. <laughs> it's just, yeah. There's just like a garlic aioli, you know, it's just a fancier. It's like, Charter same town as mayo. mayo. Yeah, exactly. But it went to like Montessori preschool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you know, from the womb, it had a good ear for music, you know. Ooh, it, was, it, it went to, it went to egg and olive oil immersion school. <laughs> Slowly backs out of room. Wow. No, yeah. None of us deserved the, the riches you just gave us there, Charles. No one deserved how, how, how good that was. Uh, Holidays Academy. Next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say, honestly, yeah, I would go for a, um, a pork belly. Uh, I had I had I had a, had a po boy mm. down in Nolens, uh, the Big Easy. Oh, are you from some, there? That sounded very authentic. Thank you. You know, I've spent a uh, I spent a few uh, days. Uh, oh, I, so uh, yes. my, uh, and yeah. ex is actually uh, from there, and uh, I'm still dear friends with them. So every time I go back, I, I try to like, or when I do get to ever go back again, uh, um, try more things that we had you know a already experienced and b just eat in general. But um, I've always been a fan of just like. Simple, simple sandwiches. And I was an artist once uh, uh, as an, a sandwich of variety. I was a sandwich artist uh, at Subway. I feel like we talked about this last time too, didn't we? I don't <laughs> Probably can't remember. Sure. Maybe. Subway. Eat Subway. Fresh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know who could use us as a sponsor? Subway. Um, like, now, but actually, now New, York, less, New York Subways. Less, yeah, yeah. Less yoga mats in their bread now. Uh, but uh, it's, still, not, it's not none, but no, it's less. Way less, dude. Yeah. And the tuna I've heard recently has fish in it now, has too. T- yeah. It's not tuna, it's not but tuna. it has fish. Yeah, no, it's still canned. Uh, it's still cans. Uh, but I think what, even then, like, I, I would, like, I, like uh, make my own, like, artisanal sandwich, which was just taking the bread and uh, putting cheese on it and, like, dicing up uh, onion. 
Like, mm. you know, like, you know, just chopping up some onion, mm-hmm. sprinkling it on the cheese, putting that in the uh, little toaster oven guy. Shows you the era in which I was an artist there. Uh, and uh, pull it out. Uh, put a couple slabs of meat, just little like two thin slices of turkey, two thin slices of roast beef. Light dash of mayo. Back in to the toaster for like Ooh, five seconds. Okay. Just a light heat up, right? Don't, don't want to curdle the mayo. You invented Quiznos? Essentially, yes. Yeah, and I, and I end their advertising. I never I got any say, benefits. Literally, yeah. that, that ad sound, it makes me think of something that you would have made. Yeah, yeah, still just as good a quality. Too. Yeah, just a, yeah, little uh, giant-eyed uh, hamster people screaming and singing. I mean, like that's that's half my act if you come to see me live. Um, but <laughs> the last thing anyone remembers about was those. So. Yeah, and the last thing you'll see that night. Um, <laughs> so ominous. But yeah, okay. If I was doing a full-on proper, I, w- I would go like simple ingredients. You know, like pork belly. Like the meat should speak for itself. Uh, a little little hint of the sauce in there. Like enough that you know it's covered. I also spent a little. I did a brief stint at a Jimmy John's. Uh, you know, just yeah, I want to see how the other half lived. That's fair. Yeah, uh, and uh, I was going to say not a shout out to them. Like I, I feel for everyone that works at Jimmy John's because they work at a place that's like marketed as cool and hippie and like chill and like whatever. Uh huh. That is so incredibly corporate and <laughs> up its own ass. And it's like I got sent home for wearing the wrong socks once, <laughs> and I was like, that man has dreads to his asshole, <laughs> and that girl is literally my my. I came here to work today to get weed from her, and yeah. Yet, I'm sent home because my the color of my socks was wrong, and I was like, "How are you even looking at my socks right. like that?" Well, you're like, behind the counter. Yo, for real, what the hell happened there? <laughs> yeah. Should uh, be lucky I'm wearing pants. You should be lucky I showed up. <laughs> yes, like yes. you have no idea, and I got so perfectly high for that shift, and they just didn't appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, I would say uh, again, simple things, but I did learn from them. There's no dry spots. You have to cover it in mayo. Everything has to be covered. Imagine what a credo to have for a sandwich. No but, dry uh, spots. No dry spots. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, that's the name of the album or uh, episode. Now, yeah, no dry spots. <laughs> the sign I have above my bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah you what keep kind of, it ooh, up. Speaking of what kind of yeah. bread are we doing it on? Ooh. Mm. You know, I've. Dialed back a lot on bread because I feel like as a kid I ate like everything. There's tons of enriched white white bread, just whatever, all the time, just the cheapest shit. And then now I'm just like, you know, if I'm gonna eat it, same thing with meat. Like I'm gonna choose it's like a nice nicer one, just so that if I am doing the damage to my body, I might as well do it uh, nice. So honestly, I dude, do they make a croissant loaf? Because <laughs> if I wasn't making individual sandwiches, these French motherfuckers on Instagram are definitely yep. making. Yeah, okay. Man. In that yep. case, yeah, man, I would, I would honestly go for a fucking croissant. Yeah, uh, lightly toasted croissant, croissant loaf with pork belly, pork belly, uh, like some aioli. type of garlic aioli, like something mm, like, like that, garlic aioli, okay, the aioli, okay. and then as far as uh, vegetables, I take a bunch of vegetables and throw them in the garbage, um, and then I <laughs> top that with bacon and um, uh, other things that we don't call pig. Um, yeah. No, I honestly Cracklins. arugula, arugula for sure, um, uh, heirloom tomatoes. I can I can eat a tomato like an apple. I fucking love it. I'm obsessed. Speaking of the arugula, call can yeah. we just all get on the same page and call it rocket like rocket. we do in England? Because that's way better. We call it what? Mm-hmm. Rocket. 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 Rockets that's, and aubergines, man. Yep. They got it right. They yeah. Fuck eggplant. Yeah. Fuck arugula. Rocket and aubergine. I have fucked eggplant before. Actually, it's crazy. <laughs> um, wait, rocket? <laughs> is that a vegan flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. Depends on the uh, lube you use. Uh, but yeah, if you coconut oil, you're all good. Also, please use water-based lube. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, or coconut oil, totally or coconut fine. Oil. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you know that uh, coconut oil could delivered right to your home? Um, <laughs> By me, yeah. just yeah, call big, me. Yeah, big coconut oil is going to be sponsoring you guys. No time at all. BCL. Oh man, dude. Wait, so is Baby Arugula Baby Rocket? I think so. Oh, that's so cool. Little Rocket. Like, Lil Rocket. L I L. It's saying. Wait, Lil Rocket. Quam <laughs> looked at me like he wasn't sure if I was being serious. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. I mean, either way, I'm happy about it. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? It's going to go the way of like Lil Bow Wow. It's like little, yeah, Lil Rocket. And then, then it just becomes like, Rocket. Just Rocket. Now just we're rocket. Like, yeah, now it's just Bow. And then it doesn't have, doesn't have problematic verses on other people's albums. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like, yeah. On Rugal the croissant loaf. Croissant loaf. Uh, pork belly uh, and also fans if you're out there listening and you want to send us one of these just please go ahead and do that do make it. sure uh, you get my address from these fellows from the business um, card yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, his yeah. name <laughs> yeah. just ship it right to my name <laughs> ship it to his name uh, yeah some heirloom tomato uh, a little uh, arugula and I think that's gonna be it man honestly hey. unless I might honestly I might do I could I could see myself doing because I'm getting a little crazy in my mind right now uh, a little caramelized onion too okay. just like, like chopped yep. up real mm-hmm. nice just a little layer of that on top of the uh, the lettuce would be, little uh, sweetness uh, arugula there? yeah yeah I like it I, I want I want you to eat it and also realize like if I have too many of these I'm I'm, I'm taking days off my life that I could spend with loved ones and still make the choice to eat it <laughs> I think that's yeah. great, and that that was the, the 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 thing I had. I had a pork belly po' boy in uh, New Orleans. Um, again, did I say it right? Uh, uh, really, yeah, yeah thank it. you. I think I, yeah, the second time really came across my uh, yeah, my, my my Cajun um, style, uh, and it just it was so fucking good, and it was so thick that I it was almost like at one point disgusting. Mm, yeah, but I fucking loved it, Gotta and I would it. I would literally walk into oncoming traffic just to try to find that place again. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, that's probably my that's my sandwich. I, right there. I'm, yeah, I'm lining up to eat that. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing I didn't, uh, you know, I believed in that I didn't know was fake. It, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to go deeper. What about yeah, you, yeah, you boys? Big sandwich. It took me 25 minutes to describe a sandwich. Charles Watt. Yeah. What are you hey, doing? That's okay. You're riffing. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Probably like a decade ago, I was ogling over uh, this article about this sandwich shop in Philly that does, you know, the standard Philly stuff, but they were doing a bunch of really cool sandwiches. They may still exist. I don't remember the name. I didn't look it up or anything, but they had a chicken liver sandwich. Mm. I was like, I love chicken livers. And it's a thing that Lebanese people eat a lot, too. So if you go to like a nice bar in Lebanon, it's usually on like the little snack list. Sure. So I was thinking. It's also what I call a Popowitz. Little chicken snack liver? list? No, little snack list. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I would try and get a really um, sizable loaf of uh, like Vietnamese. He's bon, gesturing bon about me three bread. and a half feet wide. Which, yeah, 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 sure. So whatever whatever size. It's getting larger. Number of human beings, like a big ass loaf of Vietnamese or French bread that you would use to make a banh mi because that's Yum. like the perfect sandwiched bread. So let's, true. Let's be honest. I would do like a tempura fry. On the chicken livers, mm, like damn medium. Take you know, all my money, like pink in the middle, really yeah. well seasoned. Tons of truffle salt, salt, yeah, salt of some sort, some good salt. <laughs> and then I would do, and like this just came to me. Like the second that Quam asked me the question, I was like, I didn't think about it, but I should have. And this is immediately what came to mind. I was thinking Lebanese because of my contextualization of the chicken livers, which there are usually tossed. Like when you get them as a 
as a snack, they come with flatbread, and then it, they're tossed in pomegranate molasses. I wouldn't do that because I'm doing the fry technique. Sure. I would do like a fatouche as the the like slaw on okay. top. It's an instance where I would put some veg on to break up the richness because chicken livers are very rich. Yeah. So it would be a fatouche type of a salad. Fatouche is a salad that's made that's got like pieces of crispy flatbread in it. I would take that part out. But I would keep the sumac, so the dressing Ooh. that it's like a really like uh, acidic because the sumac and the lemon make it like really acidic tasting. Because super it, bright, the effect that sumac has is yeah that that brightness mm. and like the acidity, that full acidity. So I would do that. I would keep the mint in there, um, some shallots, like really thinly shaved, yes. like mandolin shallots in there. Hell yeah! And then um, uh, no dry spots. Do the entire top <laughs> with a harissa sauce. You can call it an aioli, or I don't know if it would be an actual mayo or an aioli, but some kind of a sauce that is laden with lots of harissa for a little bit of a heat component. So you got the heat, the freshness, the acid to lift it up, the richness of the crispy little chicken livers. Slap it shut like the clamshells when you hear the bottle pop. <laughs> Slice it up, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. I wow. love that, and now I want that desperately. I'm simple again because yeah. if you make a great sandwich, you can make a sandwich that's got a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. But the more things you put on it, as with anything with a dish, the more things you add, the harder it is for them all to harmonize together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to think out the components that you want present, the saltiness, yeah. the richness, the acid, the freshness, the spice, mm-hmm. and then that's enough. You don't have to keep going like, Sure, I could drizzle that fucker with some pomegranate molasses to be too literal or add cheese for no reason. But I just feel like there's nothing else I would really add because I think that those components together would be really nice. That sounds so fucking good, dude. And not only that, but like I can't spell half of the things you said. And that (laughs) makes me also realize that I would look at the menu and be like, "Uh, I'll do the this one. And I'm gesturing where you hold the menu to the person. I used to call people out and be like, which one? And knowing that they're going to have to say, you know, like pasta fajoule. When I worked at Olive Garden. Yeah. You're like, the, the Nolan? I'll do the pasta fagioli. I'm like, yep. mm-hmm, you got it right, right away. You yeah. should tell more Perfect. people about that dish. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> the Zuppa Tuscana. I'm like, you got it, buddy. Nailed I'll be it. right back, you yep. son of a bitch. That's what's, that's what's up. I'll be right back. Hey, wow. You would have killed. You ever go. thought about giving it all up and working at Olive Garden? Just me? I, I, that's all I think about. <laughs> it Can is you tell me? just by looking at me? All right, that's why I asked. That's all that. I'm thinking about? You're like a bird in a cage. Is it the, <laughs> is it the veins that are <laughs> yeah. pulsating? It just it's reads the idea all that you want to just keep um, turning the crank of the Parmesan grater. <laughs> oh. That was my very first uh, serving job ever. So oh, I love it. Yeah, I love 19. It. And it was amazing because it gave me like wine. Pairing and wine, like the whole day of training on wine, and I was yeah. 19, so I couldn't drink any of it. But I was in Wisconsin, so everyone was like, you know. You can, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you kind of get it. They didn't right? just make you spit it out like Thai food? Not even that. No, no, absolutely no. And I bring my own bag now. I put, like, a grocery bag around my neck when <laughs> I go to the Thai place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amazing Thailand has, um, quote-unquote, <laughs> banned me. Uh, but on Tuesdays, Amanda's working, and she's super dope, and uh, she lets me in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what they don't talk about is that I give somebody that bag later on, so I'm helping. Yeah. Yeah, so who's, hungry. who's the hero now? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm just baby birding the world. <laughs> uh, so That's a new title of the episode. <laughs> baby birding the world. Baby birding the world. <laughs> you guys are going to have a pick. Wasn't that a, a Michael Jackson album? There's something I hate that everyone Make loves. Make it a better place. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just yes. kidding. I'm, just I'm chewing <laughs> for you and the entire human race. Wow. Um, <laughs> I will say this. Everyone always defends Michael for so many different reasons, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of issues about this. But here's one thing I will not fucking stand for, and that's arguing that he made good music in the late 90s. 
No. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, he was like, oh, my God, Man in the Mirror. I'm like, it's okay. It's pretty fucking good. Have you heard any second of Off the Wall, which is gold, top to bottom, T to B, greatest Mm -hmm. album. And yet they're like, yeah, no, also his later stuff. I'm like, no. I'm like, fuck Free Willy. Man in the Mirror is a great journey song. Yeah. This I, I will I'll go hard in the paint on this. That's not, I'm not even joking. I will 100. Quincy Jones. Well, ben, off sit, sit down. Ben is standing up. He's taking his clothes Let's off. Let's talk now. about another thing I hate. Uh, yeah, all right. So the same sandwich, sandwich, buddy. Yeah. It sucks because the the actual science behind making a really good Thanksgiving leftover sandwich is legit. But knowing that that was the dad's original intention, I feel like that's cheating. Sure. Because. Yeah. What I pioneered, what we've talked about on the show, is the Norwegian burrito, which the, the glue that holds it all together is mixing gravy and stuffing together. And you then say using, Nor- Norwegian burrito? Yeah. Uh, I roll out every Thanksgiving, I roll out lefse wide open, oh, and then yeah. I fill it with a little bit of all the leftovers, roll it back up as a burrito, and eat it. It's incredible. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, but I was like, that's, that's cheating, and that's, that's riffing straight off of what the original post sure. was. The yeah. one that I really want to make, and this brings us back to, I believe it's, Nowlands. Oh uh, no, it's properly pronounced Nowlands. Now there we go. Okay, <laughs> you had to go back down. Oh, that's into right. the bayou. So if Did I was, you just say New Orleans in Chinese? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll do it in Mandarin next. Okay. So if I was if I was hanging out with folks that are Cajun, thank uh, you, thank uh, you. I would. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get the vernacular back. Yeah. Sometimes I have to think about my 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 word that gets me into the the uh, Im- impression and that's the yeah, of I think it's and very authentic yeah. and then let's, let's hear the rest but I um, <laughs> I, I love a muffaletta I think it's an incredible uh, sandwich and there's a lot of flavors in there uh, but I've talked about before on this show that I don't love and celebrate olives I don't dislike olives I'm fine with them sure but outside of a couple places when I've actually been in New Orleans Outside of those places. Sorry, where? Nowlands. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, outside of a couple places there, we always get the ratio wrong. Every yeah. like every yeah. city that I've tried so one, oh, yeah. it's like three parts olive chopped up and then like one piece of cold cut, two pieces of cold cut. I've also experienced none no, of the muffaletta mix. Which also How is this on muffaletta? So, uh, here's the crazy the thing for me too. I don't fucking really, I really don't fuck with a lot of the uh, uh, Italian meats for sandwiches like cold cuts, BMTs, at, sure. uh, uh, at uh, the bigger meteor tastier at uh, Subway was my introduction, which is, again, it's like saying it all like gin and only having drank like rail gin my whole life. But yeah. uh, mm-hmm. with that, uh, that, that, that that person I was with years ago, we went to the market, which is like the place you go to get the muffaletta, right? Like it's like they're yep. known for it and it's served half or full and it's this big ass circle bread yeah. with like sesame seeds on top. I don't enjoy that that type of meat. I don't enjoy a bunch of olives and uh, was the Gira, Giradina mix, or whatever it's called. Giardina. Giardina, thank you. Um, so Jabodeno, as they say down there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so French. Um, but I, and, and the olive oil on the butt, that's not the way I'd go, right? Sure. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a mayo roast beef type, right? But holy fucking yep. God, do I crave it every like, single it right. time. Yeah, because all it, the just, components are correct. Everything about that. Like, and honestly, that whole, that whole yeah. square, there's like that fountain right there. And yeah. you just have like this beautiful sun shining and you got, you got the, the, the bayou is like right next to you, dude. Like it's it's amazing. So I want to take that and yeah. like riff yeah. it a little bit. Okay. Also, let's not miss the fact that uh, I've never thought about, but 
my like live, laugh, love, or like eat, pray, love <laughs> yeah. would be bigger, meatier, and tastier. <laughs> I yeah. just want I want that in the <laughs> the three different fonts on like shiplap just hanging on my yeah. wall. It's so bad right now. <laughs> so next to your no wet spots, <laughs> exactly. Bigger, meatier, tastier. No dry spots. No dry. Thanks. Sorry. Uh, thank you. All of oh, spots. Was that Freudian? I was just saying. <laughs> so wait what, a minute. I think bigger, <laughs> can we all agree that bigger, meatier, tastier is is gonna be no joke now. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I don't see why bigger, not. meatier. <laughs> Charles reluctantly putting this in his phone is my favorite. Bigger. <laughs> He's like, just uh, delete, 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 delete. Tasty. Annoying Charles into a laugh is one of my favorite things. I so it's what, becoming mine too. So what I want to do is like it's a hate laugh. Because, yes. Oh, we because, know. Because <laughs> it's the thing you hate that everyone loves. <laughs> Our humor. Yeah. So uh, what I want to do is make... Uh, a slightly spicier, slightly more pickled version of a muffaletta because okay. to me, that's how I would make that. Okay. So I want to make a I'm out. fucking sheet pan <laughs> ciabatta, right? Ugh. It's something that's dense enough that it won't fall apart if the sandwich is stacked pretty high. Uh-huh. And we're going to get we're gonna get oily. We're going to get lube. So <laughs> yeah, I want to make sure that it has enough consistency so that that bread will, will the, the infrastructure of the bread will hold everything together. 18 plus. 18 plus. <laughs> You got to have the mortadella in there because adult bologna is the shit. So True. you start with, well, first we're going to do a little bit of a uh, little bit of oil and then we're going to do a little bit of whipped butter. Whipped. And this is where I'm going to inject some bougie ass shit. Uh, Charles, I believe you've had this for me before, but um, I annoyingly bought a bunch of fresh mushrooms, dehydrated them. Okay. Then rehydrated them with um, Worcestershire beef stock, and a little soy sauce. That's amazing. I feel like nature at one point was like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, no. And then (laughs) we dehydrated them again. No. And then I ground it into a powder. Wow. So I want to take a nice bit of whipped French butter across the bottom and then sprinkle that mushroom powder in. So it's super savory umami. Mm. Sprinkled all in that butter, so that's you're gonna get that in every single bite. Are you compound compound the butter? Yeah, compound I, the butter yeah. could easily do that too. I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about fucking salt bay in this shit because you're gonna sexy. show off while you got Making people. It over like we're gonna we're gonna add all that on, right? You want to get banned from the World Cup? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what he was? Good. He's, he's now banned from any future World Cup. He's a legitimate piece of shit. Fucking asshole. What a piece of shit. So dumb. But fascinating though. All right, so we got so basically we're we're cutting that still into the ponytail. We're cutting that whole. Ciabatta in half. Yeah, okay. So we're going to spread it all across the bottom there. Hell yeah. And then we're going mortadels. That spread across the bottom. Butter and soft meats together. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then this is where it <laughs> yeah, starts that's different. Yeah, super Lebanese. Like, we've talked about this. How yep. In Lebanon, there's lots of butter on sandwiches, as yeah. many people would use cheese. Like cold butter, you know, like mm-hmm. spreading butter. Yeah. And we eat a lot of mortadella mm-hmm. in Lebanon, especially on the flatbread. So you're spreading butter and then mortadella. So those flavors for me connect immediately. Dude, so I, That's I, wild. I like that we're there. So then I want to do um, spicy sopressata. Okay. And then I also would like to do some spicy copa. So you get a couple cool. different textures. You get some sharp salt, but you also get a little bit of heat. Right? So but two okay. of the three meats are spicy. Correct. Can I can I pitch you something? Yes. Immediately when you said mortadella and you said there was going to be a heat element, I went over to my food ideas list and I just typed a singular word: mortadella. I want to make spicy mortadella. <laughs> okay, first of all, yes, <laughs> let's do that. Say mortadella. 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 Mortadella
Mortar, That's the other thing I want to talk about. Those spicy things where like they just have the fucking most offensive names for that. Like yeah. slap your mama sauce. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's funny. Okay, but then yeah. there's just like you're a little bitch and you like it. And you're like, what? And like uh, it's pretty hot. Step like, on your colon. You're like, God, guys, Jesus it's Christ, just a hot sauce. Yeah. like yeah. Your yeah. stepdad was just being nice to get in with your mom. And you're like, wait, what? Is this well, hot guy, sauce called yeah. 16 plus twerking contest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alligators yeah. Nightclub. Yeah, we can't find it anymore. It's canceled. Yeah, <laughs> Alligators exactly. Nightclub is actually a great name for a hot sauce. Yep, and also the new name of this episode. <laughs> Alligator. <laughs> Please don't call it that. I no, don't want I'm anybody not. that's searching for that. So, uh, all right. So, so we got we got the meats. Yes. I do want to yeah. throw. Wait, what are you, Arby's? Hey, yes. okay. Hey, Did you know Arby's can the get delivered directly to your home? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's real. Listen, if you want to have a bottle of roast beef at your door, just give me a call. Yeah, it's, it's $2. So then I do want to throw a little piece of cheese in that because it's going to be thick. Sure. So we're going to oh, throw yeah. a little bit. I like the uh, idea yeah. of provolone because it's got a toothy bite to it. Yeah, I like, it's the, gonna stand I like up. the idea of provolone. Yeah, it's it doesn't. It's never <laughs> the star player. You can't have the provolone. I love show. provolone. Me too. I think that I'm not supposed to like it as much as I do. Yeah. Why some is people that? are like, "Why would you put provolone on there? Provolone's good. Yeah, There's salt content in it." Like Charles, yeah, provolone's a great. People cheese. are judging you like that. They're, they're not your real friends. <laughs> What you say? They're not your real friends if they judge you like yeah, that. You like what you like, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Those pussies don't like hot sauce. <laughs> so then, uh, then I want to. <laughs> so then I want to. I want to take a tapenade and I want to mix it with spicy yeah. jardinera. I okay. like the the brininess of olives and the the pickled nature of jardinera. I really like mince it up close. If you're making your own, what type of olives are you using? Have so you- I would go a mixture of green and kalamata. Okay, so you I like kalamata. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. having the funkiness of both in there. And then having that mix in with the spicy peppers, the sweetness of the carrots, the texture without really a whole lot else to it of cauliflower in there. Cauliflower, right. Let's chop that up. Some yeah. of the yeah jalapeno still in there. Yep. Because you're doing oh. are you doing spicy jarred? Yeah. Yeah. So you got all that in there, right? And then we're gonna do one more layer of the morts, the the mordor della right across the top of that. Ooh. And then we're gonna hit it with the rocket. And but we're gonna toss the rocket. Push it, push it, push it, push it, push it. Herbie Hancock song now. Rocket. And there's a weird, um, there's an armless mannequin walking through the studio. So I want to do. I want to toss. Solid reference for our fans out there. To everybody who's old, I want to toss the rocket in a little bit of oil and vinegar, so it has a little bit of slickness, but also a little bite to it. A little salt. Yep. Hit that. Little salt, little truffle salt, if we will. Oh, you will. The, I will. The hair looms across the top, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we're going right back with the butter with the uh, the mushroom powder across okay. the top. Okay. And then you just flip the whole thing back up, and you cut it into little squares. So everybody's going to get uh. like a three inch by three inch. So it is a one hander oh, of the yeah. muffaletta because I also feel the the actual muffaletta down in New Orleans, not New Orleans, Thank is you. Uh, the, Thank she, you. She a girthy boy, and that's a lot to yeah. deal with. You're yeah. you're 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 trying to wield it just to Literally. your face. Yeah, yeah. I want to hit it where you you feel like I could I could have one more. Like, this like, should, like the way that you cut yeah. party cut a pizza. I like it. You can always have like one well, more. Especially if you're section. doing the sheet pan treatment. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you get a picture of the birthday person on the sandwich. <laughs> and yeah. You can cut them. Yeah. <laughs> 3D printed. Uh, <laughs> it looks all fucked up. It's all like It's really burnt. messy. Yeah. It's really and oily. I, I didn't have this. Eighth grade picture. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, when we bake the, the ciabatta in there, we're mm. also going to brush that with some olive oil and hit it with the uh, Italian seasoning blend. 
Okay. So you have a little mm-hmm. bit of that herbaceousness crusted okay. on the top with a little bit of flake salt. Fuck. So you got flavor all the way top to bottom. You're rocking it all the way through. To me, that's a really beautiful sandwich and pretty easy to do with a bunch of people over. <sighs> and then again, you can kind of like judge your own hunger. Because I, 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 one of the things I don't like about uh, American food culture as a whole, which we're getting away from, is that everything has to be so fucking big you can't possibly eat it. Mm-hmm. And Eventually, but if you do, you get your name on the wall in a tote bag. <laughs> and maybe an ill-fitting t-shirt. <laughs> well, it will definitely fit ill. And they also <laughs> hang a bag from your neck. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's like my how choice, I, Charles. That's how I eat Thai food. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Charles, do you feel like we, you should have gone, I, I, I feel like I should have gone last now. I feel like this is, that, I might say I had like four things and I'm like, they don't really, they could be fine. But I would eat the fuck out of your sandwich. Oh, it thanks. doesn't have oh, to hey, be Hey, buddy, all. I'd eat the fuck out of your sandwich I didn't, too, I didn't so invent you know. the muffaletta. <laughs> I'm just trying to Guys, I would bury my face in both of your sandwiches. Right? Oh man! Hey, wow! I, and you know what? I can't. Now wait to we're put all getting my naked. Mouth, this is great. Yeah, I can't wait to just chew and swallow. <laughs> Genuinely, though, I, I'm upset by your sandwich because I would eat. I would bite into that, right? And I would yeah. know all the prep and time you took into it because you would have fucking told me because you're you. And uh, no, but really, I would like. I would look at it and be like, I cannot wait. I would take a bite or two. I would feel the burn at first, and then I would feel the like you know the after effects, like the actual like my, my stomach and my mind was like ooh, and I would still have another one, I and another, and probably probably a four or five because they're smaller, so I don't feel so guilty. But would you would you say something that just has a little bit of heat to it, like yeah. like a spicy soppressata? It's not gonna make your mouth hurt. It's a little healthier sure. in there too, um, right? Yeah, I would I would I'll be the judge of what hurts okay. my mouth. Listen, I'm just saying, would, do you think like something on that level, would that, would that no, be no, too no. hot? Like, That'd be fine. Like is, is pepper jack too, I don't, I don't actually know where your spice level is Oh, at. you know, I just, I think pepper jack just is, I don't like the, the flavor of pepper jack cheese in general. It reminds cool. me just American with um, uh, an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I've got my own thanks. But it's, no, it's just. It's American, but it likes really like fuzzy indie rock. Yeah, it's just kind of into itself, you know. But uh, no, I just think it just, it just tastes kind of generic to me. But like, I, I can fuck with the, this level of spice of that for sure. A friend of mine made jerk chicken the other day. And uh, she was like, she's like, yeah, I, oh. it's not like full on Jamaican jerk. It's just like regular, you know, jerk style chicken. And it's not super, super hot. You'll be fine. And I was like, yeah, you tell me that. Uh, and then I ate <laughs> some. And it was fine. It was good. And it was so damn good. She made such a good dish that I was like, I just kept eating it. And I knew what I was doing to myself. And, like, that is the agreement that I love to have where I'm okay. like, this is going to suck. But hell yeah, dude. This is so fucking good. She, like, made her own pasta and, like, put it in the thing. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was just great. That's so awesome. So I'm worth it. So, yeah, I would say that that's absolutely worth it. The way you describe that sandwich makes me want to have it now, too. All right. Absolutely. That's I want to eat both of your sandwiches. <laughs> Uh, I feel and like now I want a sandwich. My my glass does in fact uh, appear empty. Oh gosh! Same. I was kind of thinking so I might switch to this gulp. tequila. Let's do it. Mm. So, uh, do you mind if I steal some of your water here? Please do. It's not water, but please do. Oh, it's not water. Oh, That's just the decorative mix. <laughs> oh, fun! Even better. Um, so I have uh, Casa Dragones Blanco tequila. Ooh. Uh, it has turned into one of my favorite uh, Blanco tequilas. I think it's it's beautiful. It's definitely not going to be like you taste the terroir like this is scientifically engineered to taste the way that it does but i very much enjoy that and it's it's just become like if i'm going to sip on a blanco at my house that's probably what i'm going to sip on if i'm going to use a blanco in a cocktail i have a couple others that i would probably prefer but this one by itself it just kind of hits all the notes that i like yeah it's like uh like tequila candy tequila candy yeah man that's a, Who the hell don't? If only that weren't, um, you know, 37th place on the list of titles <laughs> exactly. for this 
specific yeah, said, episode. Let me hand you that one. You uh, said taste of terroir, and I heard taste of terror, and that's probably what MJ thinks every time. <laughs> taste <laughs> spicy <of> food. <laughs> so Get him a bag. Taste of terror. <laughs> Get him a bag. <laughs> it's just a thing of like, you know, you're you're eating spicy, you're around people who enjoy it and want it and like recommend it, and then you, you go home and you're sitting alone and you hear your stomach just like, you know, and you're like, I know. I know, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pat. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, God. <laughs> Just, who lives in my tummy? <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. tummy God. I'm sorry, tummy God. To, to, who, say, to whom it, I feed is everything. It, I'm sorry, God, what you scream when you're on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, tummy God. No, by that point, I'm more like, uh, you know, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump <laughs> yeah. on the uh, the boat. I'm just like, you think you can kill me? <laughs> Best like, reference. Yeah. yeah. That's me. I'm just gripping and ripping by that point. It's, oh, it's yeah. on its way out. Yeah. You're, yeah, That's, you're Jeff daniels it at that point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Your feet are on the wall. Yeah, I was going for it. I, I, like at that, it's kind of like uh, I had a friend who's a personal trainer, and, I, and like I, I don't know if you can see a picture of me on the podcast, but like I, you wouldn't tell. But just um, a bigger dude, it's fine. I like I'm nobody, you know, shame on my part. But he was like. I, I, he was like, you know, so what are you really looking to do? And I was like, oh, man, I just want to like, I don't know, I, I want to look good naked. I want to be more fuckable in general. I think that's just the, that's the only goal I really think about being motivated by. Like everyone's a flavor. We all, we're all, you know, preferences for somebody. Someone craves your flavor. Someone doesn't like your flavor at all. Someone just never tried you. Mm-hmm. And they might, you know, after they've, uh, you know, it's like Taco Bell. Like they're not going to eat you at 2 p.m. But they might at 2 a.m. look at you different <laughs> and be like, kind of, kind of yeah. hungry. Um <laughs> But what I mean to say is I just asked him one time. I kind of said that jokingly, like, oh, I just I want to look better. You know? And he's like, okay, so you want to, like, when you take your shirt off in front of somebody, you want to look good by the time, like, you know, we're about to get down. And I was like, fuck no. Like, by the time the shirt's off, the trap is sprung. Yeah. Like, I'm, we're <laughs> down here. to this. Like, it's very rare. I'm, like, I'm a very hairy fellow uh, under the under, uh, under the cuff. And so, What's that like? Yeah, you, you know it all too well, my <laughs> friend. Yeah, we're, we talk about it. We're human Brillo pants. We're uh, we were people we were you were organic furries, uh, um, but by that point, someone you know take my shirt off. They're like, oh, and I'm like, yep, this is what's happening, and uh, they're fine with it. Like it's really, I want to look good in a t-shirt is more like the, the it, aim, yeah. the angle sure. I was going for. And sure. Like yeah, because at that point you can look at the shirt and be like, okay, fun. Uh, it's it's when I wear, I've worn shirts that you can literally see and like the chest hair, not like the actual like image of the hair. Like right. you can just see the, the curl. texture. Yes, thank you. It's like someone's like, "What are you wearing under that?" I'm like, <laughs> "Topography." Literally, <laughs> yeah. you know those maps in school where you just kind of like you feel it along. I'm like, "Ooh, the Andes are big." You know? Like, yeah, that's you know me. Easy way. I'm all Andes. <laughs> yeah, I'm all Andes. You know an easy way to break up with your personal trainer? What's that? Tell them that what you're going for is you want to look great with your shirt off, but like shit with your shirt on. <laughs> I don't know how to fix this. I gotta go. Yeah, no. I very luckily, like, I don't. <laughs> I've never got motivated by personal trainers. Or any, every time I've joined a gym, they're like, "Yeah, well, we, we get a free interview." I'm like, "That doesn't sound free." It sounds yeah, like they're right. gonna pressure me. I know they're based on sales, and sometimes it really works for people. It doesn't work for me. I had this one dude one time, like, I was at LA Fitness years ago, and he was just like, "He's like, you know why you're gonna kill this?" I was like, "Kill what? I what?" He's like, "You know why you're gonna do great today?" I'm like, "Why is it? Because you're a fucking animal." And I looked at him. And I was like, "Are you allowed to swear?" <laughs> and that was like that was my concern. Is like you because it feels like it's like you know a family place kind of. I mean, like you know, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of weird. And I was like, "Thanks, man." And he's like, "Dude, you're a beast." And I'm like, "I don't." 
think so. I, you know, I mean, like, Beast from X-Men, maybe, but, like, I'm not, like, I don't feel like an animal, you know? Like, I don't get out there. That's not how I get after it, you know? Like, I can do cardio if I have, I can watch The Simpsons. Like, you know, that'll keep me, like, oh, wow, f- two episodes, 40 minutes. Look at me. My heart rate's up. You know, but other than that, like, I'm not, that's not my motivation ever. Like, it's one of those, like, it's an old joke, but, like, if you see me running, like, you should run, too. Like, something is coming. Yeah. Something is terrible has happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, it doesn't look right for me to be doing that. I had the, the last trainer that I broke up with was a very long time ago, clearly. You guys got to stop dating your trainers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you really I, 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 uh, I straight up, I was running, like, I was trying to set up a, a workout after work, because I thought if I could do that before I got home, cool. Sure. But there's just times where you get stuck at the office, you're like, yeah. all right. And so I texted, hey, I'm, I'm running late, but I'll be there in like 15 or 20 minutes. And he wrote back, either you'll make this important or you won't. That's up to you, but I don't feel like you're really caring right now. And I just wrote back, you're right, I don't care. Like, I just dude, I have around. a wife. Yeah. <laughs> also my job. Like, yeah, also I, I can't look at my boss and be like, hey, can you wrap this the fuck up? I got to go do some bear crawls and like lift a torpedo for no reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know those ropes? I'm going to go make like a sound wave with that real quick. And somehow <laughs> that'll make me fuckable. Uh, yeah, it's going to yeah. work great. Also, I'm giving you money. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be like, listen, if, if you're not really into this, then I don't really care. I'm like, all right, well, cool. I'll save my money. And I think for me also, just like, I've been picked on by athletic people my entire life growing up. I don't really need to pay someone to do no. that anymore. I still hear them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's cool. I go to, like, lift something and it's like, that? <laughs> Cute. I, be, I, I do love the YWCA. I know we're off on a tangent here, but the YWCA here in Minneapolis is fan-fucking-tastic. And I didn't know the difference, like YMCA versus YW, and it's women versus men. Versus, of course, but it's like the, the focal point is that. So when I don't go to the gym, but I'm still paying for the membership, I'm like... Basically, give it a charity. I'm yeah. supporting women. But I had this experience once when I was in an Uber, and I was a little buzzed. I was after uh, a, a couple cocktails, and, this, and the guy was like, yeah, what do you work out, man? Assuming I do. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't. But like, I used to do the YWCA because I love their motto. It's like on the wall of the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the swimming pool. But I said it backwards. And I was like, yeah, dude, they're doing like everything they can to like empower racism and eliminate, <laughs> eliminate women. <Yeah. laughs> and... And I heard oh it, like, like, looking out the window, like, on the highway, and I look in the rearview mirror, and his, his eyes are, like, straight up, like, what? And this, you know, and I, this, you know, this person's just staring at me, I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I'm sorry, dude, um, no, um, 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 eliminate racism, empower women. And he's like, and he's like, okay, man, I was gonna say, and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, and, I, and he looked back at me again, and I'm like, I swear to God, it's just a haircut. Like, I, I'm bald, but it's a haircut. It's, a, it's, 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 it's not a, it's not a personal, um, um, uh, allegiance with anything. Also, He's, that is not emblazoned on the wall at this uh, gym that I went to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not only that, but I'm like, dude, it's like, I also love the idea of like, you know, it, it, you know, empowering racism is also terrible, but the idea of eliminating <laughs> women, women, it's not even like, let's put them in their place. It's <laughs> no, like, no, get rid, get of, rid them. of them. Don't we'll need them. figure we out how to, you know, dudes. create humans for the rest of existence. I'm going to uh, go eat raw liver. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we got to gently toss them and fry them. Oh, yeah, God, there we that's are. That's fucking great. <laughs> All right, cheers. Let's get out of the next. Hey, nice cheers, boys. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, we should try this, huh? Mmm. Isn't that just delightful? Jesus Christ, Ben, what have yeah. you done to me? I might have to stop uh, ordering so much... Truffle salt. Truffle salt. <laughs> so I can afford some uh, Casa Drago... Was it Dragones? Yep. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I had a pour of that at my, my wife's CEO's house. And I was like, well, Your wife has your own CEO? Yes. God, she's cool. Uh, I was like, well... Uh, I guess I'm going to spend more money on my Blanco tequila because no holy shit. shit, that is incredible. This is the thing, like, 
like you would do like shitty things when you're like in your 20s and you have like a house party and like you take that one bottle and you put it in your bedroom yep because <laughs> you're like yeah. nah uh, also or when you're 43 we have a separate <laughs> liquor cabinet that doesn't have windows on it and uh, that's that's where the good stuff stays and amen. then everything else is, nothing changes yeah. does it yeah we have a barrister's bookshelf and that's where yeah. all the all the all the the gen pop bottles hang out okay <laughs> fun and then uh, if if we're in a spot <laughs> where we feel like sharing the better stuff then we pour that out. I love that my thing used to be like yeah dude everyone yeah you drink as much uh, Jim Beam and as much Svetka as you want yeah. y'all but in my bedroom <laughs> Jameson tenure no big deal Thank yeah I got the black real <laughs> cast uh, and we're all gonna pretend that's different way different <laughs> I mean it kind of is MJ yeah buddy we're sticking on food hell yeah dude you may not have a great answer about this but everyone does something so you can what does that mean to what's it's a unique <laughs> or weird thing you do when you're really enjoying something you're eating Oh shit, buddy. Okay, these are. I feel like you mean. I feel like these are like ticks almost that you start doing. Can be sure. Um, I have a friend. I, lo- I love it so much. They do. The, they literally like like a corgi. They they shake their butt when they when they're eating. Yeah. They, just, they literally just start um, doing that. I think that um, my favorite that I really notice is I take a really deep breath with some food in my mouth. It's very uncouth, perhaps your nose. But with sushi breath. especially, like uh, like a good piece of nigiri, just a oh, like yeah. you slap that meat on the tongue, you know, at uh, Escalar or uh, Super White Tuna, yes. as it's been called. And I know that like if you eat too many, your triglycerides are off the fucking charts. I've but, had a bad uh, experience with that stuff. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I, I have to, but it's like it's like a buttery uh, Chardonnay delicious. version of it, but also like it's not, you should not have that much. It's mostly like a fluke a piece fish. Of good. Isn't, yeah. that yes. the, isn't that the, the what Jeremy Piven was eating so much of that he got hospitalized? I think he just wanted out of his Broadway contract that at could the be. time, but that That's could right. be something. Yeah, <laughs> I think he knows mercury poisoning at some point or whatever, yeah. but yeah, it was like some things you can't hug out apparently or it was that was a joke for 2003 um (laughs) it could have been putin just slowly doing it mercury two guys who are just showing up to hang out uh uh, uh, they just wanted to see the sights not poison you slowly um yeah ah fuck i think when i get like a really good bite of sushi and i just kind of wait uh it's in my mouth still and it's just you know a hodgepodge of uh of you know textures and flavors I'll, with my mouth full, just take a deep breath into my nose. And yeah. um, I, th- I learned that through like wine training too. Yeah. Like you can carry the air over uh, and you get the aromatics you maybe wouldn't Engage have experienced. in your olfactory. You. Or, yes, you know. exactly, buddy. And yeah. I love doing that with like, just put a big, oh, just a big old slab. Even just a traditional, just easy salmon. Yep. And just pop it in there and just sit and I'll, I'll just stop and like, you know, just, Oh, and it just it's it's, it's orgasmic, uh, I guess physically. Uh, I meant, wait, wait, I guess that is a bad way to say it. <laughs> like, so I, I come to full orgasm every time I met Wakame <laughs> and uh, Billy Sushi. They've asked me thing. to leave. Yeah. They ask you to leave. Funny For part sure. is, you don't have to. Nope, it's very nice. Just yeah, they <laughs> they do like. I think you should leave, and you're like, I know. Uh, another round. I do love that show. Yeah, also, I'm, I'm wearing very absorbent underwear. <laughs> How can I leave? I, think, I just. Yeah, Same. I, yeah. <laughs> I've, I want to. I want to say that now. From now on, like if I if I'm talking to somebody or like you know we're having sex, I'll be like, I've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Just class it up a little bit. You're like, oh, what do you yeah. mean? Like, yeah, I I came. I've, I've arrived. I'm like, oh, 
and like because they wouldn't be able to tell uh, uh, during <laughs> during the, the sexual best act, part about yeah. the male orgasm is how elusive it is. To, yes, to prove. yeah. Well, so so many people don't think the male orgasm is real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people uh, they have a hard time finding the penis. It's it's, it's very strange. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. it's a bit much. Uh, I would the say that's the one. That's the one where I'll stop and notice I'm doing it. I'll yeah. be like, ooh, right. this food in my mouth, this this sensation is so um, nourishing. And I'll be like, mm. like, I'll take that moment in time. Um, I think it's a big part of it, too, is that this is also the thing that's been scientifically proven. So if you learn anything tonight, uh, it's a don't go to 16 and up parties. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, comedy is better by proximity if you're close to each other. But the other one is if you eat with your hand to your mouth, um, people always thought like, you know, depression snacks or like, you know, salty, sweet things like chips. The reason why we binge them and we fucking, you know, throw down so hard is because it is just comforting. And that's true. It is. That's part of it. But the other part of it is an actual chemical reaction in your brain. The neurons fire. When you put your fingers to your mouth from eating, you know you're being nourished. Your mm-hmm. body knows you're being nourished. And so if you pick up a fork, even after like, again, centuries of like evolution, yeah. which is not much in the time of evolution, right. if you believe in that sort of thing, um, <laughs> which I do, but <laughs> I just don't want to lose a fan base. <laughs> uh, if you pick up a fork or a utensil, it does, tells your brain nothing. It tells your brain you're about to do work. Even if you cut into the most beautiful, expensive steak ever, it isn't until that steak is in your mouth that you're getting the full enjoyment of it. But that's why I'm I'm paying for a badass fucking steak. I will literally cut a piece. And when people aren't really looking, I will touch with my fingers Mm. and feel it and like squeeze a little bit of the blood and then put it in my mouth. And the sensation, even if it's just... Yeah, baby. That's, Hell yeah, that's baby. That's I get yes. that sensation. Yeah. Is usually, you know, if I'm at home, I'm standing over the trash can. But if I'm in a restaurant, I will size it up to look at it to see how much of an animal I'm going yep. to look like. And yeah, I'm buddy. Like, There's meat on That's the bone. where you need I'm a personal trainer. It. You're going to eat yeah. that. You're an animal. Yeah, you're a you're beast. You're an animal. Yeah, you yeah. love that. Look at you eating that bone. Chew on that oh. bone. Yeah. William Shanks. He'll take the tab, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Six, seven, eight. Nine, and you can put it down. Good, yeah. there you go. Excellent. Now some light conversation, buddy. Wonder you got this. <laughs> Come on, just keep it going. Just yeah, keep exactly. it going. Yep, ask about the weather. Ask yeah. about the weather. Don't don't bring up Game of Thrones. Only talk about House of Dragon. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah. I could use a personal trainer for a restaurant. I'm just right. We're writing a sketch, essentially. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do that, 100%. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, longest answer again ever. Uh, it's the slow It's the slow breath in with yeah. a mouth full of food oh, or it. just that, that sensation of like, Oh fuck! This One of my is... best friends does precisely that. Yeah, and it actually, like, I I lived with him different many different times. Like you know, we moved and then moved back and all that. And it like sometimes gets on my nerves. But it's of course he's not trying I was able to, to ask you that. Does it piss you off, Brandon? My my friend Brandon. Oh, so Brandon. When he puts not something spelled in his how mouth you think, and he like really enjoys it. He does. But no, you know the part, it, the breathing's not the bad part. Here's sure. the bad part. He goes. Mm. Oh, it's okay, the, I can see he does that. a oh, bassy moan on the way out. And I'm like, it's that like, uh, dude, did you need it's that, that Dolby sound effect they do in the theater? Just yeah, mm. <laughs> the THX sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he says, "I've arrived." <laughs> <laughs> also, I would, I would ten times out of ten go see the bassy moan at whatever venue they're playing at. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. Oh, dude, let's go. I, I saw bassy moan at Seventh Street before they were big. God, it was yeah. so loud in there, but it yeah. sounded good, right? Yeah, it sounded good. I had headphones, uh, <laughs> uh, listening to different music. <laughs> cool. yeah. The visuals were wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I was there. MJ, I also visual. want to remark, yeah. as an aside, that <clears throat> I have this thing I do sometimes where I overformalize things. I say, like, I answer the phone and sing greetings. I just like to do it. Greetings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I'm picking somebody up or, like, I'm getting home and my wife's <laughs> expecting me, I will type, 
I have arrived. And every time I type it in my brain, I think that would be the funniest fucking thing to say when you do this. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear. Really I love that. Because you I've texted arrived. me that. And I was actually jerking off when you texted me that. Which part? That's wild. Wait, <laughs> <I've> arrived? <laughs> Always. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got here first, but I arrived first. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've been out here for a half hour, but I don't know if you ever noticed this. why one of my hands always smells like lotion when I get... Anyway. I feel uh, like from now on, I'm je- je- like, now that you've said that, I'm generally going to do that. Uh, not only... I mean, I mean, when I arrive at people's there. houses, I'm just going to... I'm going to arrive it for you. Just up. like... Yeah. Salt Bay ruined the word avocado for me. Fair. Because in one of his Avo- videos, he avocado, went, really? he went, avocado. <laughs> and so every time someone says avocado, I picture him saying that. It's concrete, <laughs> baby. I feel like <laughs> same. Concrete's <laughs> ruined for me. Con- concrete, why? It has to be two it's words. It's a meme. It's C-O-N-K. <laughs> okay. Space, R-E-E-T. Concrete. Concrete, baby. We'll show you the meme later. Yeah. It doesn't translate in I had, I had Culver's it's recently, and then uh, should I be mad at them? No. I had the Go concrete just, mixer, no. the concrete mixer. This is a dumbass meme. meme. Okay, fair. We're just hilarious. <laughs> what what are we even talking about? Oh yeah, the food thing. That when you, what's the thing you do when you eat? When you're food eating and you're good ha- food, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you're, and you're happy. So yeah. oh sorry, when you're eating good, the thing I do often when I'm eating good food is pay, I probably pay more. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's as well. <laughs> uh, I actually do want to <laughs> echo MJ. That's the second time that I've heard that in the span of a month about uh, when you eat food with your hands. Yes, I was fortunate enough to uh, be invited to a dinner with uh, former guest of the podcast uh, Mecca Boss. And her partner, Sean Sherman of Awamni. Cool. And we were uh, one of Time's 100 most influential humans on earth. Which wow. Was pretty rad to uh, the day of the dinner was the day that had been announced. Yep. Wow. Which was pretty fucking awesome. But uh, we did had. You just, did you feel the pressure to like really listen? <laughs> well, the, the, the fun part was it, was it was a table full of people that were all kind of sharing their food stories and, yeah. and where they are from all these different backgrounds. And our chef that night was Uche Enegbu, who is a Nigerian uh, immigrant who's been living in, the, uh, in Minnesota, actually, for 20-ish years now. And uh, that was one of the things that he talked so about. They learned not to eat the last slice of pizza. Oh, no, no. Because you can't like, do that here. He was like, don't do that. Elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's a traditional thing where There's you don't get to. Whatever the last thing you leave on the plate because we're idiots. We'll leave it for Prince now. Yeah. yeah. So he, they put forks and knives out if people felt more comfortable. But what he said was yeah. he, um, he made traditional fufu out of yams, which is like a soft mm. dumpling. And then you tear pieces off. And then you Ooh. scoop up the, he, he made three different stews and you would scoop okay. up these three wildly different stews. So we had uh, uh, spinach and okra, and then we had um, sort of a melange of herbs with beef and chicken, and then um, a spicy pepper and tomato uh, chicken as well. And so we're ripping pieces mm. off. and that sounded awesome. There were a few people that grabbed silverware at first, and then when they kind of looked around the table, everybody got into it. And that's one of the things he was just yeah. saying is, is it's built into us that that feels right when we're eating. Oh, yeah. Just and fucking it, it really a millennia did. of just like you know you're eating something. And also by basic touch, yep. knowing that that is safe to put in your mouth. It like, was it was a great reminder. So my Pop Rocks that. is just an abhorrent yeah. part of nature that I still <laughs> fuck with. In- well, and again, that's why I lick my finger, dip it in, and then I give myself a gummy. Just to remind. <laughs> uh, so so I, I, I echo what you said that I, yeah. I agree with you. My thing actually comes into play there um i'm i'm pretty tactile and i enjoy whenever possible to use my hands and uh especially if it's a sandwich a burger pizza wings i actually um 
I really enjoy rubbing my hands together in between bites. Like whenever I set the food item down. <laughs> like the meme really? of the dude who's like horny and looking to talk. I mean, kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm Anthony mm-hmm. Anderson just mm-hmm. looking there. Um, <laughs> like I will, I will eat. That's who that is. I also like, I get, I get mildly irritated when my fingers are dirty. So I will eat until I set it down okay. and then I'll wipe my hands off and then I'll kind of uh, do that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And then I go back in for another one. You and do your face too because I, I hate having anything on my face. So I either have to finish a whole sandwich and hope no, no one looks at me. Sure. Or if oh, I yeah. set it down, I have to wipe my whole I wipe face. my mouth wanna, all the time. Yeah. I, all the time. I, do, you, do you think Charles has anything to do with your beard? It 100% you does have, for You me. have immaculate beard. It is a, and it's yeah. so black. Yeah. Like it's such a dark anything beard. Anything shows up. And like someone always, someone always <laughs> points out obsidian. But if someone... It, That's the least confrontational thing we've said all day. Like, yeah. How did that get away with an easy answer? Yeah, well, we had a, I think we got enough soft money so far at the two-hour mark. But, um, sure, yeah, yeah, people, it, it's funny that I, I'll think, uh, it's fine. You know, sure. I might have like a little bit of a mayonnaise there. Yeah. But inevitably when I say that to myself, someone goes, hey, there's a little mayonnaise on your face. I'm, I'm in the middle of like taking a I'm bite. I'm eating. Yeah. I'm still, I can't even respond because I'm still chewing. Did you think you needed to point that out right now? <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you. You know what I do now? I say, I know. Yep. Every time. Every and it, it's become such a defense mechanism yes. that like my, yeah, I'm hanging out with friends. People are like, hey, you got a little something. I know. And they're like, you have a booger hanging out of your nose. I'm like, oh, that's different. What I meant was, yeah. if there's something in my beard, I'm like, no, I'm saving it for later. Everyone's like, huh? I'm like, flavor saver, huh? <laughs> Everyone has jokes about you. Do you also feel like you do always know that there's something in your beard? It's almost like there's nerve endings. It's almost like it's weighing down. There is, yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely, like 99.9% of the time, I know, I know it's there. there. I'm just trying to get through this. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I'm in the middle of pro- progress, like you were saying, like I'm in the middle of eating this sandwich, and someone's yeah. like, I'm getting a little mayo there. I'm like, you have no idea. How much more mayo is going to be there? Yeah. You just chill. You turn away. Yeah, exactly. If you can't handle it, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Okay? I love, I love the idea of that guy like being at a concert and being like, "I hope you guys play more." They're like, yeah. "We played one song." Like, pretty we're sweaty clearly, in the bass there. Yeah. Oh, you guys just going to play all your music? Okay. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I people it, state facts. It's when I get really, like, it's when I'm really enjoying it. Sure. That's what I notice, is when I'm really into the food. It's like almost a, like, like a fly. Just there's zzz. never, it, like, it's, that's why I always identify with Jeff Goldblum. Like, there's always <laughs> something going on with my hands. Or Regina Davis for that but it's, it's because I just enjoy, I don't want the entire thing to stop. Like, it, I want that to be like a full symphony until the food is gone. And I, I really, I've tried to be, like, cool about it and just put your hands down. And the whole time I'm like, well, this is. Now I'm like actively taking a break. I'm just rubbing my hands under the table, I'm which po- is also yeah. creepy. <laughs> which is weirder. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Some, some would argue. I do. I, that is, I think that's probably the thing that I do the most when I'm really, really into a meal. Otherwise, it, I've, I've, I don't recognize myself doing this, but other people have told me like, mm. I will stare into the middle distance of a dish if I don't know how it was made <laughs> because I'm trying to comprehend how it's made. And then I'll have friends be like, do you, do you like? your food or what what's i'm like sorry i was trying to figure out how i would do that <laughs> and all of the rest of me completely shut down because all power was devoted to how do we do this at home so we don't have to do this when we're out yeah. we don't have to buy it someone looks at you there's just like math equations floating around yeah, your head 100%. You're staring at like I, Jack yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm 100 yeah, yeah. beautiful minding the fuck out of that food and it usually is just a bunch of wingdings and then like a, a <laughs> stick figure drawing of a guy the stussy s is in there somewhere <laughs> paul like, bettany comes out in a chef coat and I'm like come on man 
Don't be so uptight. <laughs> exactly. Like, hey, like yeah, uh, hey, Ben, why did you just write math on the table with the Metallica M and then the H is the other Metallica thing? Like, what are you doing? Nope. Everything else just shut down. I diverted all power to that thought for two minutes. And I 100% now when people point it out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I for sure do that. If it's something that I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck did they make that? Sure. I completely forget that everything else is going on around me. Okay. And I just zero in on that. <laughs> okay. But I don't, I don't really recognize it in the moment unless somebody calls it out. Because I 100% do not know that's what's going on. Damn. Like, I'm just having a thought. I didn't realize yeah. anybody could see that on my Facebook. This, yeah. this is a fucking that great can, question, Chuck. That can happen. Yeah, I feel like sure. that's the thing. Is like, there's the thing we know we do. Like, I yeah. know I take that breath. Yeah. yeah but yeah. there's probably something I do that, yeah. like, a partner or somebody would look at me like, every fucking what time you do What the fuck is this. that? Yeah, like, exactly. you, just, you just power down for, like, 30 seconds. And I like, do sorry. do one really weird food thing. Or, like, I don't know if it's a food thing. But, like, that okay. I, I recently I've been called out twice mm. this week. Uh, and uh, I'll take a soda can and I'll just lightly crack it. Enough so that the, the little tab is up a little bit, but it won't be open all the way. But the pressure I, releases? Do you get that? Uh-huh. You okay. get a little bit, right? And then I will literally, like a fucking baby, or someone who lives in Pawnee, if you're a fan of Parks and Rec, who put their mouths <laughs> on the, uh, the water uh, fountains, I will literally put my mouth over the whole thing and squeeze like a fucking... Like, a little, like a, a little just, squirt. But no, it's, it's also a pull, so it's a... And uh, it is actually <laughs> almost more carbonated because it's like coming through this sure. busyness. You're activating all because, of those. CO2. And like, and I realized this recently. I was just like, I'm like, like, I was like dating somebody, and they went to grab my soda, which I've drank half of, and it's not open. And they're like, What have you been doing? <laughs> have you been pretending Dude. this whole time to be drinking this? You've, I'm like, No, let Are me you explain to you. Drinking. Yeah, I'm, like, doing oh, it. I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing, an, you're doing a '90s kid thing. Yes. When I was in yes. junior high. You would just pop the tab so that there was that it was open, but no yes. hole is present. Yes, and then you would drink the pop by sucking on the fucking can. It Genuinely, but I don't know why that was a thing, but it was. Exactly. I remember that now. This makes me feel. This is the least alone I've ever felt. You saying that right now? Can I I've never had that happen to me before. It was a household thing for me because you could not um, drink soda in the living room because we had a, we had a, well, one house we lived in had a, a, a carpet, and they were like. You cannot have this in here. So we, my sisters and I, were like, "Oh well, we won't really open them. So if you knock mm -hmm. it over and spill it, it won't really spray out or come out at all." That I, was our mentality. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what were you gonna, kids we, would like drink the whole can and leave it empty, and it would look like it hadn't opened. I think that was the original goal. Oh, I love and that. We started to enjoy the sensation of drinking the pop that way. Okay, so same. The, I love it. This is fucking wild. Because when I'm hungover, I it's have, the only way I can drink. I have honestly <laughs> never. I've never said this out loud to anybody that I didn't grow up with. Oh, you heard but it here, folks. We had we had a group, like our whole group of friends that grew up in South Minneapolis together, like the ride our bikes to each other's houses mm -hmm. kids. We had started a thing where, you know, the little circle rivet that holds the pop tab onto the pop can. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Like the thing that you pull, the, the rivet that anchors it. Yeah. If you press a ballpoint pen directly into the top of that, <laughs> it'll punch a hole directly down into the can. Okay. And that was how we drank pop at sleepovers. Like legitimately, because then you pen stabbing, you, yeah, you pen stab it, and then you would just squeeze it like similar a juice box, yes. and it would just wow. squirt a straight stream out, and just, and I don't know, I to me, the 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 allegory that I had in my head was it looked like when like football players or or basketball players would <laughs> spray like spray the squirt, Gatorade, yes, yeah, spray the Gatorade into their mouths. It kind of looked like that for us, but we would all be playing video games next to each other, and nobody took a sip from the can. Everybody just go, oh god. 
See, folks at home or um, in your car or people driving away from a child's house as he screams jokes at you, um, <laughs> this is why you talk about the things that you're a little embarrassed and a little scared about with people you trust because then they not only have stories that they relate right. to, but there's a whole cultural movement out there for some of us and that I we have gone through. I've never talked yeah. about it because I thought that was just, uh, we were just fucking weirdos. Yeah. But it was the same thing. If you looked at that can... If you like, if you didn't squeeze it all the way and go Hulk smash on it, if you looked at that can, you would have no idea that it had been opened except for that one little blacked out that you don't look at. You just I love look that at it the tab is popped. That feels like such a high school thing to do too, because it's yeah. like a, a, a fuck you to somebody else. Yeah. Like, oh wow, full sun kissed. Oh, <laughs> I got damn. you, good fucker. Yeah, Wait exactly. a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. It's, it's, it's the perfect prank is that you're not like harming somebody or like hurting them or their feelings. You're just giving them something they're like, oh nice. You're and just like, mildly no. inconveniencing them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the glued uh, dollar bill to the street, you know, or the, or the coin to the street. Like the, the dollar bill on the fishing line is just like, yeah. yeah. MJ, have I ever told you the, the, my favorite prank that I ever pulled in all of my years behind the bar? I was pretending that I was cool and I could be on your podcast Never. Twice. No? Okay, cool. <laughs> that's not a prank. <laughs> that's a love. That's a crush. Oh, buddy. That's uh, a, it's a long con. I sat down. I went to Target and I bought uh, rubber <laughs> cement. Okay. And I sat down with an entire hundo stack of $1 bills. And I, alternating top to bottom, I glued the entire stack together. So if you grabbed one, they all came out. I am still so proud of that. And the reaction to it was approximately five seconds. Wait, where was it? Where did you leave it? How was it? I put it in the bartender's till. So like oh, in the till. Because I, 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 I had a second bartender coming on. And so he goes to grab change. And the first bill he pulls out, like three come out. And he's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then I'm like, well, yeah. So I, all right, I glued a couple of them. And then he just kept going with it. It just kept, wow. And this is how you become GM, everybody. If you want to go to a bar, like, don't think about how to improve the bar or the when specials. I, uh, just know how to fuck with your senior staff. I, I, did, yeah. that, I did that one, and then I also did, I, I'd pour a little bit of grenadine in the bottom of the quarters, and you just drop a whole fucking roll oh, of quarters in there. Because no. then from the top, you don't see it. Now it's, it's, by the time you get to the bottom of the quarters, now we're in, like, go time, yeah. and you reach in and you grab it, and everything is sticking together, and now you have syrup all over your fingers. How would the fuck did you get to where you were in the restaurant industry other people thought it was funny like yeah. that's you always have to you have to cordon off who the victim <laughs> is and then make sure that everybody else doesn't but they're like oh that was fucking hilarious you're the you equivalent of like the bandits from fucking home 100%. alone you're the wet bandits and the sticky bandits at the all same of my time. pranks <laughs> uh someone call rich melvin my principal he would attest all of my pranks the, i want to really shout hurt. out to rich melvin again this is he's a he's a podcast regular at least in the references absolutely uh he 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 was always irritated because our breaks never hurt anybody yeah but he's like you guys always just annoyed people and i'm like yes that's where i'm at oh yeah 100 percent. when i got uh one time i got detention in music class and my job during <laughs> detention was to use rubber cement to glue the um glue the back page of the cover and and the back the books because those would peel ah. off oh, and shit. i spent my entire attention gluing together every page of just one book yes so the yes. whole book was just wouldn't open and I was oh like, my god job well done I'm absolutely going home. yeah i spent my home. time well <laughs> yeah wait <laughs> hold on what's the thing you do yeah, what's you the eat? weird thing you do like we we're doing it, it. Uh, yeah, okay yeah, yeah i, I feel like we're you talk to two My other thing, plus size gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how weird it is, but it's probably weird to the people that I know because I'm notorious with those close to me for how quickly I eat. Oh, that is a thing that I, I got, have noticed before. I got poor kid mentality. I eat real fast. Sure, but yeah, same. Um, if I someone really, else is going to grab it otherwise. 
that's, that's I, I can't I, I can't reprogram yeah. that. And it doesn't mean I'm not enjoying myself. Yeah. It's just the way I eat. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people are like, how'd you how'd it taste? Did you even taste it? But if I'm really enjoying something, the more I enjoy it, the more I slow down. Yeah. And if I really slow down and the plate's sitting there and other people are finishing before me, it means that I'm having a spiritual experience. Oh, and I love that. Food does make me emotional mm-hmm. while we're admitting things that, yeah. I'm that with people you, don't admit. If there are some meals I've had, and it feels like the, the older I get, the more I, I sort of get romantic about a meal that I'm well, having. You, you also open yourself up to that. Like yeah. this is important. Yes, important. I've had I've had uh, several meals in the last year where not only did I have that you know slow down time, the whole world around me feels like it slows down, but that I start to get like I start to like feel emotions, like I'm I'm moved by the experience of consuming that meal, and that's something that I didn't used to experience, and that you know maybe that's foreign to some people, but I'm sure some people are listening to this and they're like, "Me oh, too, dude." Yeah, and I'm I'm happy that. that I'm happy that I'm I'm at that point in my enjoyment. I look at food as being the only art that uses utilizes all of your experiences. You know, like I'm going to Alchemist when we're in Copenhagen together. It's a it's a six hour fifty course dinner, and it engages every yes. element. Six hour, take that in. It's 50 like course, and like the way I looked at it, and I I said it to my, another one of my friends. Ten who's of those are with just us. like air that has flavor, right? A, a lot of it is like I'm almost kidding. nothing. Kidding, no, I guarantee you there's things yeah. like that. It's like, so you open the dish and it's just like, this is the idea of joy. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, maybe like a smoke and or something. 42. Right? <laughs> yeah, here's a cheese smoke. But I was describing weed to... weed from your friend. You know, yeah. you can yeah. tell it's bad. This is a <laughs> fart from the first person that ate this dish. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we're not going to name names. It was Gwyneth Paltrow. And, um, <laughs> Dude, so, that's amazing. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was describing to another friend who's coming with us how yeah. this place, I, I was like, he's like, man, like, try and explain this to me. And I said, yeah. it's, you go through different levels in this building, and a lot of it's visual, a lot of it's uh, audio, a lot of it, you know, you're using your sense of touch. Yeah. I said, it's basically like going through a museum, but you can smell and taste the things that are being presented to that's- you. And I was like, yeah, cool. I guess I've never really put it that way, even though I'm sure a lot of people contextualize it that way. But that helped me also to realize that it's not weird that food makes me emotional because no. so much work goes into it and so much of it is a form of art, especially when you're, yeah. you're dining at places that are such a high level and there's like so much iteration and hard work that goes into yeah. a single dish being presented to you, like all the hours and time and the people and the farmers and the chefs and everything to present that dish to you and then for you to experience it. I think that's a great way to actually uh, uh, bow, bow to everyone who yeah. had a hand in it. Reverence. Feeling something instead of just like future poop. You're like this means this meant a lot to me. I felt. By the way, I saw Future Poop at Seventh Street Entry uh, before they were big, and they were really. Yeah, it was cool. a little loud. Yeah, it was a loud. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, wait, I think Future Poop could also be a contender for the title of the episode. If not, then I want the T-shirt. Oh, wait, I want to know how many people actually sit out there and go like, "This is just Future Poop." Yep. And they're eating stuff. I mean, like Chili, you're kind of like, "This is already poop." Dude, uh, I've met people. Yeah. I, I had a um, a prior client that had an accountant. Um, he was this. Very tiny Englishman. Sure. Uh, great guy. Is it? He actually was a comic illustrator as well. Fun. But awesome dude. And he super interesting. And then he and I had a conversation where he was like, what's with all the fussy food? Like, why do you fuss over food so much? Sure. And I said, it brings me great joy. Like, it makes me happy. You know, I'm good. I eat every day, right? Why not enjoy myself? Why not? Yeah. And he was like, 
I don't get it. Food is sustenance. And I was like, do you not enjoy the food you eat? Don't you whimsy over a sandwich that you really love? He goes, nope. If they made, he said, when I was a kid and I watched the Jetsons, I wished I could just have the pill and not even microwave it, just throw it in my mouth and I'd be done. I'm like, wow. what the fuck? Like, did you ever like, about, I don't um, care. I just need to be sustained. Shoving him off a bridge? Or? <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. No, I mean, like, okay. That's why I'm using the past tense. <laughs> um, Charles, can I, can I jump off that? Uh, going back to that dinner that I was just talking about with, yeah. with Uche. Um, uh, I I wanted Charles to was be this able the to person who was the top one hundred? Uh, Sean Sherman, Sean Sherman. Oh, okay. from Oamni was also. Do there. they give them a rank of one through a hundred, or is it all just top one hundred list? Yeah, Good, because that would just be crazy. Right. If it's like all of a sudden, like yeah, I'm uh, I'm in there. Like that's amazing. Yeah, I'm seventy nine. And fuck 71. Yeah, exactly. 71. Well, they do, 71 I think the only designation is they do person of the year, right? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, oh, they do person of the year. I believe. Oh, okay, whoever cool. made the biggest difference in the world that year, and then the Somehow other. Somehow, George Clooney still. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, well, no. So, so we're at this dinner, and uh, previous guest on the podcast, Nerdy, uh, came with me when uh, Charles had a that surprise birthday party oh, the same yeah, night. Dude. And uh, we really we had a wonderful time talking with him um, on the show. And I just thought, well, if we're if this is going to be like a storyteller's night where everybody kind of speaks their truth and what it was like growing up, yeah. I feel like you would at least appreciate the idea. So I kind of threw it out, and he's like, "Dude, I would love to." So we were sitting there talking, and, and dinner was over, and, and Uche worked so hard for two days to make all the food for everybody. So he's just chilling at the table with us. And we were talking about how different art inspires different people. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, the written word versus music versus paintings and sculpture and architecture. And I was talking about the reason that, that music moves me so much. Well, it's not why it moves me so much, but why I love it so much as an art form is that it's the only art that I can carry with me everywhere I go. Yes. I can have access to oh, dude. the world's best paintings or sculptures or whatever. I can have it in my pocket at all times and I can listen music. to it yes. and I can be inside of that art. Yes. And earlier in the evening, Nerdy had talked about uh, being the grandson of Jamaican immigrants. Mm -hmm. And I thought he was just going to chime in with me on like the music thing. And he was for a little bit. Sure. And then we had this like, ooh. and then he fucked you. Yeah. We had this <laughs> weird, like two second pause and out of nowhere he goes, you know, my grandma used to tell me that food is the best form of art because it's the only art you have to have. Damn. And that shut the whole table down for a little bit. Yeah. And everybody talked about like, if you take a step back from art, right. You can consume finger paints your entire life. You can just buy prints of, yeah. of things that you've heard of yeah. and you can, Keep those postcards. You could put them on your wall and you can say that that's your art. Or you can meet the artists and you can have custom works made for you. And the deeper we got into that, the more everybody was just nodding along. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I am so privileged and fortunate enough to be a part of is the fact that I live in such an amazing artist community of yeah. food. Yeah. You know, if I want to not care, I can not care all day long. But if I want to care, yeah. I live in an area where it's everywhere if I want it to be. Right. Those are differences. You have to be willing to perceive it as art. Correct. Which many yeah. people don't. And that's, a f that's okay. Like, and that's the emotional response there, though, too. Art. But that's it. Like, and yeah. I'm like, that's, that's, why, that's why I've also been moved by dishes. Yeah. Is that, that that's when I sat down at an artist's table instead of somebody that's just printing something. No shit. Yeah. And that really, and it's, like, it's also ooh, okay to be moved like by that. flavor. Yeah. 
Totally. Because you know? I think that's it's, a, like, it's more common probably for people to be yeah. like, oh my fucking God, I've never tasted anything well, like the, that. The terrible irony in the, the pears in here too is like the, the Warhol Campbell's soup thing. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's just over and over again. It's just a repeated thing. But like, he wasn't making fun of Campbell's. He was saying like, this is something that is a brand that just keeps making the exact same thing yep. over and over again for literally like 30, 40 years now, which is now even longer. And it's fucking great. It's what you expect and, and think about. I also love that nerdy. I love that Matt was also just like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm, 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 I'm a prominent musician, yep. but I'm like, actually, it's food. I'm going to quick and build a bridge for everybody, and yeah. then I'm going to invite you all to walk across it. Yeah. And I thought that was such a, it was such a beautiful moment. And to go off of what you said, Charles, about the flavor thing, I think that would be the musical equivalent of there are certain chord progressions that will always get me. Oh, yeah. There are certain tips and tricks. It's like Coldplay is still going. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I have literally there there is a formula that I could draw you guys up. I've actually posted this on social media before. Not and surprising. also <laughs> Tina from Opera Plot Happy Hour was like, Oh, here's three classical songs that would absolutely get you. And she was fucking right. But oh, there awesome. are there that. are certain things that you could put in a song and it's a cheat code to get me to like it. And yeah. I would say the same thing sure. about when you build certain flavors. Of course. Yeah. I will never not love this. I will swoon mm. over it every time. I don't care. I like a no, good yeah. baseline. I like uh, black truffle sea salt. I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for anybody musically inclined out there that's listening, uh, I love anytime that there's a song that has a droning note that goes through the whole thing and everybody dances around that. I love Ooh. that. I love anytime somebody plays, I call trips over quads, but if you play three beats over four, four time, I think that's the sexiest thing ever. And Ooh. if you have a dirty little marching snare somewhere in there, I'm always in. I love a, a strolling guitar. Oh yeah. Like a guitar that just, it's just taking itself for a walk. It's like a little streamline. It's just like, you know, like the strokes do that a lot. You know, a lot of different like, you know, bands from like the seventies and like people trying to mimic the seventies. But I also like something I love about composition is when a song, especially a good pop song, when I say pop. I don't mean like necessarily like, you know, that type of shit, but it's a pop song. It's like, it's got a hook. It's got a bridge. It's like, it's, it's a mathematical. Yep. Situation and Spoon is one of my favorite bands for oh. that very reason. I absolutely adore and love them, and I love that I've been a fan for so long. And they have so much acclaim, and they have Grammys and all this other shit. But I can still see them for thirty five dollars because the general public is still kind of like, oh yeah, that, I know that one song that was used in that one movie with Will Ferrell. And you're like, well, actually, they designed the entire soundtrack, or whatever. Um, but there is a Jonathan Fisk is a song that I absolutely love. Oh my and, god! And same oh, with yeah. uh, also Radiohead, uh, 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 both Paranoid Android and Jigsaw falling into place. Start with a riff, just a just opening guitar wow. riff, acoustic guitar starts playing, and then the bass, and then the drums, and everything else comes in, and it's just calamity. Eventually, you get to the wall of sound, you get to the chorus. It's like ooh, but you hits. like get to build it with them. But then, if you really chill and you're not listening on the radio or on the, even on like the the phase in and out of Spotify, you can just listen to the track as it is, and everything falls away. And what comes back is that same riff, that same fucking thing. Like National Anthem by Radiohead's a great one, but the bass line is just doom, 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 doom. And you're like, oh, I know what's coming. And it hits. But that bass line never stops. So then it ends with that same bass line. And you have to imagine for the bass player, pretty fucking boring. They're just like, I'm going to just peace out for seven minutes. I'm just going to stare in the middle space like Ben when he's looking at a dish he likes, you know? Like, pondering the I'm, existence of all of humanity over this one dish. That. Yeah, you, you check back in. That's when he checks the balconies of the theaters he's at. But uh, that is something so brilliant and lovely, about, like the, the building and the building of that. Yeah. I'll slap one in there just to bring this full circle. Yeah, buddy. I, I have many, but I love, I, I have instant man crush if, and it's got to be a man, obviously, but instant man Good. crush if a band that, 
isn't necessarily like a Spanish band plays Spanish guitar within. Ooh, the song. Yep. It's one of the reasons I love Opeth so much. Both okay. of their guitarists are Fuck Spanish yeah. brothers, yeah. and they do a lot of like. Like when that comes so in on the acoustic guitar, uh, and then they're playing black metal. Yeah, like it feels high stakes. That confluence, yeah. I adore it, and it's it's a cheat. Like it doesn't even got to be a good song. <laughs> if that's happening, I'm like, ooh, ooh hold on, hold I mean, on, let me see, hold yeah. on, hold on. I feel like I'm What's imagining this? What are you a bank playing? heist. Yeah, yeah like I'm picturing something very high yeah. stakes at this moment. Now. It's not common, but when I hear it, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, how I fucking love that. I had to look this up for a second, but exactly what you described, where yes. it, it breaks it all down to the to the simple thing. Yeah, the the writer slash singer in me. Well, I always go towards lyrics, which is funny because oh. as a DJ, Dude. it's antithetical. Same. But the lyric thing is always it for me. And um, there's this amazing fucking punk band called Spanish Love Songs that I'm crazy, crazy, crazy about. And if you've ever even slightly felt a twinge of depression in your life, just go check out their fucking records because they're incredible. But I went and saw them for the first time uh, about seven, eight months ago. Okay. And it is a boot stomping, yeah. everybody crashing into each other, loud ass ruckus of music. I'm into this. And they go into the last song, which is the, the, the title track from the record, Brave Faces, comma, everyone. And mm. so the whole band is just stomping it down. And the final chorus is, uh, but I feel like burning down my life again. I watch the fire spread over my skin until I'm nothing left but skeleton. A pile of dust that's free, just floating in the wind, but brave faces, everyone. And as he's singing this, one by one, everyone in the band is walking off until oh. it's just him with a guitar. And he says, I'm always looking up and you're jumping. And he stops playing guitar and he goes, but brave faces, everyone. And he just turned and walked off the stage. Damn. And I was just like, done. And again, he could have just said, skedada, skedi, skedoo. And I still would have been like, oh. Because yeah. of the theatrics. Yeah. But then when you oh, fucking I, I hit me with a, a punch off the side of my head with... Yeah. Oh, God. There's another soundbite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers, fellas. We are, yeah, we are rich in this. I love it. She is. Cheers. Cheers, friends. I uh, also love that um, uh, lyrics that are important to you because I, I'm one of those people, like, you can hear the vibe of a song. Like, I think most people who listen to the radio or whatever, like, for a, a hit or a pop song, you're like, oh, I get the vibe of this. But you know, when I listen to the lyrics or read them, and they just don't fit or match in, in my perceived knowledge of this, sure. it just feels false or whatever to me. It's just like, oh, they're just kind of saying stuff. Some guy wrote a poem, and some girl made a beat, and that's what's happening. Or like, there's something else. But when it, there's simpatico, yeah. when I hear a song, and I feel the energy of it immediately, and then I get to read the lyrics and find out that this fucking, it's a novel uh, again, like to show my indie love and cred is the TV on the radio, uh, Wolf Like Me. It's like, hey, you just play that. Like, there's so many people flashback to, like, oh, yeah, I went to Madison once for Halloween. You know, like, there's just yeah. this vibe of, like, yeah, no, I know that song. I used to be a crazy bee. I was an animal. And we also um, have songs or albums ruined for us when we learn. 100%. So many times. So too. I listen to yes. death metal and I do understand yeah. death metal lyrics, but there, is, there are occasions where like I listen to it for the music and I don't want to decipher. And yeah. then later I go back and I read the lyrics. The most famous example for me, and the <laughs> singer died, unfortunately, you know, because he's dead. That's but, pretty metal though. Um, Suicide Silence. It's a, also, he probably named the band because it's a terrible name. Oh, wait, the but name of the band the music, is Suicide the Silence? Music, the music fucks. Like it's like really, sure. it's powerful. Yeah. Like metal. But you might see them in when I first deciphered their mute, their lyrics, I was like, <laughs> this is the worst. And it ruined it. 
What was it? Was it too it. like just juxtaposed? Like it was like it was sunshine, bad. butterflies, cotton no, candy. It, no, it was <laughs> like an angry thirteen-year-old. Oh, okay. You know, oh no. Like, yeah. I wish I, you would just growl and not say anything. I've had to learn, especially with friends who are artists in that field or any field, where you're like, oh, oh, I, that's not bad art. I just don't like that kind of art. Like I have have friends who are musicians that are fucking amazing and I love them and they're dear friends. And then like I go see their band and I'm like, oh, this is really fucking well done. Like they're, they're really genuinely doing a great job and the crowd is loving it. Not my speed, not my style. It's, and if we're doing like, yes. art, you know, it's like it's like the spicy food for me. If art is food, you know, I'm just like, oh, I can't digest this. I don't think I'm going to start letting it in my mouth. Different forms of <laughs> yeah. art are more subjective than others. Correct. Yes, people say that all art is subjective. I personally disagree. My philosophy is that you can like something that sucks, but you can't tell me it's good, and vice versa. You can like oh. something that rules, and I don't like it, and I can be like wrong about it. Sure. There's a lot of music that's beautifully. I don't think there's a wrong or right there, though, right? Yeah, like, for sure. But like. Yeah. I like music that a lot of people don't like. It doesn't mean that it's not good. And I can't tell the difference sure. between whether it's good or that I just like it because it makes yeah. me feel something. But if you like something that's really bad, it's fine. But you can't tell me that it's good. You have to yeah. say, my opinion <laughs> is yeah. that's yeah. not great. 100%, because you can't but, say but it's objectively trash. Whatever it is. But there is some objectivity to good art forms. You know, like... This yeah. is this is done beautifully. It is done right, but I don't like it. We talk about I Dave Matthews Band on the podcast sometimes, right? Like great artists. I, I can't, I can't. Yeah. But like what they're DMB. doing is, I would say, objectively good yeah. musicianship. It is sure, yeah, but it's not for me. And I was beating the fuck out of Gray Street today, and that song jams. All right, talk about it, topic it five. Works. <laughs> Top five. Talk about music. Yeah. <laughs> God, give me an open lane to talk about more music. All right, uh-huh. all right, all right, all right. So uh, <laughs> we give Ben literally threw his hands up like we probably should do something yeah, I, more about I, the podcast. Yeah, I need to do more about this. So uh, we give a lot of flowers on the show. I'm stealing a little bit more tequila. Please do. So yeah. fucking I good. I would honestly, I would hope to not bring that bottle. We're mostly here in to drink. Case. We are not Hell interested yeah. in the conversation. Are these mics on, by the way? We're here to drink. <laughs> oh, I should hit record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so uh, we give a lot of flowers. We talk about a, a lot about places that like we want to shine lights on. Yeah, but. Having you here, I kind of wanted to flip that question. You've, you've traveled a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where does it just fucking suck? Like, oh. what, what city either do you need to take down a peg, or are you like, hey, fix your shit, guys? Ooh. And if you want to think about it, because I know it's a negative I do, question. I feel like, I, remembering back now to the last time I was here, I did a lot of round robin where I was like, you gave me the question. I was like, you guys answer first so I can nope. think about it. But I think okay to do. Lately, I've just been raw dogging it, uh, as in the last uh, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'll just answer now. Um, but if you want to think. like This is this is, this is is correlated to the same question. You actually asked me this, a different question uh, uh, on a radio uh, podcast thing years ago. Oh, yeah. You had me in as like, yep. ask a bartender or whatever. And, yep. you, and I felt very privileged because you knew a million bartenders and you still invited me because you knew like I also like comedy. Because I fucking love you. I love you too, buddy. But the thing is, you asked me this, or maybe it was the, the co-host you had. It was, someone was just like, someone was like, hey, uh, what's your least favorite thing to make? Or like, what, what's the thing you hate? Like, what, what, do you, what do you hate and people order it? And I still that was, go back that to that was, saying- That was our co-host at the time because he had never spent any time behind a bar and he was baffled by the fact that there were things that we liked and didn't like to make. Yeah, right. Because he's like, you're all, you're all just making the same shit. And I think I have a better answer for that. And this is also, I promise you, tying into the question you just actually asked. Uh, I don't have a problem with anything you order. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with how you order it 
and how you're treating myself, the people around you, yourself, everything. That is everything. I will make hold any on, cocktail. Hold on. Are you are you answering the old question or are you Both. answering this? Because this one is I don't think there's a city. city. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. I don't now. think I it's it it's how that city treats me, cool. how that crowd treats me. Hey, that's fair. I, that's I could I could literally if right out, right out the gate, I could be like, no, but I literally just filled up, baby. Go go get it. Yeah, sometimes we're sensationalizing these topics too. It doesn't mean you have sure. to be like, I fucking hate Milwaukee. Well, I will. Okay, but I will say Milwaukee though, first and foremost. The most evil place I've ever been. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love Milwaukee too. I grew up like an hour and a uh, hour and a half north. Milwaukee was the city to me. Yeah. Like everyone's like, you're going to go to the city. I'm like, that was Milwaukee. We go to Madison to like, you know, hang out and eat food and like uh, pretend we were in college. But we would go to Milwaukee uh, to be at uh, the Eagles Ballroom and the Rave to go see shows. And the then Rave be is like, fucking grad, by it, the way. It is so fucking cool. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't want to make you feel weird. I'm only laughing because I always fucking forget about the Appleton connection. Every, yeah, buddy. Every fucking time yeah. we hang out. It's like my brain is desperately trying to file that one away. You walked into the bar I was bartending at because uh, you were engaged at the time, I believe, yeah. to a person I knew. Uh, and uh, oh God. and I had heard about you. And you know when you hear about certain people that are like, you know, uh, <laughs> enigmatic and cool and, and loud and great and gregarious, you're like, well, I don't like them. Like automatically, because like I, I want to be yeah, those things, and I'm then they person. walk in, and there's Ben, and then there's Ben just being Ben, who is what I think talking shit about how great Minneapolis is, because I was planning on moving there very soon or yeah, here, okay. and uh, I remember like getting cut walking outside, and he has an arm around me, we're like walking through the street, like the middle of the street in my hometown, which is like not a popular, <laughs> like it's 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 busy, but like it's nighttime, so you can just walk down the street like this. But I was like, this fucking guy thinks you can just walk down the middle of the street, even though there's no cars coming on both sides, and put his arm around me and be all. Like, yo, when you get to Minneapolis, you have such a fucking good time. I know this people, you have this place to go, you have these things to do, you have these experiences. You're so, you're gonna have such a fucking great time. And I, in, my, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, bet, prove it. And then I come here, and sure enough, there he is, uh, one of the first people to invite me to places, bring me out to bars, bring me to places he's going. What a piece of uh, shit. Yeah, just a total piece the of worst. shit. Really, really. And the thing is, every so often, Ben, he would look at me and go, you like that, you little towny piece of shit? You know? <laughs> Let's get the fuck so out of here and go is, some uh, dirty sorry. snowballs. It's Appleton. Yeah. Uh, no, it's where I'm from and I love it. I would say there's parts of me immediately, my first thought was like, Bismarck, North Dakota can just, you know, go fuck itself. But truthfully, it wasn't their fault. It was a giant snowstorm when I was doing a show there with some friends. And uh, the people who did show up, eight of them, I can't believe they made it there. But they didn't laugh a lot. <laughs> I think because they were spaced out too they were much. Thinking about how they were going to get home. Uh huh. Guaranteed. But I remember being like, "Dude, we literally have survived a fucking giant blizzard. We're driving across the country, and we came here to play for you." It was kind of my shitty artist mentality. Like we made it here. No, that's think, real though. Yeah, like I'm literally also thinking about the Burger King across the alley of the place we're at. I'm like, all right, well, you know, this is what I'm going to go for me. But Bismarck isn't the one to blame there. So the, to the same answer that question, it's not what you order. It's not it. It's how you order it. It's how you treat the people who are there. So I can't blame a city. Fair I can blame. I can blame the thirty-person crowd that came to see the show I was at. Um, but I think that's a real answer. Is yeah. it's, it's like prove it to me or tell me how to have a better experience in your town. I think that's Fair. okay to say. Fair. Okay. Were you asking that question? I came right from the place of like doing performances and stand up and improv. Like, did you mean just any city that I've been? Matter. Yeah. Oh however, fuck, my bad. In that case, deserve, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while we're at it. <laughs> Fuck I, Seattle. No, I love Seattle <laughs> okay. the place. Yeah, yeah. The people. <laughs> yep. I have some work to do All right. on uh, uh, just <laughs> on each other. Do you know that it's the largest dog-centric city in America? 
major city at least. I believe that. That's yeah. real. That makes they, sense. they say they have the, the, the highest ratio of dogs to humans. Okay. I think it's because they do, will do everything not to talk to each other. That's a fair. friend of mine, I get there, uh, we drove 23 fucking hours in a car to go do performances there and do shows because we're, we're poor. And um, uh, uh, this is back then, as in six years ago. Um, still poor. And uh, please also have me back, Seattle. But... Um, the people we met, the fellow performers, usually there's this ilk of like, hey man, yeah, us versus the world type shit. Like, you know, like we're performers. We, we know you do different speed than I do. Like you play classical music. I play punk. But like, nice to meet you. Nice to have you. Like, thanks for coming. None of that. Um, everyone um, was just cold. And, and they weren't mean. They were never mean. They weren't, they, no one was vindictive. No one was rude. They just didn't give you anything. Okay. And my friend there, he lives there. He, said, he calls it the Seattle Freeze. I don't know if that's a real thing, hmm. but I remember getting a little indignant. So I'm like, yo, I'm from fucking Minneapolis, yeah. one of the coldest cities in the entire. Shit. Yeah, we, we call it Minnesota nice, even though we're not. It's passive aggressive. It's disgusting and uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, a lot but of people listening to this maybe would answer. We're forcibly polite, which is honestly something that I True. want to bring up. True. I would say this, too, that like, what a, what a terrible, not terrible thing to have. Like, our worst characteristics is that we're a little passive-aggressive. We don't jump right to conflict, you know? But, like, we also still have it within us, like any human. There's, like, that Venn diagram or the map of the, of the United States that's, like, uh, is nice, sounds mean, or, like, no, sounds is, nice, is, is mean. Is nice, but mean, yes. mean uh, seems mean, but is nice. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. It's yeah. great, too. It's it, like, it breaks it oh, down. Shit, look at that. Kind of right on. It's like, five sections. Yeah. It's not that many. And <laughs> I, I just feel like the time I had in Seattle, uh, the, the times I've had, because I also love performing there. I think it's one of the most beautiful cities I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, I know it's gray, and it's dark, and every so often, but, like, the, the clouds part, and the sun breaks out, and there's the, the water, and the, there's whales, and there's, there's so many people who are doing so many cool things. What a rich sure. fucking town tapestry of history and neighborhoods and I love being there but if I didn't have like the three friends that are all from either Wisconsin or Minnesota there I don't know if I, I think I would strike out every time sure. I went out to a bar you're being and too I, diplomatic I think what you need to say is that you're gonna get a personal trainer so that you look good with your shirt off because you're just gonna go to Seattle and start swinging just big just big stick your big shirt off and shut it down swinging. no dry I, spots anywhere no, no dry spots I I think I recently <laughs> talked about this with, a, with, with, with someone who's very dear to me um, and uh, we talked about the difference between um, big dick energy and functional dick energy, mm. and I think that that was something that I recently been told that I have. I have FDE. I have functional I'll dick take energy. FDE way more than BDE. I'll uh, yeah, no, I don't need. I'm, it's not big. It's very average. All right. <laughs> Is that a callback? I feel like I'm it just was. gonna go ahead and say it's also nice to know that it works. You Amen. said a little above Function. average before, so I feel like the more you drink, the smaller it gets. Oh, yeah, that's also in, true in, in real ten life. ten minutes, you're going to be like, yeah. it's actually a little under. It's going negative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get aroused, and I basically fuck my own ass on the, on the, from the inside out. Woo. I hope this is also a sound clip. It's Party tricks. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of the episode. Listen, <laughs> we have myriad propositions. Too many. <laughs> we probably too have many. way too much content to begin with. That's fair. <laughs> Charles, who... Fuck what city, man? Yeah, what city, man? What, what, Fuck what you? every city. No, nice. Um, you versus the world. There's also, yeah, there's, there are so many different ways to approach this. Because yeah. originally I was thinking, well, I went to Pittsburgh with my, uh, my friend who's from there who passed away. Mike, he adores I the city. I swear to fucking God. He oversold it. No, I'm not going to. I just thought it was, was kind of boring. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. I, just, I was like, it's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. 
I'm on record that LA, you know, I'm like, I don't get LA. I, I'm going to get it someday. I know that I'm probably wrong. Also, this is a dope callback to MJ's last episode because that yes. was when we first discovered that you hated and we LA. Caught the, yeah. And that part and that's was what lost. We lost. Yeah, we lost. Thank LA. you for bringing it Call back. Callback. We were talking about that. Nope. But I, we also I'm made not, a joke I, about how you, you wear a rig of a one man podcast and you just always have microphones and stuff on you. Maybe yeah. that's why you weren't welcomed yeah. so yeah. well in LA. Yeah. See, Do you all you these want great a podcast? jokes you missed out on. It's also We've all only given you a thousand to make up. You keep handing out pamphlets about the, the San Andreas Fault, and I think that that makes people nervous. And I think you should <laughs> just ease up on that. Mediterranean Mark Barron over here, Triple hey, whoa, M. Whoa. <laughs> uh, actually, so before you gentlemen showed up, I was down here in the chambers at Club Caraway. Had you um, arrived? Oh, I arrived. <laughs> Twice. Uh, they were, yeah, around the several members who were here. And then... Um, <laughs> Uh, so our friend, our our friend Paul Butenhoff was here, and um, Nick Rancone, one of the the owners of the revival, oh, and, and the family I missed him. was here. Yeah, and so we were talking about he's he's taking he's taking a trip to Europe. I'm taking a trip to Europe. He's going to Italy. I'm going to Copenhagen, and we were just talking about Europe and stuff. And I was talking about um, I'm also going to Copenhagen. I nice. I I don't. I've had the tobacco. I don't get Barcelona. I don't. I don't. Oh. Do like you know Barcelona why? Because you don't pronounce it you're right. You're saying it wrong. Yeah, Barcelona. Exactly. Barcelona. <laughs> That's great. That's I love that MG and I, we Perfect both joke. reacted like Pavlov's dogs. Like, mm. we both just immediately shot yeah. up the minute, the minute that you said a hard I ass. It, I think it also means that we're also Conan fans <laughs> we, uh, in the same sense of, like, you cannot say Barcelona as Barcelona. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a pop but, star but, never stop stopping. Oh, yeah. So Paul never stop, never stopping. Never stop, never stopping. Also good. I love that we're just completely derailing Charles' answer. Sorry, I'm trying to re-rail. But Barcelona. No. Barcelona, no. Barcelona. So Paul's going so in January pa- with his girlfriend. Would you mind just pausing, though, after bar and then... Barcelona. <laughs> That's why I hate it, so... <laughs> End of topic. Not uh, changing my asses. Paul's going with his girlfriend to northern Spain. They're going to Bilbao and San Sebastian, two towns I love. And we're talking about all the cities that I've been to. And I said that I liked it the least. I wasn't there for very long, but to me... I'm going to go ahead and be kind of controversial sounding, even though we had a fine time. We had a good time. And I think that I'll go again and I'll probably like it even more. But to me, it felt like a shittier New York or Mexico City. Like, I just didn't. Pittsburgh. I didn't, I didn't have, a, like, the best time. I didn't love it. It smells like dog pee because they have the weird little mats under every tree that all the dogs pee on. Probably rivals Seattle for the number of dogs they have, by the way. Everybody's got a dog. All off leash, which I actually like, you know, because they can do that. Well, they have dope. such well trained dogs. They just kind of. Well, I, I think you might be everything. saying Pittsburgh wrong too. I think it's Pittsburgh. a pizza bag. A pizza bag. Yeah, well, that's Italian. <laughs> that's little Italy in Pittsburgh. Pizza. 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 Was it though? Oh, was it? Yeah. It's called Papa John's. Yeah. So Barcelona. Uh, yeah. I just uh, and again, I'll contextualize it as with the other cities that I don't. I'll say I don't get it. Not that I hate it. I'll say that I don't get it and. I didn't spend a lot of time there, and I will go back because sure. again, I think I'm I'm wrong, and that I have to experience the things that actually enrich it. Yeah. Well, actually, one, so one of the experiences that made me be like, "What is this city?" is we got um, cocktails at this bar that looked really cool and had these fucking sick menus, and I love menu design and packaging and stuff because I do that. And they had these oh, yeah. really incredible menus. We walked in and saw them on the bar top, and it was in this historic part of the city. And we sat down, and the bartender couldn't stop talking about how Barcelona invented cocktails. He's like, you've never had cocktails like this. We invented cocktails, and the cocktails were rotten. They were so bad. It was, like, unimaginably bad. I can't even explain to you how rotten they were. These were not, they were nothing. 
Like they were, n- I, I felt like someone was pranking me when I was consuming <laughs> them. And I was looking at Marnie, like, is this just me? And she usually, Marnie will enjoy anything for what it is. Her baseline for enjoyment is like the, about the worst thing for her is a six. Sure. sure. Right. I go all the way down to the bottom of the scale. I use all 10 points on the value chart. Give the negatives. Yeah. And, I was, and even there, she was like, as we walked out and walked to dinner, she's like, those cocktails were awful. And I'm like, it's like a three. Yeah. Like, and well, this guy couldn't why, stop talking about how Barcelona invented cocktailing. Do you and think that kind of spoils it for cocktails. you too, though? Like, because he it set it up like that way. Also, he spoiled it in that way. But also, yeah. maybe it's because really, though, they did and they weren't any good. Like when people are like, hey, we invented it. Like, yeah, the Wright brothers invented flight. Am I going to ask them to get me to Seattle right now? Fuck no. Like, they won't even be able to get me past a prairie. The comments alone would I mean, not have hurt my, <laughs> you know, general sensibilities in any way if the cocktails were, yeah. like, really good. I would have been yeah. like, oh, or even good. I would have been like, okay. You'd be on this podcast right now being like, actually, technically, Barcelona invented cocktails. I'll tell you what. And they're called cocktails. There's nothing, there's no hard consonants in that, in that town. Guam, what's your city that you absolutely yeah. fucking hate? I honestly, like, <laughs> I want to have another run at Peethburg because <laughs> I, I had the worst three weeks of my professional life in that city. And not personally, okay. I, it was a lot of fun with the humans. That That's when you I, got canceled, right? Yeah. We, we, Google it. We built a nightclub and we Peethburg. opened it. In this nightclub district, so it's it's the city of Three Rivers, right? So okay. downtown is sort of in an isthmus in the middle of two of the rivers. Okay, like Three Rivers Stadium is where they all come together, right? Okay, that so makes sense. Now downtown is where like all the financial and business shit happens. Yeah. So as we're getting the bar ready to go, like we're building this place, and I'm living out there to get all the AV put in, wire everything up, yeah, and then hired the music, hired the DJs, and then I'm going to kind of show them how to run the first couple weeks, sure. and then they can take it from there. So the whole time we're there, all these different people, like trades folks that are coming in, doing the plumbing, doing the electrical, uh, all of the different like publications. Like the, This is back when people still bought newspapers. So you had like the Alt Weekly and then the regular newspaper and then like the fun magazine that was sure. also doing some stuff. So all of these people are coming through. That Like, oh, there's this crazy new concept that's coming in and we want to talk about it. I talked to everybody about <laughs> like what to do. And I, I just could never find the pulse of what the fuck was going on in Pittsburgh. Sure. At the time, their downtown area, which was the closest other neighborhood to go to from the nightclub district that we were in, sure. because everything there doesn't open till like seven o'clock. So if you want to go out for happy hour, you want to go out for lunch, you have to go to a different neighborhood. So downtown oh, is wow. the closest. So we're going to cruise there. You just got to dip up a little bit and you cross the bridge to downtown. Boom. At 530, that place clears out more than St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> Everyone just got in their fucking cars shots and their cabs fired, and but also, left. It looks like shots fired in St. Paul. People just leave. I was sitting at a deli at 6 o'clock and the guy straight up like put the blinders down. He's like, nope. Uh, can you finish that sandwich like, up maybe outside? Like a bad guy just came done. to town in yep. the Western? Yep, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like the bad and the sheriff has, has been gone for yeah. three days. Well, he's also the mayor and the post office Correct. manager. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I guess <laughs> fuck me on that. So then we bounced around <laughs> to like the other nightclubs and they were all like, oh, you're the new guys, so fuck you. So they like wouldn't let us in or wouldn't serve us. Sure. Like we'd sit at the bar and they would tell their bartenders not to give us drinks. And we're like, okay, I what? guess. Everyone I talked to, they would send me to like their favorite restaurant and it was, bleh. so finally we open 
Do you and think you're getting clowned, or do you think there's just not much to offer? Maybe a little bit of both. I don't really know. This is why I say, Pittsburgh, I don't love you right now, but I want to love you because mm, you I found a neighborhood that I fell in love with, but Ooh. not until two days before I left. Fair enough. So we open for our first weekend. Line down the fucking block. We had like a state rep come in and do the ribbon cutting and all that shit. And I will also say, of all the places and countries I've DJed in, Pittsburgh is the only city that I fucking died at and never won the crowd over. I spent four hours on a Friday and a Saturday DJing. And I literally, the only thing that could get the crowd to dance was Harry Belafonte. I wish (laughs) I actually tried it. Didn't work. Uh, Was the, some local sports station had recorded a song about the Pittsburgh Steelers winning their sixth Super Bowl. Okay. And they, that song was the only thing that would fill the dance floor up. Wow. And that Saturday night, I played that song five times and all five times the entire crowd filled the dance floor and sang every like, other than that. Yeah. By Usher. About a year after it came out, didn't work at all. Get what? Low by Little John, 2003 or 2004, didn't work at all. That's because they were still listening to Run DMC. Probably. <laughs> but it's tricky, also didn't work. What? Then that's so impossible. I was like livid. So I had four days until our next weekend, and then I had to go home. So I'm talking to all these people. It strikes me as a place that's like a major metropolitan area city, but it yeah. also feels like every small town just moved to that city. If... This is the vibe. And again, to anybody who like loves Pittsburgh, please holler at me and tell me <laughs> what to do again. Because what they it, might never speak to you. After what this. it felt like was if you magnified or if you multiplied St. Cloud, Minnesota times 15, <laughs> that's the city that was <laughs> built. So I'm bitching about it to one of like the guy who's running the club when we all leave. And he's also a transplant. He grew up in Virginia. Sure. And he's like, dude, I'm trying to figure it out too. So we're both going back and forth as a Minnesotan and a Virginian currently living in Pittsburgh. And one of the barbacks walks by and goes, hey, just go up the hill. I was like, what? He goes, get up in the morning, red up, go up the hill. Red up was also my first introduction to the different words they use in Pittsburgh. Uh, Get ready is red red up. up. And if you're referring to a group of people, Kinda when you would that. say like you people, you folks, yins. you guys, asshole, it's yins. So y- yins. Yep. Yinzers. Yins. Let's go. That's wow. that's a thing. So I'm also now learning this, but he tells us to go up the hill, which then I had to ask around a bunch, and it turns out there is a funicular that goes up the cliffside overlooking the river. Mm. And that's where old Pittsburgh is. That's where blue collar Pittsburgh is. And we got in by all the nightclubs and we took a seven minute ride up a sheer face cliff. And then I got out and I was on what looked like the set of deer hunter. And I (laughs) fucking (laughs) fell in love. Amen. It's old neon Vietnam, right? (laughs) Yes. No, uh, when they... Before they, yeah. When, when, when we were doing jobs. the this is this, yeah. <laughs> but it's all still like the neon signs that are coming off of the side of the buildings and sticking out over the road. Yeah. It's old brick buildings. Hell yeah. It's gingling and light loggers on tap. And it's sandwiches with a shit ton of meat and French fries smushed on top. Hell yeah. And I loved it. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I falling in love with Pittsburgh? And then they would be like, fuck the rest of Pittsburgh. This is the only place. And I'm like, okay, even you guys here, 
are like, fuck everything down the hill, fuck everything downtown. So I want somebody to tell me how to have a better experience in Pittsburgh. I feel like you just kind of did. But you you could only go to that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. That's that's the thing is Mm. I want you to tell me why. How do you bring that there? Yeah. You know, like there is an incredible hockey culture, football culture. Of course. uh, Fucking baseball culture. Like there is a lot going on in that area. It is the heartbeat of what built America between steel and rubber and everything else going on there. Tell me how to like this city because everything (laughs) that I experienced was all this shit shuts down and everybody drives out to the suburbs. Nobody wants to do this except mm-hmm. like fake plastic people. And then there's one really amazing neighborhood that they're like, don't fucking Even tell like anyone that. else about this. <laughs> like, let this be us. And we will like, it's like if it's like if uh, selfie was the only area in Boston that anybody wanted to hang out. Sure. Like, that's what it felt like being there Yet to be like literally people being like, yeah, I grew up there, went to school there. I work here. <laughs> I've never had to walk more than two blocks in my life. Fair into that but that can't be the only neighborhood for a major metropolitan city that's true so we, we someone from pittsburgh holler make help me help called out fans help me I'm all right going to steal away to the bathroom is, i don't know if i should say that on mic no please do but i'm, I'm, I'm gonna go pee piss oh, yourself this bitch. whole thing well i might just actually is it the chairs seem comfy Ooh, i mean there's still so much blood on the ground they're not the porous. people who are spinning your also yeah that one's really bleeding out a lot Ow. that's a lot more liquid than I thought was available. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> so we're down to seven. Anyway. Yeah, so another reminder that um, we are off next week. If you're listening live, if you're not, you won't miss a beat. Because I'm a selfish prick. And we're, like, really proud of our consistency as well. We hope that, uh, I don't know, hopefully it's not overwhelming how many episodes we have. I know that not everyone listens to every episode, but we know... Some people listen to all of our episodes, so we're going to break our yearly record this year. That's my easy goal. money. Yeah, we absolutely are going to, and you know, we're just trying to be a little more regimented, more professional. We're working on uh, acquisition of new sponsors and some other cool things that that are uh, part and parcel with this operation and expanding um, our production to do more cool, fun things for you guys and connecting with you more. We know that you know, social media wise, that's I guess another good note is. Yep. Hey, I know that people don't follow podcasts on social media. I want to go ahead and say that because we never put it in these terms. You can follow us on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ideally, you can also follow us elsewhere. But Instagram's Instagram is the most Instagram's a spot. You know, we do stories and stuff. We don't post a ton of content. Uh, for us right now, being a two-man operation, it's hard to dedicate a lot of time to content in that area. When With we put, also two full-time careers and marriages. Yeah, and we, you know, we, sure. We put a lot of our attention into the, um, the production of the actual Correct. audio content. That's our main and primary goal. But we are also and efforting. And procurement of amazing guests. Like, that's mm-hmm. not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of human, the, the quality of, of humans of that we have on this show is is something that I am beyond proud of. Yeah, absolutely. Every and single guest we've had on here, I am like, hell it, yeah. And most importantly, we hope that our listeners are also proud of it or excited by it when you see guests coming up like MJ, who is a great comic, and you get to hear him riff like he's effectively having a three-man comedy routine with us, or at least I feel like maybe it comes across that way. Always. But we're working, yeah, we're, we're efforting toward getting to a point where um, we have assistance in other areas and we can add new things to focus on to expand 
the universe of what it is that libations for everyone means to people and isn't just this weekly audio uh, podcast that we present to you Correct. Um, on an almost every week basis. I don't remember the last week we took off in regard to releases. We've been very good at staggering and also, you know, banking episodes and things like that. Uh, so, yeah, if if you would like to, you know, at Libations for Everyone is where you can find us on everything, even yep. though we're most active on Instagram and we mirror to Facebook, so you can find the content on Facebook as well. And, uh, yeah, we're working on enriching the content that we provide and, and doing cool things like making cocktail recipes and stuff. I would also throw in, uh, I know that, Charles, this is not your focus, but I, yep. would, I would say if, if you want to do something nice, if you want to just put a little kindness forward, throw a nice review on. Like, I really do love, it's been weird how grassrootsy the expansion of our listenership has been. Mm -hmm. And to everybody listening around the world, like, it's amazing. When we get the data back and we see where you guys are listening, it's honestly probably the most gratifying thing outside of looking at the woman who said yes to being my wife. That might be the most gratifying thing that I have in Absolutely. my world. Yeah, it's, it is, uh, uh, we, we're, we're humbled by the support in regard to listenership, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. If you want to follow us on social, please do. If you would be so kind as to leave us a review, great. And most importantly, and I've said this before, most importantly, tell a friend. And I don't care if you do it publicly. Like, no. you can share it. You can take a photo of your dash because people do that. If you want us to repost it, here, here's the other thing. People tag us. They follow us and don't follow us when they're, they want to do, like, the dashboard uh Hey, I'm listening to this on a podcast. If you don't, this changed, by the way, in, in Instagram in like the last year. If you don't actually do the at libations for everyone in your copy, yep. we can't repost it. Correct. And oh, everybody yeah. exclusively, I'm telling you 99% of the people that do those types of posts, and we love seeing them, but we can't, if you're like, why don't they repost this? Because we can't if you don't tag at, at. libations for everyone. It seems natural that just reposting it would ping back to us and we'd be able to share it. Instagram does not allow you to do that. Correct. Right. But most important than anything we're talking about right now is tell your friends if you want them to also like have that familiarity and camaraderie with you or be able to discuss episodes with you. Tell them about the show if you think they would be interested in listening as well. Hell yeah. Love it. Also, the thing you can start doing, too, is just start tagging at libations for everyone uh, in every post you make. Uh, just every to put them single Because the, the thing I found out recently is you can, like, tag somebody in a story and then move their name off screen. Yeah. And no one knows that you've tagged them in that except mm -hmm. for them. And they, like, mm -hmm. add to your story. You're yeah. like, why? I'm not even in Miami. Yeah. You're like, well, I thought of you. Or to keep your shit from being messy if you have a, if you're true. hanging out with, like, 33 yeah. of your closest friends <laughs> and you don't want just, like, a giant row of names, yeah. slide that motherfucker off the screen. Hell yeah. Amen to that, baby. Oh, All right, Charles, you want to bring it into the, uh, the, the wrap station up? here? Is this what's happening? The wrap ups? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do a cheers. Number, yeah. I would say number six, but I think we're all on like number eleven <laughs> or ten. I'm earning my Uber. Amen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag vacation mode, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. So, oh Ubering yeah, I think, to Norway? MJ, I think you're gonna appreciate this one. Mm. It's called Uber. Honestly, I hope so because I haven't appreciated any of the other ones. Okay, just gonna be honest with you guys. Like I told you, I the first time I was here, I was really like happy and very lucky now i'm a little i'm a bit a bit bigger in my britches you know uh, i can't believe I um, tell you, it's mutual i don't think you'll be back <laughs> uh, enjoy this final topic 
I do. Life. I want to. I do want to point out we've we've spent so much time having a good time just back and forth parallel. And like last time we got into some like deep heavy like PTSD and like childhood traumas and things like that and like what it is to be male and and, and the, I still, don't get me wrong I absolutely love what we've been doing today. I just think it's amazing we got that out of the way. That was like well, our first date. We were like divorcees. <laughs> we're like, listen, I'm just going to tell you everything about us yeah. so that we can just move past that and now talk about TV shows. But here's the flip side because <laughs> I, and I, I can't speak for Charles, but here's the flip side. You know how weird it is if you like after a year, it's it's <laughs> 10 months later, right? Yeah. Yes. You're back on and if we're like, I, you remember how hard it was as a kid? <laughs> yeah. Can we go back into that? <laughs> Like okay, well, so see, you, I haven't had therapy since this right. last podcast, so I need to. Oh, uh, this is your therapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, haven't you noticed? Hold so on. we are not qualified speaking, for on. that. Listen, oh, what? So, not <laughs> speaking of abandonment, Charles. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. What yeah. were you saying? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we tried to get serious, and I was talking about being moved by food, and you guys called me a pussy. So, well, no, I think it's because you uh, you don't like hot food. That's why I call you a pussy. Wait, oh, no, that's me. No, that's yeah, me. That's, that's me. you. That's me entirely. Also, another callback to the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw it in there now because I have to. And, and I cannot wait to honestly hear your reaction to this, Charles. But we talked about like uh, body care and like what we do and what we soap. And you're like, I use a bar soap. And we're all like, sacrilege, you know, Ben and I. And then we talked about Dr. Bronner's. Yeah. So I did finally. I'm and glad I, you I, brought this up. Buddy, I seriously, like, it, like a week later, bought that. I was like, this Showed shit. Showed yeah, up today <laughs> with soap. I did. I came with soap like and no sauce. The hottest new prisoner in the jail yard. <laughs> you rolled in and we're like, here's That's your bar. All soap. I've been going for. Hey, you've earned it. You a man has never gifted me a bar. For all of our listeners yes. out there that were here for that exchange, he also handed him a pudding cup and a fruit cup. It's also true. Yeah. Oh. You have your options. One's wrong. Uh, and <laughs> no, but really, remember you said the bar of seven was touch your yeah. brothers. I can't wait for you, especially when it gets warmer out, for you to experience the tingle sauce it's that is best. Dr. Bronner's peppermint all natural, 18 in one uses. But again, remember Fellas, the, some of those uses again. Are, My phone is waterproof. <laughs> okay, I'm going to text you from the shower. <laughs> Buddy, I'm actually, here. I'm, I'm going to make a point that I'm going to text you from the shower. I love this. I am <laughs> actually going to do it. I'm not this is a, you guys should do, you, we're, do, we're, do you have a Patreon because you can do this for your <laughs> Patreon. Follow us on Instagram and you'll see the picture. I like this. Yeah. You'll see the shower photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our podcast is doing pretty well internationally, but our uh, photos from the tub section was, is just off the charts. I was looking at Spotify and Apple's podcasts and it keeps uh -huh. redirecting me to OnlyFans. Is that a... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's ours. Yeah. No, that's ours. Yeah. They got delisted <laughs> for this weird shower video they did. <laughs> Okay. Oh so shit! Engine. I still have a question for you guys. We'll do it off. We'll do it off. No, 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 no. I do. You, do no. we throw in? No, but I want you. To, I want to hear. We've let's, literally let's stopped Charles like fifteen times. It's not even funny anymore. So MJ, what yeah, comic did you miss seeing live before they passed or retired that you regret the most? Oh, and it could be someone you had a chance, but it could also be someone that you know you would not have had a chance. No, can, for an absolute hundred hundred million percent fact answer, George Conlon. Okay, and and the worst part about that is, and you could have. Uh, well, not only that, not shit you not, for my Mother's Day gift to my mom, this is like 2004 or five. Mm. Uh, he was coming to Appleton, Wisconsin, to the Performing Arts Center. Yeah. I want to say 2004, yeah, and I bought two tickets. And that on a, on a sandwich artist's budget, that was like, you know, a paycheck or two. Um, but I know, like, she raised me on him. Like, uh, she, my mom's always, just, my mom's a very funny person. But, like, very, by very funny, she ranges from like you know the, the cheesiest punny joke Sandwich to some yeah. Sorry, I have to <laughs> that's another topic. Yeah, we got, that's impossible. <laughs> You're gonna look at all these like are these prompts for comedy or is this the suggestion for what we say? Uh, but my mom, 
uh, again, like people always say, like dad jokes, like those are mom jokes to me. Like I just like not to like gender blanket statement yeah. stuff. I'd be like dad jokes, yeah. and I'm like, no, I like, really, I don't know. Like I've never met my, I met my biological father when I was like 34. So and I had a stepdad around for a little while, and neither of them were funny. I mean, they might be, but they never got yeah. relaxed around me. My mom, hilarious. Uh, to the point where, like, I can, I can tell her stuff that she's still very much a mom. You know, she's, like, you know, almost getting to 70 now. And she's, like, a little more, like, a little prude just because of, like, the, the clout you get. Yeah. Uh, by getting old, you're like, oh, ah, 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 that sound, you know, yeah. when you say something. And like, <laughs> ah, ah. like, she's doing that more often. But when you really lay one on her. Coca-Cola. That's just, yeah, by the way. Ah, ah, Coca-Cola. <laughs> Do you know Coca-Cola can get delivered directly to your house? Uh, she... Uh, I'll drop like certain stuff because you know I'm constantly writing new things and new material, and I love uh, my favorite joke to make myself. And this is making it about me, which is great because you asked me about what famous comics I like. But I love making a joke that everyone kind of gets in on. I mean, you're right a comic. Away. That's part of the reason we're talking about. Fair, touche. My favorite joke to to write and be a part of, and even and here is the joke where you're you're let in on something like we, it makes sense, and you're like that is kind of crazy, or you're like oh I totally know where this is going, and then you just change, you just randomly switch directions. And maybe mm. it's this, maybe it's just the elaborate version of that chicken joke, you know, like the I think the one across the road, but it it's longer, you know. And then I I love that with my mom because I can I can like lead her down the path of just having a conversation about something. And then just turn it by saying something like kind of terrible or whatever. And I'll have to watch her be both like a supportive mother and a uh, fan of comedy look at me and be like, God damn it. And just realize like, <laughs> damn it, you're kidding. This whole, you talked for three minutes on that to get to this punchline. And that's. You fucked me. I hate you. But you, I made you. So also, like, she's like, she'll give me a lot of, like, the finger wag and not in a bad way. And one of those, like, you little, like, yeah, maybe, like, you, you know, yeah, yeah, Pacino you. in Cabrillo's way. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's going to put me in a trunk. Uh, but, you know, George Carlin, I had two tickets for Mother's Day, my mom and I, and then my sister, my older sister. I have four older sisters. Uh, and uh, one of them uh, just was, like, back from school or something like that. And I know that they loved, they, they were, like, they've been here first. I don't know if you have, like, older siblings, anyone out there, but, like, there's a certain feeling that is just, like, oh, well, like, I love this band, but, like, you genuinely had six years on me. You like this band more than I do. I'll go ahead and, like, give you the shirt or the ticket to the show. So I let my mom and my sister go. I probably had to rock wow. a shift at the subway uh, there. Uh, which well, I mean, is, you're an artist. Yeah, it's I had to. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You know, and we're still keeping it going. You know, subway's still around. George Carlin, <laughs> where's he doing? You know, what's he doing lately? Yeah, it's no bullshit. Uh, but no, I he literally was in the various town, and uh, I gave the, my t- my ticket to my sister. Uh, I don't regret this at all, but I do now. Yeah, because like she's an amazing person, my sister, and she's going on to doing wonderful stuff for education, uh, and uh, helping children who are like a hard uh, time um, um, growing and learning, who are often overlooked. But I'm still doing comedy, right? And I should have fucking been there to see fucking George fucking Carlin, who has been like an influence to me since I was three years old. Now, my style is not his she's at not all. Telling those kids George Carlin jokes. Oh yeah, she she should oh, be. Oh yeah, yeah. She's anti-establishment in very many ways, but she's also in the establishment. Wink, wink. That's There's seven words you can't say. Yeah, like eight of them, totally fine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I would say George Carlin would be the one that I literally, I literally purchased tickets to it at a price point yeah, that was wow. beyond my my capacity, and then was like. You know what? My mom and my sister should go to this. That's a better mm-hmm. Mother's Day thing, you know? Like, it's cool. And I hope if my sister's listening, 
because my mom probably won't listen to the link, and then she's got a short sentence band uh, just for you know hearing anyone talk while drinking because she's been a bartender for her entire life. Yeah. Uh, Marissa, I love you. I hope you had a good time at George Carlin, but um, <laughs> should have been me. It should have been me. It should have been me. Fuck me. They did get me a T-shirt. Which had to be the same price as a ticket. There you go. Because <laughs> if you're doing that, awesome. yeah. I do actually still have the George Cullen t-shirt. So. Hey, on the vintage shirt market, it's probably Hey, man, bro, I still have it. And people are like, hey, no way. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, he's dead. I'm like, I know. It's terrible. <laughs> who the fuck sees you with, he's dead? Like, <laughs> You know who else wait, was dead? Yo, and there's something in your you beard. Should, you should I react know. to it and be like, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. And then just get super emotional. They're saying, guys, like, hey, the sun's down. Uber's are more expensive as it gets closer to 2 a.m. I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. We know. You're good. Water's wet. I'm like, yeah, we know. Gas isn't a dollar anymore. The no other dry one, spots, I hope. Caveat, no dry spots. I think the caveat I would also have is uh, uh, Gallagher 2. Uh, not Gallagher 1, because Gallagher 2 is a famous story in which Gallagher's brother <laughs> yeah. looked like Gallagher. So he went on tour as Gallagher and Gallagher 2. You been who? Hold on. Seen both. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ben. Seen both. That's not true. 100%. Hold on. Sorry if the, the audio spiked in your ears, folks, while well, you're jogging. Saw no, Gallagher, hold on. Fuck you, bro. Saw Gallagher 2 at a huge theater. Saw no. Real Gallagher in the bar that I used to run. Hold on. Who'd you see first? Gallagher 2. Okay. Didn't know the difference That's at the like time. watching Godfather 3 and then going back to Correct. Godfather. Correct. <laughs> oh, only, oh, only if you went back to, to Godfather 1, all you, did, all you took away from it was how racist Italians were. Because that's what seeing Gallagher 1 was like. So Metallica is Godfather 2. He did seven minutes on Barack Obama is a spork because he doesn't know if he's black or white the way a spork doesn't know if it's a fork or a spoon. He did seven minutes on that topic. Oh. I, I walked out before the watermelons. That's, <laughs> I, I can actually say that realistically, that I walked out on Gallagher 1 before the watermelons. Well, you've seen it already, though. Like, don't, don't put such a feather in your cap for that. You've seen the watermelon action. But did why you was even, I going to Gallagher if Did you have a hefty for, bag? <laughs> no. Did you even prepare to be in the nope. audience? Nope. He just brought his entire material uh, in that garbage bag. I, yeah. just, oh, I love it mentality. I'm like, but also, here's the thing, though, with sporks. <laughs> Yeah. Where is the birth certificate? Yeah, that's where is where is the birth certificate for Sporks? Who really made them? Doesn't know what he is. <laughs> he's not one or the other, but he pretends he's both. Like wow, to silence. Yeah, I hope so. And then Great. he just kept going to silence. It was oh, it was so fucking bad. Maybe that's why he should stick to um, smashing being dead. Balance also oh, bad. Sorry. Wait, is Gallagher two dead? Two is. I don't know about yet? two. And two did a he fine job. By that rank, wouldn't if Gallagher one dies, Gallagher two become Gallagher one? Yes. Yeah. If Gallagher two is born first. Shouldn't he make? Ooh, his I don't know about the birth rights. I don't know. Two. I don't know how birth order. Goes. Also, Gallagher last name has got to be right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You said that so confidently. Right. Like, well, yeah, I've seen them both. Yeah, I, I was going to try and sell you on that his first name is Liam and his brother's name is Noel. But I was like, all right, that's, that's too much and that's not really that creative. Uh, so I passed on it. Yeah, no. Yeah, and last time I saw him was at Glastonbury. So, yeah, it was in 96. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Huge crowd. It was wild. Uh, but yeah, that was for Noel, who is Gallagher too. <laughs> oh, God, that's a really dumb... Weird that we found our best content in the three-hour mark. As you do. So your answer is Gallagher 3. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> You're completionist. Uh, it's, 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 it's tough because I've been really fortunate to see pretty much everybody of my age that influenced me in comedy. And, and cool. George Carlin would be an, an easy answer for me, too, because to me, 
he's what would happen if my favorite author, who is Kurt Vonnegut, Same. Oh, and wow. my second favorite author, who is Mark Twain, got who? together and then became a stand-up, that's George Carlin. Hell yeah. So it's hard for me not to say that, but if I'm going to be honest with like who I am as a person. It's Dane Cook's third tour. Nope. Nope. The first one. Did you actually see no. Did you actually see Dane I have Cook seen Dane yeah, Cook. Of course you have. Just, I just look at you. You look like somebody yeah. who's seen Dane well, Cook live. And at the time, I had a chin strap <laughs> and a mohawk. So I'm going to go ahead and say I looked like a Dane Cook fan. Uh, and also, the, the aliens didn't have acidy spit. It was their blood that bled through it. You're a fucking idiot. Anyway, my... Uh, <laughs> I got mad about that in the show. Anyway, uh, the the thing, if I had to be 100% honest about like what comic I wish I would have seen, it, it it's Robin Williams. Uh, there are four artists. Why is that answer first, you fucking assholes? <laughs> Again, every time. Well, there there are four artists that if you if you put them all on like a, a square graph and then you draw a circle in the middle, there are four artists that you could mix together that end up with like, who I am as an adult and how I see myself. Leonardo, the, Donatello, <laughs> Michelangelo, Raphael. Pizza. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Pizza's the fourth. <laughs> yeah, fuck Raphael. No, my, 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 no, fuck Leonardo. <laughs> oh, I mean, give me the science, give me the fun, hey, give me the sarcastic. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying. I like Leonardo. Leo's we all need leadership. Leo's in G. Great. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah. Be the Who's type born? A leader. Cool. Um, thank you. I will be. <laughs> I think uh, we just answered another thank you, question. Leo. My, my, the thing that all four of those artists have in common uh-huh. is, and the, ah, this is a serious twist, but the thing that all four of them have in common is that you could see the little twinge of pain while they laughed. Mm. And that was Robin Williams was the first of the four Mm. that I realized that about. And that was also when I realized that it's okay to want to make other people laugh because you don't want anybody to feel the way that you do inside. Mm. And he has said something similar to that in an interview before. Big time. But I remembered watching, um, it was one of the old HBO stand-ups. I don't know if it was, what was the comics relief? Was that the thing you did with Billy Crystal and Whoopi? Yeah. I don't remember if it was him Comic solo relief. or if it was that. But um, he, he did a bit at the end where he was talking about, talking to a crazy old guy at a bar who was telling him, don't ever lose that spark because that spark is all you have. Mm-hmm. And the minute that that goes out, you're just on autopilot for the rest of your life. So be a little crazy. Yeah. Be a little bit different. Be a little bit weird because that's the only thing that differentiates us. And I was sitting, my mom was dating my stepdad at the time and I was sitting at his house. Oh, he was your stepdad, but she was dating him? Right. Yeah. They like, they got married and then they figured it out. Okay. We're time traveling in a sentence. (laughs) There was a, like my quote unquote room was a futon that had a TV with cable on it. And I had never had cable before so I would pretend that I had fallen asleep and then very quietly I would watch TV. And porn. I remember Sorry, watching that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you tried. It was Skinamax and it was all... Scrambled. But you could see a nipple every now and then and that was back in the day? See, that's the thing that we should... 
And then this is we'll do this conversation off here. <laughs> scramble porn hub. Yeah. We should do a scramble porn app. I'll just say it's we know than we know else. how to make more with less. If you grew up as a boy in the eighties, <laughs> like give me that in a bra catalog, and I'll figure out a way yeah. to arrive. To so give me a John Deere catalog, I'll figure it out. Gymnastics <laughs> infomercials, you know. <laughs> but I re- I remember. I mean, that was probably I don't know maybe ninety or ninety one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is the only thing from that era that I can think of that moved me mm. that to this day still fucks me up. Yeah. And he's, I think, the only person. I might have gotten Misty at Bourdain, but I think that Robin Williams is the only person whose death I saw on a TV at a bar mm. and I cried. And it wasn't because we were friends. It wasn't because he would have any idea who I was or that he would even have the chance to have any, any idea who he was. It's because you sat in your balls it was, before you. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes you got to pork mork. Get a little old. That's where the Swedish chef came from. It was a Robin <laughs> Williams porn. <laughs> that's, that's the dumbest and best joke I've come up with today. I know. I love that, that. You just put that as, like, the shitty maraschino cherry on top of a beautiful cake you were Bork, making. Bork. With no, no frosting, by the way. Nanner, nanner, right? About Robin Williams. <laughs> that's alien for I've arrived. <laughs> that's a, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say that's a pretty beautiful call. God, I hope everyone heard the beginning of this. <laughs> or no, this part. But I, I really. This is really God, easy to try. That's so, <laughs> so weird. Doing dumbass fucking jokes while also talking about one of the most moving moments of my life. But no, it was. It was, I heard what it sounded like in my head and what it still sounds like in my head to this day. Mm. The first time that I watched him perform on stage on HBO. Yeah. And the fact that I was a, I don't know, at that point, 12-year-old maybe kid. And I still... I didn't have words for what was going on with me for another 10 years. Yeah. Like I couldn't be depressed because I have nothing to be sad about quote psychiatrist quote parents. That was the, the closest I could get to the language of it's really hard out there. So maybe make somebody laugh. Cause that might be better than not making them it's laugh. Just, it's and just you, better. And you never know. Yeah. And that, became a basis of everything that I tried to do. But you don't know that at the time. No. You know, like somebody pushes you on a path that you maybe didn't even feel. Like a a wind is at your back at best. Yeah. And then 20 years later, you look back and you realize that was the person that 100% put me down that path. I I hadn't read Vonnegut or Twain at that point. They all filled in everything else. It was Robin Williams that that sent me on that path. Mm. And the fact that I got to exist in a world with him in it for 38 years, 39 years. And I never got to see him live. Yeah. And not that it would have made any difference because it would have been a giant arena and I would have sure. been all the fucking way back because I didn't have any money. Can you identify Same. a chance that you would have had to see him? Was he? Yeah, he did. He did a few stadium tours, but I would have been too young to afford a ticket for it. Sure. And by the time I actually could have been going to the alligator lab. Yeah, exactly. alligator. <laughs> alligators. Oh, God. It was it? a nightclub attached to a bowling alley, hence alligators. Oh, God. This but, goes deeper than I yeah. thought. Never mind. Yeah, there's a lot of thought that went into that. Uh, but but the, you would have, uh, yeah. Even like literally the second time that I was in Los Angeles, he was performing at the Hollywood Bowl. But like, I, I, I was basically staying on a couch 
and offering to give my friend 20 bucks for food. Oh, so you lived there a few years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, that was, yeah. that was at that <laughs> that's, point, that's that was it. They, like, you know, $170 for a ticket to the show. And then you have to figure out a taxi cab back then. Hold on. I saw Stevie Dan for sixty-eight fifty plus like another $59 in service fees at the Hollywood Bowl recently. Right. Are you telling me Robin Williams is more? In the <laughs> early 90s? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Be. Yeah, of course, yeah. Have you seen Patch Adams? <laughs> I mean, it was... Have you seen it? It was, it, it was, it was tough. And, yeah. and, and the older that I've gotten, the more that I've really realized how much I regret not yeah. figuring that out earlier and decide Like, I, it was all... Everything in my early 20s, mid-20s, even pushing 30, was a relative scale of how much joy could this give me versus what is my opportunity cost? Do I have this money? Am I going to maybe get my phone shut off for three yeah. or four days? You know, I, I was terrible at budgeting. I lived by the seat of my pants and I got to do a lot of really cool shit. But it's, it's sad knowing that if I had had the mentality that I have now, even what 15 years ago, focused your money or what I could have yeah. focused everything on yeah. to yeah. see things that, that would have made a difference for me. And that's part of the reason, honestly, Robin Williams dying. I've talked about in the show, the, the music bucket list that I had, I wrote that when I was 21, but I didn't get really serious about crossing every name off until Robin Williams died because I didn't think it was possible mm. for, he was, he, he seemed so young and I hadn't really registered all of my own issues with depression and I definitely hadn't really read into what he was going through, even though he was very bluntly talking about it wrapped in Always. a joke sandwich. Always. He telegraphed that entire thing the whole time. Yeah. And I looked at him and then I looked at Scott Hutchison, who I've talked about a lot on this show. I looked at Anthony Bourdain and then we got to interview Billy and Billy's the only one who's, still alive right now. And he has the same fucking smile that Robin Williams does. He has the same smile that Anthony Bourdain did when he said, this is really nice, but then gestures around at the abject poverty around where he may be. This is the same thing that everybody saw is I'm trying to bring joy, but I'm also cognizant of the sadness that's all around me. And all of that changed how I talked about my life. And you can, I, I wrote a post a few weeks after Robin Williams died and I'm a narcissistic idiot who keeps all of my socials on a thing called time hop so I can see a, a cross section of everything I've ever posted no, on social media. No, you're for that. You're narcissistic because you send them to me every time. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I send yeah. you, you, and I'm you, like, bro. You repost, you, say, you share them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys were at my bar mitzvah. Hashtag <laughs> I've arrived. And, uh, but no, it's, it's a reminder of where I've been at in my journey the whole time. Mm. But it's only because of what those men did for me with their art. And the king of all of them will always be Robin Williams. God damn because it. I've laughed so hard, I have absolutely cried. I didn't know how I was going to get another breath of oxygen. And I've also cried while laughing because yeah. something that he said meant so much to me. And that's a way deeper answer to, I'm sure, the question that you wanted to pose. No, I mean... But that was... You know, that, that's answer, it. Yeah, it's choose I, your own I will, adventure. If, if, if I was... Granted one question, like what's your biggest regret? I would think about that as my answer. I don't know if that would be my answer, 
But if, if tomorrow somebody said, hey, what's your biggest regret? I would at least think about that. Goddamn. That I, that I never got to see him because I, I memorized you're, you're, so many of you're those living, routines. You're living a pretty good life if, you know, yeah. the, the regret that you can draw <laughs> to mind is, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Honestly, for me, it's definitely that, but also the first one's probably not getting in the car that night. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can Google it, fans. With I Ray really Lewis. To, uh, well, I will, I'm not going to say anyway. anyone. <laughs> Actually, I was in the car that crashed into the plane that had the uh, the big bopper and uh, Buddy Holly. Oh. And, yeah, I'm a very old man. <laughs> and that plane shouldn't have been on the ground. Right? But um, the day the music died was me. <laughs> uh, that's my biggest regret. But the second, Robin Williams. One of my favorite jokes, I, I, I just, I'm compulsive in this way with comedy as well. Like, not just like me and my own or whatever, but like I just love, I love jokes. Um, and I love one of his jokes. Was, um, uh, it was one of his Broadway shows and he was like, uh, can you imagine having the Last Supper? Like how awkward that would be? And like you're, you're sitting here like, and like Jesus stands up and makes an announcement. Like, you know, he taps the glass and he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, my, you know, my sons, uh, w- tomorrow one of you will betray me. You know, and Matthew's like, is it me? Jesus is like, no, Matthew, it is not you. And Paul's like, is it me? Jesus is like, no. No, Paul, it's not you. And Judas is like, is it me, Jesus? He goes, is it me, Jesus? <laughs> I, I also love the idea of like Jesus. So petty. How Jesus petty being a little be. shitty and yeah. like having like Paul be like, is it me, Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. And fuck you, Paul. Nah, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Nah, I'm kidding. Seriously, no, though, you, you brought a salad like everybody else brought yeah. protein. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. These two guys it. brought wine, and you were like, <laughs> you yeah. Brought, dude, you brought Reese's. Yeah, here's Reese's uh, coleslaw in the here's, tub. Here's <laughs> hot vegetables. Like, we don't have refrigeration. You appreciate that. And you were like, yeah, what, did you make this this morning? And yeah, at like, least Michael like, brought the rocket. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then somebody's like, it's arugula. We're American. Just like you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they yeah. shot air 15th of the day. Yeah. As the Bible America. tells us all. <laughs> uh, Charles, do you know that uh, that fucking song is the reason why my Instagram handle is the communist? No, I don't. Wait, really? Know that. Wait, what? No, hold on. Lee Greenwood's "I'm Proud to Be I American" kick the top might be the worst fucking song yeah. ever written. Yeah. Well, apparently okay. you weren't watching TV yeah. on September 11, uh, no, I'm 2001. Sorry. If you're gonna say it in that voice, it has to be the TV. And no, I wasn't. <laughs> And fuck that shit. I, I, I call I, it the picture box. How dumb do you want to make these people, Ben? I literally said, that's worse than any ballad yeah. ever written by yeah. any pop star. Oh, yeah. It's the worst fucking song. And the gentleman that I was in the room with said, are you a fucking communist? And I said, no, I'm a communist. And it wow. stuck from there. I love that your your own identity online. You're a rather prolific person in the, uh, the, uh, the Instagram universe. No one calls it out. But yeah, why would we? I'm it's just weird that nobody's ever actually come at me about that handle. Well, I'm a Marxist, by which I mean M-A-R-K-S. He's my friend Mark, who's a bartender. <laughs> uh, his last name's Wahlberg. I want to say. Hey, say hello to his mother. We might have just lost everything. You just christened the board no, with good. a little bit of this risky. Uh, <laughs> I've got to yeah. say, it, the, the greatest tip you could ever give to uh, souvenir whiskey is that uh, it splashes. Mm-hmm. If you're, you're pouring it right. Well, it we've already sports. had cocktail dust Sport, all over this. board's had a few things on it. Let's just, yeah. I love this. I love this so <laughs> much. Things. Use uh, your imagination. I said we go another three hours. Charles, I, I, I feel like you, you and I have not overlapped on stand-up comedy before, which is kind of a surprise. Well, we given, don't talk about stand-up right. comedy. But w- where would where would that question trying. take you? I, I mean, the comics I could have seen, I have seen. So, you know, I, I saw... Unfortunately, and fortunately, I saw Mitch Hedberg's last performance ever. That was also what? Yeah. 
fuck guys. Um, you know, I've seen Jerry Seinfeld. I've seen, you know, I've seen all the people that I've wanted to see. I would not have had a chance to see this person because their last show was in New York City when I was 13 years old, but Bill Hicks. Oof. I was going to say so, Bill Hicks as well, but also, fuck. Yeah, Bill Hicks, his his brand of comedy, I mean, he's got some commonalities to George Carlin because he much. calls out a lot Absolutely. of the obvious things about human nature and then <clears throat> puts it under... Uh, a microscope that makes people uncomfortable. That's his whole brand. The other thing that w- in regard to Bill Hicks is that you didn't always know what he was going to do. He wasn't just up there doing his act. Anything could happen. He'd pretend that he got killed. He, he would make fun of the JFK assassination. And at the end, he yep. would pretend he'd do gunshot sounds and then fall over on the stage. One time when he was performing at Lollapalooza because Tool asked him to open for yep. them on Lollapalooza. He asked um, the crowd to help find his contact, and like a thousand people were looking around for his contact. Like things <laughs> like that. The guy was very subversive, incredibly mm-hmm. smart, smart as a whip. He uh, went through various forms of addiction. Also, yeah. he's uh, uh, well be well before his time in regard to. Uh, advocating for the use of psychedelics yes. to yes. Um, for therapy for someone yeah. who had it's cancer true. and eventually pass it from cancer but yeah. um psilocybin like he's you know the the i would say foremost or first advocate for it in the public consciousness he was the first person that i ever heard reference mushrooms yep. in not like a do, do some shrooms way. yeah and a lot of his best material was posthumous uh ranty yeah. minor is my favorite comedy album of all time came out in 97 he died in 94 yep. yeah so he was the comic that i think and i loved i loved watching stand-up comedy as a child like as a small boy but i don't think i learned to love uh Comedy, as I appreciate it at its nexus, like its highest point, its best form, until I had to really think about... He wasn't just making me laugh, but I had to think about everything he said. You know, you, yeah, you click the power button on the TV remote, and you'd have to think about what the fuck he was saying, and not why he was saying it, because if you asked why he was saying what he was saying, you're missing the point, because it wasn't like, does he believe that? The point was... He was saying things that made you consider not necessarily reality, but all the trappings of society, religion, politics, things like that. He wanted you to think to the degree that he had an entire stand-up act wiped from the late show with David Letterman because they were like, we can't air that. And then everyone at CBS blamed each other for it not airing. And years later, after he had passed, uh, Letterman himself apologized and took the blame for it, even though I don't think he's the one who made the decision. He's like, I should have overruled it. And they ended up playing a censored version, which I guess is better than nothing, with his mother in the audience in, like, I think 1999, 1998, Mm -hmm. in that range. They ended up showing it on television five-some-odd years after he had passed, um, just to say, like, which also just kind of capitalizes on that reality of like, had he been alive still, they'd been like, oh, well, you still won't let him on to do the yep. thing he wanted to do yep. in the first. You still place. can't right. be cuff free. Yeah, right. well. He was also, by the way, a fucking asshole. Oh yeah, in the best way. But like, he absolutely. Like, I, mean, I feel like George Carlin would still walk in the green room and be like, "Hey, thank you so much for being here. Sorry, I won't remember you ever. I'm in a million cities at night." Uh, however. <laughs> just straight up like he would have grunges and vendettas and he really lived yeah in, as hard was, as he possibly that was a lot of the subversion the that made possible. him the talent that he was Precisely. because sometimes you know you have to he separate shot the, the art. static for a little bit there. you have to separate the art and the artist a lot of the time right oh, yeah. and and 
I, you know, there, there's also like varying degrees to understanding people's interactions with him and, and whether it made him oh, like a it's terrible all person. Filtered through the idea. Like he used to be friends with Dennis Leary and Dennis Leary stole a ton of his material almost Wait. word for word it, to the point that he was uh, confronted about stealing material one time when he did a stand up act and he came backstage and um, a female comic, I believe, asked him like, hold on, did you, do you, you just read, you just recited a Bill Hicks bit, like word for word. And he looked at her and then left. Like he bolted. He didn't even respond to her. And, that's and then they were no longer days. friends. So go her mm-hmm. for calling him out yeah. pre-internet days because nowadays you'd be like, no, I can literally pull oh, that fucking shit. Or uh, Louis C.K. would just jerk off in front of her because he's back too. So that's oh, fine. Jesus Christ. So Bill, someone asked Bill someone Hicks about- get Grammys. Someone asked Bill right. Hicks about uh, Dennis Leary stealing his material. I think it was in an interview or something. And um, he said uh, um, something about that he- um, I don't remember exactly how he phrased it, but he said that uh, he wanted to start smoking again to see if that Dennis Leary would start doing it too, <laughs> or or he wanted to, or was it that he wanted to quit smoking to see if Dennis to Leary see if would Dennis do it? Leary. And then at the, roast, oh, at the roast, at the roast of at the roast of Dennis Leary, which is years after Hicks had passed, and I don't know if he had anything to do with it. There was a carton of cigarettes in the back in the in Dennis Leary's dressing room that said uh, it had a little post-it note. Love Bill it. Hicks. Sorry, sorry that I was so late getting this to you, Bill Hicks. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. Ah. Well, and, and well, that's the, good. the music side of me loves that because like the, the album you just referenced, mm-hmm. the reason you do that is because E minor is a very creepy key to be in. It's not a crowd-pleasing key. Mm. But uh, a friend of mine uh, who I'll tell you offline said this to me, was it was also E minor is me backwards. And it was, he was trying to say, like, if I'm playing the opposite of me, who I am, this is that record. But it's not me, me, me. Right. Interesting. It's not it, me, it, me, me, me. It's not about you. <laughs> well, we talk it all back around. I will say this much. Speaking about music and Bill Hicks, did you know? Do you know that he has a music album? Oh, yeah. Him he was a musician Guzzi as well. Yeah, he, he I, toured as a musician. My, so that so was a big part of what I he, am he a um, selenophile, someone told me recently. I, said, I thought it was a lunophile. Turns out that's not a real thing. I love the moon. Selena oh, Fowl sure. makes you sound like I'm really into Selena Kyle. Yep. Uh, you know, who I also am. I'm very much I'm not, I'm not bad. Fowl. I'm a Selena Kyle Fowl. Any type. Like Michelle Pfeiffer to uh, Zoe Kravitz. I'll take any cat woman. Yeah. But um, I am a Selena Fowl, I think is the right term, for a, I'm obsessed with the moon. Have been since sure. I was a little kid. Don't know what it is. It's not super like, I'm not as turned on as I am about sandwiches, but... I am turned into the reality that like I just stare at the moon. Like any phase it's in, I just I just I find it. It feels comforting. It's there. It's mm-hmm. it affects me. Uh, and my friend, uh, who is big into comedy, uh, doesn't perform at all, but like just loves it, appreciates it. Sent me a song. Uh, I think it's I believe it's called uh, "The Moon Smiles at Me" or "On Me," mm-hmm. and I'm listening to it and like you know just like cigarette park late night walking home from work it's like four in the morning the moon is bright and i'm just feeling this song and it's just this acoustic guitar and this man singing so politely and sweet and um it felt like it was like oh it's a newer song that some guys like using like a retro kind of a fit like microphone to make yeah, it sound like okay. old school or whatever i didn't care i was like oh i get what you're going for and then I look at it, and it's fucking Bill Hicks. <laughs> wow. And, I'm, yeah. and, I'm, and I have an, I'm emotional already because it's such a beautiful song, and I'm literally experiencing the thing he's Whoa. talking about. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. It's like when you don't stop believing and you hear don't stop believing. You know? like, <laughs> like, yeah. It was like when, that when moment. When I'm thinking connect. about stopping believing, and then like, yes. don't. And then I just I choose don't not to, that. and, the, and the universe rises to the cause. What I love, um, what I love yeah. about "Don't Stop Believing" <laughs> is that they they're so passionate that they wait two verses before they give you the chorus. 
That's Real fair. Talk. Go back and look yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah it's really Everybody fair. wants to sing the chorus after the first verse. Nope. Yep. You get Bill. two verses, then a chorus. Well, here, here's the thing. You are one of three people in that song. You're either Streetlight or you're either People. I'm South Detroit, which doesn't Or you're exist. either, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. There's, there's South of Detroit. There, there's there. not. There, there is. There, nope. There are things South of Detroit. It's called Michigan. <laughs> Hey, it's a hey, race in Michigan. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I also, can I, I just, I want to fucking direct people to comedy that they ha maybe haven't seen because I'm passionate about this. Uh, so on YouTube, I don't it's know. MJ Matheson. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm first sorry. I'm sorry. No, we should talk about a that. different comic. First of all, promote your show because <laughs> it still makes me giggle. I have watched it since we last recorded. <laughs> I have watched it four times, twice oh, with guests at my house, buddy, twice by myself. That's... Because I'm a weirdo. Thank you. That's very kind. That's like telling someone like you, you put their album on for a spin. Yeah. People, people have been like reluctant. They've been like, I, I watched it, but I was like doing dishes. I'm like, that is perfect. That is That's perfect. It. Because I even think about the, how anxious I was recording it. Because like, I mean, I love doing, I love performing. I perform as often as I possibly can. But when you, when you know you're recording it, when you know it's for posterity, it's like, well, well. And so when people tell me that they're washing dishes, I literally think back to how nervous I was, and I imagine my friend, like, Mallory, just, like, doing dishes in the back of the room that I was performing in. And I feel way more That's comfortable. Because right. if Mallory was sitting in the front row nodding and, like, being appreciative, I would have been like, I, uh, I'm no. so sorry I let you down. Yeah. I can't believe you're here right now. But um, hanging out and just, like, giggling a little bit. Yeah, here and chuckling. Like tittering. <laughs> people have come back to me with stuff, too. They've been like, hey, dude, I thought about this. And people, have, like, friends of mine who don't do comedy at all have given me tags to some of my jokes. They're like, it makes me think of this. I'm like, can I please steal that? Because there's guaranteed no way you're going to do it. So <laughs> how do so, people find that? Well, funny you should ask, Ben. Uh, if you go, if you want to, it's just on YouTube. I made it. Um, Wait, my very, tube? Your tube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. With the, the, All the, of the, the U. The letter U, the number two. Also, for anybody who's having trouble with pronouns, when mm -hmm. we say you... It can be plural, or it can be you as a person. Yeah. So when I say they, it can also be them as a group or they as a person. Just yep. trying to help you out. That's that's a real short way to get there. Very very simple, very true. And so, uh, YouTube. YouTube. Um, MJ Matheson. MJ, uh, as you would spell it, uh, it's E-M-J-A-Y. <laughs> Sorry. It is, just again, this is the same thing as handing out a card that has just my name on it and no information. Uh, but MJ, the letters, and then Matheson. The, the word math, um, the and then Eason. Uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> Look at your phone. Uh, type it into YouTube. It's uh, live in LA, which is, you know, <laughs> just couldn't, I couldn't uh, which pull is the trigger. It's actually short for Los Angeles. A lot of people don't know that. And also, live is short for um, uh, um, Livations for Everyone, which there is a new is. podcast Ew. Thank you. called Livations for Everyone. Pre sponsored. Yeah, we, uh, yeah it's, a, it's a spinoff. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a, there's a comedy set on there online for free. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the stuff you have to pay at least ten to fifteen dollars to see me locally or at your uh, clubs in the Midwest. Worth it. Um, I do love traveling and performing, uh, and yeah, I've been really lucky. I think right before the the last time I was here, um, I was just about to launch the show I've been doing for a year now, mm -hmm. coming up in June. Yep. And that's Easy Speak at Volstead's Emporium. It's so a very dope. fun speakeasy in Minneapolis, in the heart of Uptown, in the basement, and uh, it's beautiful. Uh, last week's show with Megan Lidke. We talked about that that was sort of her first service introduction to the craft cocktail world. No way. Uh, right when they first opened. And yeah. now it's the same 1920s, beautiful sort of speakeasy vibe. Uh, the old jazz piano was back there. Like the whole oh, yeah. thing. It, it, when you walk in, you just feel a little different. Yes, entirely so. I, I, think, I think one of the greatest 
uh, joys I've had in my life, like my entire life, not just recently, is being the MC and producer of that show. Because I had to literally introduce my friends to my friends. Because I have all these industry bar friends and people who are in Uptown friends. And I have all these comedian friends who are so fucking funny and brilliant. And we all get to meet each other and hang out in a fancy little basement. And also, it's a great excuse for me to wear a full suit every time and get and drunk. And look good as just, shit. It feels fucking great. It's a Wednesday. It's a blizzard. I'm going to wear a suit. I'm going to get drunk and tell jokes. It's a very lovely beautiful. life. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that if you're in Minneapolis local, it's called Easy Speak. It's at Volstead's Emporium. It's every first and third Wednesday of the month. There are other things happening right now, too. Uh, I just say, uh, yeah, find me uh, at any of the bars I work at, or uh, I am on Instagram at, at Lord Matheson, because I did the whole thing where you get uh, one square foot of land in Scotland, and you are a lord. Legit. Or lady. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, and I also have a lot of... The tons of Scottish heritage in all of my family. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, I think it was a, a co-gift from my sister and my mom. But um, Lord Matheson, Amazing. I really just use it to uh, promote the shows. But um, yeah. yeah, if you want to see me in real life, uh, come to Minneapolis. Or if you have some money, <laughs> bring me where you are. Uh, unless it's Pittsburgh or Pete <laughs> the Bag. Yeah. Again, I, to all my friends in Pittsburgh, just sell me on your city. Like, mm. let me know, what, what did I miss? Help me find... I want to like Pittsburgh. I don't remind everybody that uh, the, the opinions of Ben does not equal the opinions <laughs> of the podcast, nor the guests involved, yeah. nor Sponsoring the refreshing no taste Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Is it Pittsburgh? That's so loud. That's insane. Uh, uh, as, as we were breaking up the... Uh, the, the, the I'm sorry, that's so dumb. That's right. You're about, to, you're about to pitch a comedian. I'm like, let me segue into a pitch No, no, no. For me. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm going to plug myself. That's the most important thing. But I wanted to ask if you would be with me on this. Yeah. Uh, I had not thought about this until I was halfway through emotionally talking about Robin Williams. But uh, I do want to shed light on somebody else who is a hero to me. And if anybody wants to feel good about something in the world, look at the work that he did. Uh, Barry Crimmins. Uh Barry Crimmins was an incredible comedian through the very end of the 70s through the 80s and ended up being one of the people whose research broke the Catholic Church's uh, raping of children scandal. Wow. Um, if you watch the movie Spotlight, uh, which garnered a bunch of Academy Awards, yeah, uh, Barry was one of the four people that did all of the research to make that happen because later in life he openly started talking about uh, being abused while in the Catholic Church. Uh, and world. that's hilarious. Hilarious. And that's why he's your favorite. But no, wait, if, wait, you really? watch, if, if you watch, if you watch, so Bobcat Goldthwait sure. directed a documentary as Barry, Barry had cancer and unfortunately passed away. Oh. And Bobcat Goldthwait directed a documentary about his stand-up career and how he derailed it because he got obsessed with trying to bring these people to justice. Yeah. And because the the world is what it is, basically all of the comedy writers and all of the reporters wrote him off as like a crazy kook for getting like too weird about some faux sex scandal. Too weird about not like being raped as a child. And, right. And he What a psycho. And he pushed it so far that that's how that story broke. Wow. And there is a documentary that leads right up until he passes away. Because Bobcat was one of his best friends. Sure. And I watched it when it came out. It it won a bunch of indie awards, and the the rest of the world was definitely not ready for how aggressive it is because you watch his comedy turn 
from like super fun and whatever to like kind of getting political to he started getting involved in it and really started reaching out more like Bill Hicks where he was aggressively attacking the audience for like, why don't you care about this? I can say this insane thing and this insane thing and you guys all laugh and then I bring this up and you get quiet. <laughs> what does that say about you? And I, I kind of love that though. I love having fun and I love talking shit. To live and it's, in, it's very fucking funny to listen to his jokes, but I, I will just, please just look it up. Barry Crimmins, I, it's, fuck, actually, I'm going to look it up while we're talking about it. And just go ahead and play I it just right wanna, now. Yeah, we're going to play the whole thing front to back. Uh, but, again, people, I think, underestimate the power that comedy has. But if you look back through history, it's usually the comedy writers that started every movement to make it there. If you look at going back to court gestures. I was going to say it's the fastest way to get to a place of telling the truth without getting killed. Correct. Until if, eventually. I mean, they'll still kill you eventually when they yeah. figure out the joke is on them. <laughs> but until then. Hopefully enough people are laughing. Call me lucky is what it's called. Call me lucky. It's, okay. I will say it that in my entire world, it's one of the top 10 most moving documentaries I've ever watched. And it is a glorious representation of an absolute master at stand-up comedy who decided as crowds stopped laughing and started getting more quiet that he was happier in the quiet because he wanted to make sure that he made a difference before he passed. And Wild. it is one of the most important things I could ever push out. So I just, again, I love having a good time on the show. I love like laughing a lot and making a lot of dumb jokes. And I'm so proud of <laughs> bigger meteor <laughs> more tasty like or tastier whatever the fuck it is like oh, that's my live laugh specifically <laughs> bigger meteor tastier yeah there you go i'm all about that <laughs> but at the same time if you want to see what somebody who would have made that same joke who yeah. also worked his ass off until his dying day to make the world a better place i'm almost i feel like i'm remiss for not bringing him up hell yeah dude i mean you heard it here guys barry crimmins robin williams mj matheson all kind of George the Carlin. same. Okay, I mean, sorry, thank you. All well, in the I was, same pantheon. I was getting to him eventually. Uh, you know, Bill Hicks. I mean, like, I mean, we're all kind of the same ilk. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. Although at the same time, mm -hmm. I am alive. Uh, <laughs> so what's that say about me? Actually, I just like, I just put myself up with like four dead guys. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I mean, they're not coming for me. Be fine. So I'm doing just as much biting commentary about the world. And the really? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And uh, it's really been difficult as a cishet white male. To be heard. That's the thing. Uh, my whole life. It's been I mean, so like, difficult. When you really break down. And, oh, once oh. you shave your head, are you going to do a straight across sideburn? Or are you going to do the angle? Like, where are you going to go with that? That's a, that's a tough question that's we a, all got to yeah, ask. Every day I wake up and I never make the answer. You know, like, I've you have texture over your whole body. I'm worried about it because I look more like an actual representation of the globe where there's just areas that's bare. And then the other areas that it's not, it's double time. So I, how do I even do that? I mean, I don't know, but like, <laughs> if you start out when you're like, first hit puberty, it's like Pangea. <laughs> get that chunk and then it just kind of spreads just <laughs> through your fault lines. I look like I got a vaccine for Teen Wolf where there's just like eight random hairs that sprouted out and they just grew And a you lot. suck at basketball. <laughs> yeah, no matter what, I'm terrible at basketball. I am six foot five in a suburb and I still can't start. This so. is why you DJ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll play good. other people's music. <laughs> I'm still helping. Oh, Charles, you've talked a lot, man. It's, can you just tone it down? <laughs> uh, I'm still here. 
Oh man! Uh, uh, so we're at almost at hour four, based on yeah, basically, yeah, 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 we're good. <laughs> so <laughs> double the app. I'm gonna go to Norway, so <laughs> I'll see you. Guys. Yeah, let's yeah. get Guam off to Norway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just do this until he goes to the airport. Charles, anything else we want to throw out for? I mean, we got episode 100 is Norway. looming. We have Ooh, to figure out. It's not looming. We're a ways off. <laughs> it's a Are ways we? Off. Is, yeah, it's is 84. Is Wait, what you, 16 way off? It's a. That's a. I mean, I thought it was really close when someone brought it up to me at a party recently, and then I did the math, and I was like, that's still quite a ways away, even if we do one a week. So, But it's going to be here before we know it. Yeah. Oh, I It'll be it. here before we know it, but it's actually quite a ways from here. Are we doing a live show? This is not the time to I'm bouncing that. my eyebrows at you right do now. Do you need an opener? Absolutely <laughs> cool. not. Good. Can <laughs> I'll DJ. Can or I'll bottle? What, what, what we're talking about it, baby. Yeah, that's why that's part of what we were talking about yeah. in regard to uh, you know becoming more feature rich and doing some new things. So I feel like we've been teasing this for like happen. thirty episodes. So I think it's been drink with no, you. it's been for like seventy. Episodes. Yeah, seventy. <laughs> at some point, we're still going to do a live episode, but uh, sure. you know, uh, or new soon. A good friend of uh, uh, you know the podcast as well, Abe Popowitz. Third time, you have to bring it up three times. Short snack uh, list. Mentioned that uh, that every so often when he can't sleep, he'll listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, no, no offense. No, I guess. Sleep, but, uh, he would, uh, first of all, he was like, "Yeah, just like every time, like I just like throw on like the episode that you're on, like I'll just see my the, friends talking. The, if he like, plays this episode, sleep. he'll wake up and it'll still be on. <laughs> also, well, no, because that's why I'm saying his name for the third time is so that in case he's sleeping right now, he hears his name and he goes, uh, "Huh, what? Yeah, the, turn your headphones funniest, off, charge your phone, huh? buddy. Here's here's the localist some water. joke we'll make the entire time. The funniest part about that is it's not because he's bored; it's because he wants to sleep with all three of us. So that's fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you want sleep with all three of us, go ahead and text 805 to <laughs> <laughs> find MJ Matheson on the interwebs. Uh, but yeah, all right. Drop well, my phone uh, drunk right the now and I'm sitting in this phone. Fuck it. We're having a good time. Charles, I'm going to go to Norway. Let's go. Farewell. <laughs> Have a beautiful trip. Uh, ben is shed- shedding huh? the rest of his clothes as he walks away from the microphone. I love you guys so much. And uh, yeah, dude, honestly, like. What a treat. MJ, it feels so good to have you back here, and I'm so glad that we got a full episode. I can't believe uh, we got the fullest episode I've ever done of anything ever. I swear to fucking God. That was the clamshell. <laughs> there it is, yeah. Thunk. We're going to go drink more, um, <laughs> but we're going to make sure we just like roll a wheelbarrow up for Ben to get out of the airport. Three, two, I hey, fucking on. love you.